only if you provide for one fucking kid, you fucking idiot. Well, now I'm get, beginning to see why he left. Fucking right in the pussy! And there's a guy, Tom, you're gonna love this name. His name is, um, he calls himself Turd Flinging Monkey. I thought you'd appreciate that. Ah. <laughs> That's a good one, right? I do like it. <laughs> He's got a lot of videos. The emotional thinking just is too strong. That's why women shouldn't vote. They're just children. Alright, and welcome to the Turd Flinging Monkey Show. I'm joined by DDJ. Cat is trying to figure out how to fix his... I mean, uh, me, me, DDJ, we spent the last couple weeks trying to figure out all the Yo. technical stuff. Alright. Uh, yeah. We're, you know, we have right. our lives. We're fine. <clears throat> right. Guys, before we do anything, I okay. need to test something. Okay. Yeah, I heard it. Right, sweet. Okay, cool. So I'm just pushing everything from a different location now. So So right at the beginning of the show, Cat has just flushed us. Perfect. There you go. Yeah. Cool. All right, and I'm going to be playing Doki Doki Literature Club, for those of you who are interested. I know I'm coming in at the tail end of the hype train, but meh. He's coming in. Right. Brace yourselves. Yep. Right, so guys. um, Better late than prematurely. Yeah, me and TFM got into a little uh, disagreement. He says that you guys don't want to interact uh, with TFM within his games. What? Do you want to do I, that? Yes I or did, no? No, that's that's not what we're arguing about. You that's are... what we did. That's what we. That's what no. Obviously, you, I'm, you're I'm, being you're being a no. feminist. You're re, you're taking yes, what I'm I saying am. out of context. Yes. <laughs> you're establishing a different context in order to manipulate people to take listen, your side guys listen and, and believe and then, then you're trying to me not right. him there you go perfect do you want to do you want to interact curse your sudden but inevitable games? betrayal right. <laughs> just just cats being a hoe there you go your, your schwartz is as big as mine obviously people <laughs> yeah if, if we can get like a big multiplayer game going where everyone in the chat can play the game with us that'd be great but the game you were suggesting wasn't very appealing, and it would have taken too to long you. to set up, and it was ten dollars. Ten do- ten dollars. <laughs> it would have taken two minutes to set up. No. And he didn't want to do it. No. All right. Whatever. I tr- guys. I tried. I tried to get you involved in TFM. No, that's you know, not what you tried. Games. You're remembering it that you way. Do that. He said. He said, "Fuck right. these guys." I didn't no. realize. I didn't realize you were dating my monkey poop. There you go. <laughs> cat wanted to make a cat door in the back door. Oh my gosh! No, I did not. I did not. Yeah. No. Anyways, it's it's like a conversation with my exes, where like they just remember things however they want to remember them. <laughs> that's not how I remember it. Yeah, yeah that's because <laughs> y- you don't remember things right. So. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, I like sorry. That picture in the Discord. Of you, cat. That's perfect. I haven't. I'm not looking at Discord. It's it's perfect. Multiverse Emperor. He just put it in there. It's amazing. There you go. No. No. That's like me if I was retarded. Um, so don't all know what Anyway, guys. So how's everyone's week been? Um, 
you boys have been busy, man. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh yeah. I haven't really even fully recovered from the. This is why I don't do daily podcasts. So yeah. Well, you did it before, didn't you? You did a week. Yeah, that was. In... Yeah, I did that as an experiment, and it was a horrible mistake. I regret everything. Really. <laughs> like. Well, yeah. we had the Tommy stream yeah. on Tuesday, and that was a good was stream. It? Yeah, we had a Tommy stream on Tuesday, and then we did the TFM 420 on oh, Wednesday yeah, yeah, morning. Yeah. Then after that, then Tommy was like, come on back, come on back, we'll only keep you for an hour. So we did the Tommy stream again last night, and an hour turned into almost three. So it's like two and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah. That's good it was good, though. We, but you, I mean, That's we were we were time. burning at both ends. I mean, both streams Dude, were really people, good with Tommy. People were messaging me, and I was like, I was... Uh, in a bar somewhere, and literally, I was trying to do it all from my phone, but yeah, it, it didn't work. I mean, I the only thing I could really do is just post it, post it in the announcements. But I'm glad you guys had a good time. I've yet to watch it, so um, it's pretty good. It's going to be now, interesting. Now, no, no offense to, to Tommy, but I suggest if you're going to watch it, watch the version on my channel because the audio is much better. Okay, yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. That's you know. Not gonna tell him so how was, his shit. How was Tommy's audience then? Uh, the blue pill did you, was strong. Did you red pill any of them? Yeah, the blue. <laughs> uh, we actually, know, we actually I cucked know. a bunch of people. Tommy actually trolled the audience, and like he would, he would be like, he'd find somebody, he'd make some outlandish comment, and then he would ask us basically about their comment, and then the three of us would just wreck that person. Yeah, no, it was a good show, but yeah, his obviously. Tommy is in a, a MGTOW channel, so his audience are, are mostly there for, you know, other issues. So they're not hmm. red pill. That you know, there's different because it's kind of like you know he has a he has a kind of a wide appeal. So people are going to come to his channel for different reasons. Yeah, but um, a lot of I mean, obviously, no disrespect to Tommy's audience, but I've, you know, I've I've been Tommy's audience in in. Uh, in my earlier years and I've seen the amount of potatoes that are there and it's just, it got to a point where I just got burned out, you know, just carpet bombing them with facts and, you know, logic instead of feelings and well, you know, the black man is being held down and yeah. all that sort of stuff. If you know, we, if you we know was Kangs and shit boy. Yeah. The, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But funny. Um, yeah. I mean, how, how was it talking to them? Uh, and we didn't talk to them. I mean, I felt, it, it, was it, it futile? Was, I mean, was it, how did you feel? No, no. I mean, basically, it's the same anti-MIGTA arguments we've heard a, a million times. Mm. Nothing special, nothing new, same old shit. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's basically like a like a muscle reflex. Mm. Right. So, yeah. It, yeah, it I mean, this, this it, it was actually kind of funny because Tommy was presenting them. Because you could tell, like, Tommy wasn't used to all the MGTOW 101 shaming language that's out there. So, like, for him, it was, like, kind of a bigger deal. And we're like, yeah. yeah Welcome yeah. to an average day in our lives. Who fucking gives a shit? Like, he actually, for the closing argument, he wanted me to give, like, a big speech about, like, you know, what should guys do when guys are shaming them? And I just talked about, like, you know, fuck those people. Fuck those people. They don't mean shit. Yeah. Right, That's like <laughs> uh, you know, I, I like the analogy I used was you're like an athlete walking out onto the field. You know, you've worked hard, you've earned your place on this professional sports team. You're getting paid millions of dollars. Then here's some jackass in the stand 
wearing a t-shirt with your name on it being like boo you suck like why in the fuck would you take what they're saying they're nobody they're just some jackass in the stands talking shit they they, they don't know they don't know shit their opinion means less than nothing right tfm just ripped into him it was amazing so so would you say that tommy's problem in that respect is that he's trying to save everyone where you're just saying hey you know some people no, are gonna get fucked. well tommy's i mean he's he's getting red pilled um but mm. he's he you could see that like there were a couple times in the conversation he was kind of trying to kind of present the mra argument which honestly yeah. is the logical go-to argument because if the problem is the system if the problem is the laws, the simplest solution is, well, let's just change the laws. If that's the, you know, why don't, why hasn't anybody thought of that before? <laughs> so right. We had right. to kind of let them know, yeah, the problem is that's not going to work. Um, <laughs> right. You know, but so it's You know the thing fine. about, the thing that, yeah, the thing that was interesting about our stream is apparently like Tommy has a reputation of being like the most controversial guy in the room. Yet when he has me and TFM yeah. on, he has to take a step back because you can see he's like, oh, it's like yep. that. Oh. And oh, shit. Yeah. You know, which is, Wait, hold on. Gloria Allred's pussy will be all red when oh, I pimp fist it. Oh, oh, damn. Celestina's going to pimp fist Gloria Allred's pussy and make it red with her bionic punch. Okay, I, I didn't like need it. to know that. There you go. Well, she, she felt the need to yeah. let everyone know. Yep. Hello. Yeah. Sorry, DDJ. So what was she saying? No, I just told you. Yeah. No, DDJ. I was talking to DDJ. Not, not what did he say? He was saying oh. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was saying that Tommy wasn't the most controversial person in the room with me and yeah. D, with me and TFM there. And you could tell that Tommy was, even though, like TFM says, he's getting red-pilled, that a lot of the ideas he's still trying to process. And even though, like, you can see a lot of places, like, he would play devil's advocate and present counter arguments to things he i mean we would it would take us 10 seconds to to basically de debunk any kind of disagreement that was there because you know when you have logic reason and facts on your side there was and you know and again it was a lot of it was the the mainstream migtow ignorance stuff that came up so you know we just kind of addressed it like we normally did but it, i mean it was a good stream and and we really enjoyed it and i think that Tommy really enjoyed it because um, we were only, like I said, we were only scheduled for an hour. And in the middle of the stream, he reached out and he's like, dude, this is, this stream is great. We're killing it. And he was really happy with the feedback he was receiving. And what was interesting is, is that the first time when TFM and I went on the stream with you, we got a lot of hate. I mean, we got a lot of hate. And, um, you know, just because people just couldn't handle it. But now, yeah. guys are stepping up. Yeah, they're coming around. Yeah, they're they're blue pill cucks, and the blue pill is strong there. But there's a lot of guys going, yeah, preach, yeah, you know, TFM is preaching, TFM is spitting facts, TFM is mic dropping, and 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 you know what? They're right. Every one of them is right. And so, it was nice to see people between the time that you know the three of us first went to Tommy's stream to last night, where the whole um, the paradigm has shifted. As people start to pay attention to these issues, and you know, a I lot think more receptive. Yeah, I think we, I think between the two streams and everything that's occurred in between, I think we might have red pilled a couple people, and and I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's all you can do. It's one of those things where you basically just have to show them the path, but you can't make them walk it. 
and you know, okay. and, and the thirst is real. Fucking the the fedora tipping was intense in that chat room. It it really was. <laughs> Do you have anything to, uh, you know, any any examples? Uh, I mean, just your basic. Not all women are like that. Uh, you've been hurt. Oh, you just no, no, no. same um, bullshit. It, it literally was. your mama. Right, yeah. Your mama black. It's really funny how you go. You, you can you can go to different. Your mama's monkey. You you can go to completely different audiences. Like Tommy's, I guarantee. Like you go to, like we appeared on Tommy's show. Tommy's audience is predominantly black, but then we could probably go to I don't know some white supremacist stream, spitting the same facts, and you're gonna get the same white knighting cucks in this in the comment section saying the same shit. Even though, right. like, you could, they couldn't be further apart on all these other issues. But when it comes to the kind of centrism, they're they're like twin brothers. Yeah, they're like power cucks. Yeah, like you ebony know, and power ivory. Cuck powers. Right, right. Wonder wonder cucks activate. Right. Form of Bullshit. my wife's boyfriend's come. <laughs> <laughs> Shape of my wife's strap on. <laughs> so, so, yeah that you know what don't we shouldn't say that because marvel will probably do that but that's, <laughs> right, a, that's right. a great idea we're gonna yeah, give it its own mini series yeah. there you go the power cup twins <laughs> so uh, exactly. how was the 420 show as well uh, yet to... yeah the 420 was fine i have to say the, 4, the 420 show that we did last time the chick the, chick? the chick that stabbed the dude in the leg and oh yeah yeah got yeah a suspended sentence and tried to throw it, uh, throw it out because uh, it would ruin her job opportunities. Oh yeah, we can't have. I mean, what's what's attempted murder? You don't want to something as 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 you know as infinitesimally small as attempted murder to affect the rest of your life, right? Not like being late on your child support. I mean, that fuck that guy. But attempted murder—that's you know—that's really not fair to ruin someone's life over attempted murder. Especially, I don't think I don't think that's attempted murder in the UK. Stabbing um, a guy in the leg and attacking him with a knife is an attempted yeah, murder. Yeah, that would that, that would probably go under um, aggravated assault. Okay, whatever. Yeah, but yeah, no, I'm, hey, as I long agree as you don't you. as like, long as you don't squeeze a tit—that's that's that's where we draw the line. <laughs> Squeezing a tit, you're done. But you, you know, know stab stab someone with a knife. Eh, we'll go lenient. We'll go, we'll if, let it go this if time. Her boy, if her boyfriend had squeezed her in the tit, she probably would have gotten off with self defense. Right. Well, someone was saying, you know, um, I was saying that the guy, if she if, when she tried to kill himself, at, when she tried to kill herself after she stabbed him, he should have just let her. They're like, oh no, you can't do that because if she dies, even if she killed herself, you're going to be blamed for her murder. That's so, retarded. Yeah, I mean that that's that's the world we live in. That, like, right, basically, right. a woman attacks you with a knife and then tries to kill herself, and you have to intervene. Otherwise, you're going to go to jail for her murder. Right. Because you, you're the closest guy with a penis. Right. <laughs> yeah. I did CPR wrong. Instead of doing chest compressions, I did skull compressions. Yeah. Oh, well, I wasn't <laughs> supposed to push her eyeballs in with my thumbs. I thought that's what first aid was. I don't I don't push my their eyeballs in. Oh, man. I, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I thought I thought I the eye jelly bursting wrong. out of their skull was a good sign. Right. You're getting right. that blood circulation going. Exactly. Uh, Releasing the air in her body. Right. You know, you're letting the humors out. Mm-hmm. 
Right, so DDJ, what are, um, what's going on on your channel so far? Oh my week? gosh. Um, you know, it's it, the channel's been pretty pretty amusing this week. Um, I did the Gloria Allred video a few days ago. Uh, I did the new Her Story series. That's been kind of fun. And uh, I got some pretty interesting comments out of that. That was like the first part of the week. Um, and then, of course, I've been busy with streaming for the rest of the week. So I only was able to put out another video about uh, the whole... Uh, um, basically right-wing entryism of racists within the MGTOW community that had some entertainment value. Um, right. I, I'm, I'm kind of proud to say that, you know what, it's my most hated video and I didn't even have to stuff anything up my ass for it. So, <laughs> um, you, I, you know, I got, a, I got, a, to be honest though, I got a lot of love on the video. There was a lot of positive comments. Um, but you know, you could tell that like, the racists were real. And I got, you know, do you remember, are you, have you been on Reddit at all? Have you guys ever been spending time on Reddit? No, no I, I, tr I, I tried creating a, like an account once and my name was already taken. So I just said, meh. Well, well I put I, my name up there. Um, well, Reddit, Reddit's notorious for brigading. It, so what they do is they, they, uh, no, I'm not going to shield dildos. It's fine. Um, what they they on Reddit? Somebody asked me. They said, "Don't ever shield dildos." So no, that I leave that to TFM. I, that's his market share. I don't there want to go. Stay in that. your own lane, DDJ. I, I'm gonna stay in my own lane. There it is. And so, but Reddit used to brigade like the left wing cucks in Reddit. If you would say stuff, they would go in there like by the hundreds and would downvote your shit and would bury your shit. And people would run bots and and just I mean, and this was like even as far back as is like. When, like when Ellen Powell or whatever the fuck her name was was running Reddit before they ran her out, you know. I mean, it was just it, it, it was social justice cancer. What was interesting is that when I did this video, like all these like superpower racists came out and they were like, "Oh my god, like you're you're so wrong and this and that." And then apparently, like I used some guy's video, right? I used some some dude named Crouton T because he was saying that there was some. He made a video where some guy I guess posed as his friend. But then the guy was joking and saying, oh, yeah, I got this guy to, to be my friend. And now I'm able to spread my racism and his thing. And ha, 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 he doesn't know anything about it and shit. And I just referenced it in my video, like a 30-second reference. And apparently this guy's like, there's like some big high school drama between him and like, I don't know, the baseball team or some shit. <laughs> and well, yeah, it's well, like. No, what it is, I, know, I, I'm, I'm, I used to be subscribed I, I to Crown I care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, there's... I don't care. Yeah, he's he's an egalitarian yeah. centrist. He yeah. dis he dismisses some patently obvious facts about science and uh, right. biology. So he's wrong, but then it doesn't mean everything he says is wrong. Yeah. So I yeah, mean, look, I wasn't I was only looking at it because the the video seemed to be pretty legit for what the subject matter was. Like it it is what it is, right? He's going to be his own person. He's going to do his own thing. And I'm like, whatever. So, you know, I, I did a 30-second reference, and then all of a sudden, apparently, like, so many people on, like, I guess he's the guy who everybody loves to hate. So, apparently, the majority of the people who hated him, they heard his name, and then all of a sudden, they Pavloved to my video and downvoted the shit out of it, which was fucking hilarious. And then, like, nobody made any comments to me about any of the other facts that I presented. Nobody talked about how... The alt-right, they didn't, they didn't try to go, well, the alt-right's not trying to promote racism. They didn't say anything about how uh, Devil's Advocate's family was threatened, physically threatened by racists. They didn't say anything about that. It was, your video shit because Kraut and T. And I'm like, 
<laughs> right. Was, yeah, who fucking cares? He was, he was like... Yeah, he was like a 30-second yeah, reference fuck, in the video. Fuck Crown like, T. Fuck Crown the, T. The, yeah, yeah, he, it was guys, an after The thing is, is that I know, I know that may have been an afterthought, but you have to understand that that happens everywhere, dude. Like, oh, you know, I didn't care. Um, I didn't care. I thought it was funny. I was like, holy shit. Look at that. They're like, it's like a fucking sophomore, immature yeah. uh, YouTube meta bullshit. And it's just like, you know what? I can go masturbate right now. And in about a minute and a half, I can end up with a better outcome than 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 the masturbation that whatever their little drama theory is 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 doing. It, it's, it was silly, and so I was like, "Yeah, whatever." And you know, it was nice because I actually when I when I when I did the video, you know, and, and again because I don't want to create any drama, um, so I'm going to change some names to protect the guilty. You know, I referred to MGTOW Cock Gobbler. And I was like, I think he's an all right cuck instead of a SJW cuck. And so somebody in my comments was like, yeah, I used to be subscribed to Cock Gobbler. And he did say a bunch of racist shit and his stuff. And I unsubscribed to him. And I'm like, well, you know, at the end of the day, look, it's like what TFM said, right? TFM is like, look, there's a very low. And he said this on Tommy's show last night. He said there's a very low bar of entry for MGTOW. And, you know, obviously MGTOW come from all walks of life, right? They're all political persuasions, that kind of thing, you know? And again, I'm sure that there's some white nationalists in MGTOW and that's fine. As long as it's organic, I don't care. But at the same token though, I've just seen all these people coming in just, just spewing this shit. And it's like, look, you guys are just a bunch of gynocentric collectivist cucks. Right. And, 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 and you won't fucking put your women in line, but you want to talk about, you know, the, the black people who were fucking your wives, but you won't deal with your wives who chose these black people behind your back or, you know, heaven forbid the, the white chicks who fucked me or other Latinos or whatever race that they choose to fuck. The point is, is that they, they refuse to deal with the hypergamy. Right. And well, so what's dumb is that they're, they're talking about like, let's start a race war. Like you're not having any right. children. Your demographics are shit. You're going to start a war with the rest of the world. Like you don't have the numbers, like and and if you if white people were actually growing in numbers, like the demographics were going the other way, there wouldn't be this talk of you know demographic winter. There wouldn't even be a need for immigration because the native population would be you know reproducing. There wouldn't be a need to have all this immigration. So that's the well, problem. That is the root problem, and that's well, not and apparently black people didn't do that. But what black people aren't keeping your women from having kids. Right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You know, no, 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 no. That's fine. I just wanted to go on and and, and make another point. And you're absolutely, absolutely correct, TFM. So, so one of the other things they were talking about was was. So I actually had some guy reach out to me in direct message, and he's like, "Hey, you know, I've been following you and TFM, and I know who these people are." And and of course, you know, his argument was Kraut and T, Kraut and T, Kraut and T, and I'm like, you know, whatever. So I said, so he starts talking about like. IQ as it relates to race. So he's basically trying to say that white people are superior to other people. They're like third. So, right. So so basically what I said is this. I said, look, you know, so he, he decided, you know, of course, we're, we're, we're talking back and forth and eventually he gets to IQ. And so I, 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 I think it's important to say on the stream what I told him because I think it's relevant. And that is this. If you take a guy who's absolutely brilliant who has the highest IQ out there, right? And you mm -hmm. stick him out in the woods, and then you take a knuckle dragger 
who who's lived in those woods all his life, who dies first? It's going to be the guy with the high IQ who doesn't know shit. And the reason that is, is because at the end of the day, intellect by itself is not enough. You have to have knowledge. You have to have experience. And most importantly, you have to have wisdom. And the thing that these dipshits who argue about IQ... Now, I don't give a shit if what kind of collectivist dipshit you are. If you want to be a, an SJW collectivist dipshit, or you want to be uh, you know, a race realist IQ dipshit, I, I, don't, I don't care. The point is this, you know, and, and, and I really firmly believe this, is that if you don't... When you're talking about who, is, who, who, who survives and who doesn't, it's those who adapt. It's not necessarily those who are the smartest because intellect by itself will not save your life. Knowledge will save your life. Experience will save your life. Wisdom will save your life. And, and the culture that develops to adapt to your environment will save your life. And so, you know, the example I use for him is I said, look, let's just say for sake of argument, you had a, a Mexican seafaring village where the Mexicans went out to the sea and they decided they're going to fish, you know, and this is like, they're, they're, it's like this whole, that's their culture, right? And then you have, let's just say, a group of Caucasian people who live in the mountains, who, again, their mountainous living lifestyle, that's their culture. You take one of those Caucasian people and you stick him down inside the, the, the Mexican seafaring village with, you know, just, just dump him in, parachute him in. He's going to look like an idiot. And they're going to be like, holy shit. You know, this 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 white guy is retarded. He doesn't know anything about seafaring. He doesn't know anything about our culture. And the reality is, is that he's not dumb. The white guy's not dumb. He just doesn't know anything about the culture. He doesn't know anything about fishing. He doesn't know anything about boating or seafaring or any of the things that are relevant or any of the parables or the historical culture experience that's there. And the same holds true if you pull the, the, the Mexican seafaring guy out and you stick him up in the in the mountainous village with the white people. And right. so, you know, this is this is the difference in cultures, and not all cultures are, are equal. And uh, I can break it down lots. Awesome. You're kind of going like on these weird tangents. I could break it actually down scientifically. Um, yeah, the reason, go for it. The reason why I was just, I was just kind of stream of consciousness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the, I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna cut you off before you people start leaving the stream. So <laughs> um, here's here's go the on. thing about race and IQ. Welfare lowers IQ. Because there is a direct correlation. It's not a it's not a hundred percent correlation. Not like everybody who's who's rich and successful has a high IQ. But generally, there is a strong correlation between income and success and wealth and IQ. The generally low IQ people tend to be on the poor end of the spectrum. Higher IQ people tend to be on the the high spectrum. When there's right. any sort of indiscriminate mass death from like a plague or a harsh winter. The poor are disproportionately affected. One of the reasons why white people have a high IQ is because of the plagues that happened in Europe, not to mention the harsh winters in Europe. People die, and poor people and dumb people tend to die greater numbers than uh, successful, intelligent, rich people. So that's one of the reasons why white people have higher IQs is because a lot of them died through all these plagues and, and shit like and the constant war. Um, the right. reason why the Asians have a high IQ is because of Mao Zedong's Great Leap Forward, where he killed tens of millions of his own people. He was killing the the he was killing the the, the bottom feeders. Now, they, tens of they were innocent people, but 
when you kill people when you kill people like that, you're going to raise the average IQ of your population. Now, is that is that morally right? I don't think so. Uh, I think that's pretty monstrous. But the results are Asians have a higher average IQ than whites because of the mass murder they suffered. And I've heard, I haven't confirmed this, so this is, don't take it take take what I'm about to say with a grain of salt. But I've heard from people that prior to World War II. Ashkenazi Jews actually had an average IQ. They weren't that special. They didn't have like an average, I think it's like 115 to 120 average IQ now. It was actually because of the Holocaust. And I know the Holocaust is a hoax. Fuck you. But uh, <laughs> b- because so many Jews died in the Holocaust, the, the, who, were the, who were the Jews that lived? They were the ones who were smart enough to get the fuck out of Germany, rich enough to get out of Germany, or useful enough to survive the concentration camps. Yeah. These are no. the high IQ Jews, and so they survived, and now they have a higher average IQ. So th- no, this TDJ, is sorry. Go ahead, TFM. Well, then, so so if if you understand that, basically mass murder and lo- extreme loss of life raises IQ. What does welfare do? What is what does keeping the dumbest, most dependent people of your society alive and reproducing generation after generation do? Makes oh, them yeah, survive. Lower. Yeah, like it makes them habits. Right. But, it, it, it lowers IQ. So th- that's the thing. Yeah. So if these now, white if these white nationalists actually gave a shit about IQ, all you have to do is look look at welfare dependence. I right. If you there's a correlation between low uh, falling IQ and welfare dependence, but they never talk about getting rid of welfare because they're they're fascists. They they want more welfare. They want to keep the welfare state. They just want it going to them instead of instead of brown right. people. Right now. DDJ, I understand what you're saying with your point to a degree, but where I disagree is that in this day and age, I'm not trying to survive, dude. Like, I don't want to go to some forest and be, you know, and try and survive. No, you know, no, I, no. I yeah, survive. absolutely. I now, mean, yeah, we, listen, we, we have you know, a problem. I, I think where you're coming from, yeah. Yeah, I know. But, you know, we're not we're not trying to say the knuckle draggers right here. We are trying to get out of that survival situation. I mean, it's just not enough for most Well, I guess what I'm saying, yeah, and I guess what I'm saying is that I've run across a lot of people with PhDs, especially like people with law degrees who have spent their entire career living under a rock. Hmm. And they 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 don't they aren't good decision makers. They are not good litigators. And, you know, they have all this education and they have all this intelligence and they don't know how to use it. And that's why, you know, yeah. technocrats are not successful. And I, you know, and again, TFM, you know more about the whole IQ argument than I do. I was just using the the base knowledge that I have. All I'm saying is, is that, um, you know, I think that it's I, I think that when you talk about success in life, I think it's more by itself. It's 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 more than than IQ. I think it's well, no, I, I, I agree. And, well, there's know. there are certain environments where IQ is going to dictate survivability, and there's some environments where right. other factors such as physical endurance, physical strength. Other things other than IQ are going to dictate right. who survives. I, I totally agree with that. My point is, though, th- the race realist white nationalist argument is that because white people have a higher IQ, um, th- they're just better in this modern world. Like I, You hear this a lot with ideologues. This, this time it's a different argument. That that was then and this is now. And in this modern world, uh, we don't need you know, things like physical endurance and stuff like that, that basically other races, basically everything that other races do better than white people, it just kind of poo pooed away as, Oh, that was, right. that was back in the day. Now white people are, but white people aren't even in first place. They're in third place. Asians and Ashkenazi Jews are smarter than white people. So I don't even understand where this, 
the white man this when you're you're, when you're you're fucking barely pulling in the bronze medal and you're acting like you're the king of the world it's it's fucking retarded <laughs> fair enough well your argument is better and more concise than mine but yeah so anyway they, they got excited and uh yeah. I, I got harassed a little bit it was entertaining and they, again they used the same shaming language that the sjw's used and it was ignored just as readily well I've, it was a good video I, i've made the i've made the point that what, what it what a lot of these white nationalists are is they are sjw's but because they're white men, they're not allowed to hang out with the other SJWs because as white men, they can't be oppressed. So they had to form their own kind of suit. Like they had to form Coke to the SJW's Pepsi. They had to form Burger King to the SJW's McDonald's. And that's all this is. It's, it's basically social justice for white men because they're not allowed to hang out with the other SJWs. Well, you know, there's a pro tip here. They, they could always go trans. Right. Or they could just... Um, look at the facts objectively instead of trying to play the victim. <laughs> you know, they could pull the I, fucking. I think that's a bridge too far. We're not dick out of that. their ass. And quit being a fag. <laughs> All right, exactly. guys. Um, someone says, "Question, cat, can you stop hitting the bong?" No, with the mic. Cat, I wouldn't cat, do no such thing. Don't don't let them tell you how to live your life. You hit yeah, that cat, shit. You can suck whatever you want. There you go. You hit that shit. That's your. I'm never that's... gonna let the pipe grow cold. There you go. That's that's why we love you, cat. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, okay. So, guys, there is a reason. Why... Sorry, TFM. Go ahead. Go, go oh, ahead I was gonna you. say. Well, so I, I saw some comments about um, net neutrality. I didn't want to do a video oh, on it. Because I I did a video oh, about net neutrality in like September. And my views really haven't changed. Well, it, but really, okay, I already, I already covered everything in my video in September. Basically, if you understand what's called regulatory capture, everything makes sense. So to explain very briefly what, blah, briefly what regulatory capture is, when the government creates a, a new department or an agency to regulate a certain industry, inevitably, that agency becomes staffed with stooges of the very industry they're supposed to be regulating. This happens 100% of the time. Even if it was started with the best of intentions, eventually, because there's money. So, this guy, Apple Pie, or whatever the fuck his name is, he was basically put there at the behest of the telecom companies. They, I'm sure there were lots of briefcases full of money exchanged, but he was their guy to be put in charge of the FCC. And the only reason he was there was to vote in the company's interest, not you. Now, even though it's their job, the FCC's job is to represent the people. They don't give a shit. The, hold on, Celestina's got something to say. Cat would not fare well if he was paradropped into sweet Coronistan. Uh, that's right. Yeah, well, or he'd fare very well. But um, anyway, the, <laughs> the whole thing about um, the regulatory capture is Pi was appointed basically to further the interest of the telecom companies and so he was there to end net neutrality so that comcast and verizon could start creating fast lanes and throttle internet access now there's no way to stop that uh you can congress can pass a law congress can because even if they pass a law who's going to enforce the law the fcc and when you have the agency when you have regulatory capture by the very industries they're designed to regulate there is no law you can pass because laws are just words on paper. You need people to enforce the law. And you see this with everything. Like the, the agency, the uh, can't remember, the Department of Energy, 
that's designed to regulate oil and gas companies. They're full of lobbyists for oil and gas companies. It's called regulatory capture, and it's inevitable. So I said in my video in September, and I'll repeat it now, the only pro-consumer anti-monopoly strategy is competition. Free market competition actually works. In creating departments to regulate industries only results in inevitable regulatory capture. And it only took two years uh, after, like I was watching this video, uh, basically the whole reason why net neutrality became a thing is because the FCC was trying to sue Comcast and they didn't have the authority to properly regulate them so that they had to create net neutrality because the courts kept citing against the FCC saying they didn't have the proper authority to regulate these telecoms. So they created net neutrality in 2015 and by 2017 the telecoms have already put their stooges in the FCC to vote it away. That's how quick regulatory capture occurs and it's inevitable. If you really want to prevent all this shit from happening, we need free markets and we need competition. That's the only thing that works. And so, so all these people, all these people wanting to like, oh, we need stronger this. We need to call congressmen. It doesn't work because what are what are congressmen going to do? They're just going to empower the FCC. And we've already shown, like Apple Pie, whatever the fuck his name is, has already shown the FCC is in the pocket of the telecom companies. Okay, so TFM, a lot of people are making speculations in the chat about, you know, how much your internet's going to cost and how much, you know, it's going to cost you to, uh, you know, stream every frame of a movie on Netflix. Can you go into any detail of what we're going to be seeing soon in the yeah, US? Yeah, there's, 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 there's going to be, there's going to be fast lanes. So there's probably going to be, basically different providers are going to basically pay the ISPs to have their website work fast. So YouTube, Netflix, basically streaming sites are going to have to pay a premium for their website to work. Now, what's funny is VPNs get around all that. Yep. So if you just use a VPN, you're not, you can't be throttled if you use a VPN. So there you go. So just get a, I, I'm already using a VPN, so I'm not going to be affected. But what it could do is it could lead to, you know, it, it could actually lead to some websites being faster than others. And one of the reasons why prior to like, I think 2013, one of the problems that caused net neutrality to become a thing was Comcast was blocking P2P like websites while, and also was like promoting its own brand because Comcast owns a bunch of uh, media companies. So they were basically, if you, if, if it was a product or service they owned, they were making sure it was lightning fast. But if it was a, it was a competitor's website, they were making it slow. So if you were using Comcast for internet, they were basically screwing you on the websites you were trying to go to. So you're going to see more of that. You're also going to see, uh, probably websites are going to, when you're going to have to pay more for certain websites, like Netflix is probably going to become a couple dollars more expensive because now Netflix is going to have to pay the ISPs to make sure they don't throttle Netflix. So that all those savings are going to get passed on to you. So your, your subscription is probably go, going to go up a, a couple bucks a year or a couple bucks a month. You know, it is what it is. Now, the, the only upside, there really isn't very few upsides to the consumer. But one of the only upsides I can think of is now that ISPs have an incentive, now that they can, now it's more profitable to invest in infrastructure because they, just like a toll road. Like, have you ever gone to a city and the roads are shit? And you, you, you beg the government, please repair these roads. They're fucking shit. 
I'm not going to name any names, but there's some roads that are fucking shit. And the government never repairs them. It never expands them. It never does, does anything because it's too expensive and there's no benefit. But once you get talk of a toll road, oh my God, it's fucking, it's there tomorrow. Oh my God, where did this toll road come from? It just popped up out of nowhere. So when there's profit to be made, there'll be investment. When there's no profit, like just asking the government to expand a public road, it's not, not going to fucking happen. But they'll build a toll road very quickly because there's profit to be made. So the only advantage I can see is this could actually lead to more investment in infrastructure now that there's more profit to be had by the ISPs. But generally, this is going to be anti-consumer. Uh, there's, but there's nothing we can do about it. I mean, someone said that 82% of people were against ending net neutrality, and the FCC still voted to kill it because these are unappointed bureaucrats. They're, like, they don't answer to the voters. They don't give a shit. They're just, they're, they're you know, and regulatory capture. So there you go. I don't think it's the end of the world, though. I just think you're probably going to have to pay a little bit more for, like, Netflix and shit. Okay. <clears throat> Do you wanna... Let's go on to our next guest. Um... Or our first guest. Yeah, sorry. First guest. Sorry, you felt like a guest, Dave. You might I know. You were doing. Well, you, you flushed me at the beginning of the show. Yeah, I did. There you go. But anyway. Um... Right, so our first guest is actually a uh, don uh, donator to the channel, TFM's channel. Um, goes by the name of Anchors Away. Oh, and a sponsor. Like, yep. Yeah, he would like to uh, speak to you about um, his vaping flavors. There you go. That he, um, I mean, how, how much uh, business have you got from that? I'm not the one to ask. I just do the commercials. Okay, cool, sweet. Right, I don't, I don't know him. what the metrics are, but yes, he, I mean the, there is a reason why I was vaping, guys, because uh, there you go. I would like to speak to him as well about uh, the flavors and what he is promoting on his website. Anyway, um, I'm going to bring him on now. All right. In seconds, guys. On, right? Yep, you're on. Yep. Welcome. What's up, Anchor? How's it going? What's oh, you're, up, dude? Hold on, you're a little quiet. Let me turn you up. Uh, let's see. I can adjust my gain if you need me to. Um, no, I should be able to. I don't know. Okay. I was like, where'd my Discord go? There we go. Let me, I'm going to turn you up. Okay, you are turned up. I should be able to hear you better now. Okay. Uh, how's that? Yeah, you're, you're fine now. All right, well, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Cool. So, um, I mean, yeah, you, I mean, you're a sponsor of the show, so whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, for sure. Well, really, um, honestly, we wanted to sponsor the show because, you know, it's something I can stand behind. It's something I believe in. And it's actually nice to see other people who have spines today in society because it just seems like society as a whole has lost their spine and... You know, it's just, it's kind of unreal. So a uh, really good friend of mine showed me, you know, the whole MGTOW movement and I was kind of living it for years and years and years without really putting a title to it. So it's kind of nice to find a meeting place of other people who share the same views. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I was talking to DDJ and Kat before the show and now 
there are a, I didn't even realize there were actually like YouTube channels dedicated to vaping. So yeah, there, you, there really is. Did you did you try reaching out to them before you sponsored my show, or was no. it just okay? No, honestly, because um, I had worked with a couple. I'll use the term very loosely here. Reviewers, they're basically people who just want to take your shit for free and never follow up on anything. And I was on a couple of their their live shows, and it's just, it was just a joke. It was I was so out of place and like. <sighs> I, it just it wasn't worth my time, and there was no, there was nothing being discussed that had any substance. So wait, so you they, you were giving them free product to review, and they never reviewed it. They just smoked it and just <laughs> what forgot. Yeah. That happened a whole lot, and there was always excuses, and it was kind of ridiculous. So kind of learned my lesson could there. I, and uh, could I just no put it out there, guys? Um, uh, in the vaping flavors, there's no. There's no drugs or anything like that, so these people weren't high, or you know, they were say, "Oh, you know, what happened?" You know, it was it was it was good shit. When when can I get get my next fix? They just they were just lazy. But sorry, go ahead. Yeah, Anchor. yeah. I mean, they basically they gave me promises and they never delivered. I mean, I, I can't say everybody because a few people actually did, but it was just um, you know, people had wanted us to sponsor and sponsor, and I'm I'm all for sponsoring something if the substance is there, and. Uh, when I found, you know, when I found you guys, when I got switched on to, you know, the TFM channel, and I was kind of like, okay, after my friend suggested let's sponsor, I was, I was all in. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, I guess like there's no point beating around the bush because, I mean, we we've talked in private uh, that you you feel like you're not getting your money's worth in terms of the sponsorship. Now, the only thing I could think of is, you know, like I'm not I'm not primarily a I don't vape and my channel is not primarily about vaping. I'm not sure what percentage of my audience vapes. Obviously there are people who I've talked to people who vape uh, and a lot of them said they've ordered from you. Um, but I don't want you to feel like you're getting a shitty deal and you're not getting a, a return on your investment. Well, you so know I, what, like to be perfectly honest with you, I'm a business owner. So return on investment is always something that I think about, but to be perfectly honest and perfectly blunt with you, I would rather support something that I believe in that actually has some substance than than not. And if we make some sales off of it, I mean, that's fantastic. Every sale that we make is just enabling us to continue to sponsor and support the TFM show too. So okay. it's kind of like that reciprocity of benefit. And I definitely don't feel like we're wasting our time or our money because even if we only made a handful of sales or no sales, at least we're allowing something that actually has value to continue to move forward. So. Uh, well, know, I I, pre I appreciate that, but I also I mean I'll say it publicly. Uh, if you if you feel like you're not getting a return on your investment from the sponsorship and you want to pull out early, I'll will basically I'll prorate you from the first week we started the sponsorship and I'll refund your money up to you know I'll only charge you for the weeks that um, obviously the past. But uh, I I don't want you to feel like. Um, I, because I, I would, if I were in your position and I was sponsoring a channel and I wasn't seeing a good return on my investment, and I wanted to pull out, I wouldn't. I would feel bad if they, if they were like, "Oh no, man, finders keepers, losers weepers," and I don't want to run my business like that. And I, so I'm just extending that to you. So if you ever feel like you you want to you want to you know cancel things early, no hard feelings. You can keep rights to the commercial. You can use them on your website or you can use it for whatever. And you know I'm not going to talk shit or anything. Because I appreciate your business. I appreciate that. That's an integrity move, but I'm not even, those thoughts aren't even crossing my mind, honestly. I mean, we're seeing some sales coming in and that's fantastic. And I've been getting a lot of great feedback from people who have used the TFM code. 
and everybody has been very happy with the purchases and likewise i'm very happy and okay i'm, I'm not even those thoughts aren't even crossing my mind but i do appreciate you saying that that's a real integrity move okay now um i don't know is there a way we can cat can you throw up a poll like what percentage I see of some people i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but i see a okay. lot of people asking for zero uh zero nicotine in the uh chat window we are going to be doing a zero nicotine this industry is really weird it's like when you offer something nobody wants it and then when you don't offer it everybody wants it and nobody ever wanted zero nicotine so we didn't do zero nicotine and now everybody wants it yep so we're going to do it so everybody who's asked about that we are going to be doing zero nicotine in the future yeah. so uh, in the uk oh. um we've got a zero nicotine uh <clears throat> we got zero nicotine flavors and then you get the nicotine in, di in a different um bottle and you apply it whether it's uh what have i got here i've got 18 mg so it's like no, kool-aid you have like you have like the kool-aid flavor packets and you have the sugar one, one sec tfm your bitch is talking no she's not she she just said something dude you just didn't hear it what oh is my shit not working hold on i heard let me, something let me do an alert let me I'll, let me do an, a, an, um, a test I, I didn't hear anything. No, it, it's still working. This is a test donation for dollar. What you talking about, Cat? All right. Okay, never mind. Just uh, all right. Whatever. I whatever. I heard something from from um, Celestina. But anyway, um, what was you saying, TFM? Go ahead. <laughs> I was just saying, can you throw up a poll to see what percentage of the audience actually vapes? Because yeah, I'm just I'm just curious to see. Because I'd be yeah. curious to see too. You know. Yeah. Because I mean, again, I'm cool. not I'm not primarily a vape center channel so yeah and i personally don't vape i have nothing against it I, right. i'm a libertarian i think all drugs should be legal i just i personally am not a follower of the great eagle spirit but i if whatever honestly want to like we just wanted to support the show man honestly like you know my one of my best friends and basically partner in this you know he's the one who turned me on to it and you know i mean we're both just happy supporting something that we enjoy to watch i mean it's it's everybody's getting fucking demonetized nowadays and if yeah. we can support you know like we're gonna support like obviously if like we're losing money left and right from a business standpoint some people would say that's stupid but if i can afford to toss some money your way to help support to continue something i will it's you know okay. it's 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 not a big deal it's not really a huge concern of mine like you know whatever it is what it is okay yeah, I but I am curious obviously. to see who vapes. You know, I, yeah, yeah, I would, statistics. Well, and I think yeah, it'd be nice to. Unfortunately, YouTube doesn't give me these type of tools where I can like gauge things about my audience. Obviously, Google does. I mean, they collect so much information on you. They know, they know like what you ate for breakfast that morning. They know what color your shit was. But you, as a content creator, if you're trying to get a good feel for who your audience is, because maybe you're looking for your own sponsors, because Google keeps pulling the rug out from under you and demonetizing your shit. So, you're, but you know, you have to know your audience just like they do. So it, it's it's kind of well, shit. Put it this way too: like we are considered by the federal government a tobacco product, even though we are not tobacco. Right. We're a tobacco product. So we're limited in terms of where we can market and where we can advertise. So honestly. Um, social media is the biggest thing for us and our Facebook page fucking Cuckerberg shut us down because we were mislabeled and oh, God. Um, I guess they had something against um, you know uh, e-liquids uh, business page so I actually had to fight for like a month to get Cuckerberg off my back and I was finally able to get our Facebook page back up and you know we have like YouTube um, Facebook Instagram like those are really our main areas so 
you know, we wanted to explore different areas to try to find our clientele. I'm not going to say we're like a niche company, but we do offer something that is definitely, definitely marketed towards people who aren't the swag hat fuckboy type. Let's put it that way. <laughs> no, I think when I when we worked on that commercial, I think the the whole message was, you know, this isn't like because I was, I was watching other vape commercials to kind of get an idea for what else was out there, and there's this commercial with guys in stormtrooper costumes fucking dancing the dubstep in the middle of the street with like big flashing lights like it was some kind of meme and i was like yeah holy i feel like that scene in full metal jacket holy <laughs> jesus what is that what the fuck is that that's how that was my yes. attitude i you know honestly i feel that way every day i wake up and i look out the fucking window <laughs> it's yeah it makes you feel any better about the facebook thing all, I started a Facebook, and I couldn't use my name because Turd Flingy Monkey was considered offensive. So I called my Facebook a Bobo Bonobo, and I used the Abobo from Double Dragon on a Bonobo's body. And all I did was I made announcements when I published a video because they have that little box you can check when you publish a YouTube video where you can share it to, like, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. My Facebook got shut down in a week, and all I did was announce videos and kind of respond to people who were commenting. That's it. That was considered hate speech. I believe it. You know, like everything is so just sensitive and touchy these days. Like I live right like in the immediate area of a high school. All right. Like you've seen Gran Torino, I assume, right? Uh, uh, Yeah. The movie? Yeah. Yeah. Clint Eastwood. So, you know, like every time they show Clint Eastwood and he's like looking at some member of like the general public in his neighborhood, he just gets that amazing scowl on his face and he just, (laughs) that's me every day I walk out my front door. You're just you're like an old man trapped in a young man's body. Kind of, yeah, but it's like it's like even I guess my point with that is it's like amplified even more on social media sometimes and it's like Oh yeah. Oh my god. I, I we have just a business page now. I had another Facebook page that was just like our company name as if it were like a personal profile to try to connect with people easier, you know, be able to comment back and forth and so forth. Right. And um, that's the one that got shut down, but it was just like the massive amount of just utter nonsense, like in the community and in the industry, I had to pull away from it. So that's why we came to you. Oh, okay. okay. Saving grace. So <laughs> I've got a, I've got a um, quick question. Well, you know, if you can go into detail, that'd be great. T- talk to me about your flavors. What, what sort of flavors do you sell? And yeah. um, uh, well, basically um, going buddy, back buddy, to the whole, sorry wanting to be a little bit different thing you know it's like when i when i first got into this when the idea of starting this company was just really fresh in my mind everything was the same it's like everybody was just sharing the same recipes like how many times can you redo fucking strawberry milk it's like yeah or strawberry mint strawberry mint or uh ice strawberry ice that's what they called it everything Um, was like the same and then i noticed like some of the there are a couple companies out out there that offer really good blends, really good flavors. There, I guess you could call them like the the high shelf, you know, top shelf flavors. They're ridiculously expensive, like thirty dollars almost for a little thirty milliliter bottle. So, I kind of got like inspired to make some flavors that were going to be better, something more quality that wasn't just like crap, just to be blunt. Yeah. So, you know, we have uh, blackberry lemonade, which is. Uh, I think really, really, really spot on to like a real lemonade because we use citric acid as part of the flavors. 
So it's not going to be as artificially tasting as some of the other flavors out there, like some of the other limited ones. So what, what would you consider your flagship products? Like what would, what would the products that you, you feel that you would sell over others? Or would you say that they're all pretty good products? Well, as far as our flagship product, that'd be our flavor called flagship. Are you shitting me? I'm, I'm dead serious. That's actually our most popular flavor. Um, that is like a recipe that I worked extremely hard on to be like tobacco for people that don't like tobacco or coffee for people that don't like coffee. It's like so well-rounded and well-rounded okay. that like, if you don't like there's tobacco, there's coffee, there's hazelnut, there's some cherry and some vanilla. And it's, it's like a barrel aged boldness. And some people will be like, we don't like tobacco. And then they try it. They're like, I like this tobacco. And it's kind of like the one that's blended so well that nothing is over dominant in any area as to offend somebody with a palate that doesn't prefer that. So yeah, but that flavor is called flagship. So that's our flagship. Okay. Uh, one other question as well. Um, sure. Now we are, we're going into the great Eagle spirit territory right here. Um, so TFM put a banana in your ear. Or both don't, ears. don't tell me what to do, mom. <laughs> All right. But, um, I got, I got a couple other flavors. I got to read off to you since. Um, yeah. Asking. No, no, no. Uh, well, actually, yeah, go, let's go. Let's go to your before we go to the Great Eagle Spirit place. You, let's talk about your other flavors. What, okay. what other flavors do you? Uh, we have a Boston Cream Donut, which is going to be like one of those chocolate iced, you know, custard yeah. donuts, and it's delicious and it's spot on. Um, That's going to be like uh, the the icing, isn't it? Where it's just very light. Very the chocolate unique, icing is like spot yeah. on. Like it's seriously like yeah. if you're using good enough hardware, the flavor is like seriously like you would feel like you just had chocolate icing. Like it's. I love it. That was really hard to do, by the way, too. Um, we have the Blackberry Lemonade, which I already mentioned, Flagship, which I already mentioned. Uh, we have a Peach Cobbler flavor, which is going to be Peach Cobbler with kind of a la mode with the vanilla ice cream at the end. Um, that one is pretty exceptional as well. And that, sorry, I took my finger off to push the talk. That's one of oh, our okay. new flavors, too. And uh, the five flavors that we offer, those are all going to be um, new. We had we did this before, but we ran into so much nonsense with the FDA that we had, sorry, we had to redo everything. And it was really hard for us to be able to come back into business, meeting all the regulations for the FDA. So we used to have like 18 flavors and now we only have five and we might release a couple more, you know, in the future too, if we're able to. Now I, I've okay. had, a, I've had a suggestion for a, a flavor, just I'm throwing it out there. Just consider yeah, it. Yeah, wants to know if it, there's what? a sweet corn flavor. Yeah, a, yeah. buttered sweet corn. <laughs> a buttered sweet corn flavor. Well, we didn't do a buttered sweet corn, but we did do a maple pancakes, and it's pretty outstanding too. Um, I can't really say buttered sweet corn would be on my list of flavors to work on, but oh. I mean, for you, I might consider it. There you go. You seem like a cool guy, so. <laughs> so. Uh, you no, could even no, say no. that it was. You you could even say it was sphincter licking good. There, yeah. or you could, or you can get a <laughs> banana nut pancakes go. to go with the uh, the other pancakes. We got some stuff in the works. There we and go. And we want we priced ourselves to be cheaper than other companies too. Like some of this, some of the prices that people want to charge is just absurd. It's just ridiculous. I've so. had I've had positive feedback. People said that they checked out your website, and they were like, "Wow, for that." For that amount of e liquid to for to be that cheap, that's actually a really good price. Like yeah, we're twenty dollars for a sixty milliliter. Most companies are twenty five or more for a sixty milliliter. Right now, some people were concerned that because it was so cheap compared to the competition, that it's got to be low quality. 
No, so, we actually, in terms of quality, and I'm not just saying this because I'm the owner of the company, I try to be a man of, of integrity as much as I can. We use seriously very, very high quality ingredients and very high quality flavorings. We really pride ourselves on having like, I hate using the term, but like a top shelf quality product without charging that kind of price. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's easy for somebody to sit back and say like, Oh, our stuff is the best. Like our shit is fantastic. I honestly, like I use my own stuff on a daily basis. I, I get high on my own supply, I guess. Um, it's, it's really good quality ingredients. We didn't cut any expenses to maximize our profit, but we wanted to offer that product at a good price you know just to be competitive in the market as a newer company and as a smaller company you have to have a competitive edge and that's our competitive edge and for the people who have tried it and who have like emailed me back and given me feedback you know i really appreciate that i really do okay um speaking of <clears throat> your different flavors do you sometimes mix them some people do and i have just to kind of experiment and yep. I found that Boston cream and maple pancakes put together is amazing. Cool. So if you've got um, Boston syrup on and uh, what was it? Sorry. Uh, maple pancakes and Boston maple, cream. Maple pan. Maple pancakes. There you yeah. go. Like, yeah. Breakfast of champions. I've, I've never had maple pancakes, so uh, I wouldn't. Yeah. People are asking. Wait, you, you, don't have, you don't have maple syrup in Europe? We just call it syrup. We don't call it maple syrup. They don't really make maple syrup in UK. It's just like regular table syrup. We're, oh, man. Maple syrup is more of an American thing because we got all those big hardy maple trees and somebody decided to drill into it and boil oh, it. Maple, like once yeah. you have actual maple syrup and not that fucking condensed corn syrup bullshit, you'll never go back to bullshit For again. Real. Oh, hold, on, hold on, hold on. Someone's got some. Tried to, say. to buy some e liquid for a friend on the site twice now. First time, I couldn't even register an account. Second time, today, can't get past payment as the website seems to not like UK addresses. Uh, okay, uh, uh, so Celestina yeah. is letting. Okay, someone's trying to order from the UK and they're saying they're running into yeah. issues. Are, are, are people. Are I, you not I allowed to accept. Yeah, are, are, are international orders not allowed? Uh, we actually are able to do international orders and I have the website set up where anybody in the country, like in the United States can order anybody in any other country can order. It just, I'm not sure why that is. And I'm actually going to look into that because we even have it listed on our website under the shipping information that once it leaves our hands, you know, we will put on a customs form that it is e-liquids containing nicotine. And what happens with your customs is kind of your responsibility. Like we're not made responsible for knowing your laws. So we just marked it to where we will ship to like literally any country on the planet. Okay. Well, they're saying they, they, their payment wouldn't go through and then their order wouldn't go through because they're trying to ship to a UK address. Okay. I'm going to check into that. Whoever that was, could you please send an email to the contact at anchorswayvapor.com? And I will look into that. I may have to ask the card processing company if they have an issue with international cards. They shouldn't but it's a credit card company, so you never know. Yeah, I mean, do you, use, do you use PayPal? Who do you process your payments through? Well, we did use PayPal, but PayPal is on the anti-vape train now, oh. and they actually shut our PayPal account down for processing payments for vape products through PayPal, so we got screwed there too. Now we have to use basically just your run-of-the-mill card processing company, and 
their 35,000 page manual of regulations. God damn. Yeah, no, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. It's like everywhere I turn, there's somebody out there trying to make it to where I can't have a fucking livelihood anymore. Right. Well, it's like, and people make shit illegal. That makes no sense. Like there's I nothing, agree, man. it's like, Oh, you vape. It has nicotine in it. Who fucking, you know, like niacin, well, it's a fucking is- vitamin that you can buy in the store that's good for you. It's made from fucking nicotine, and it's a fucking vitamin. Exactly. The thing thing is, is that they can't in the UK. The reason why they've uh, the reason why they've tried to ban some of these products is because they can't tax them. That's the biggest thing here in the United States too. What happened is tobacco companies and pharmaceutical companies have lost so much money to this booming emerging market that they are shitting their pants and then they send their little lobbyist cronies out to do as much damage as they possibly can and it's utterly insane and like i sit back and I, i listen to some of these regulations and some of these things that they want us to do and it's like are you people out of your fucking minds like do you have a lick of sense i oh dude i don't even want to get into it yeah well no it happens all the time and this is the problem with corporatism when you don't have a free market you you have because regulation favors big companies because small companies can't compete. There's so much regulation. You're dealing with this right now. But the big companies, they use the regulation to keep out competition. So big companies love more regulation. That means less competition for them. So th- this is why going back – that's like going back. We were talking about net neutrality a while ago. People talking about, oh, the FCC needs more power. We need to pass more laws, more regulation. Well, fucking apple pie – he he's a crony of the telecom companies and he's the head of the FCC. So it's, f- it's, it's all it's dumb. Like, it's, Just, it is. And like, here's the deal. Like people are so misinformed and they're so stupid. They don't bother to educate themselves. Somebody even in the chat just said exactly what I was going to say. Nicotine is as addictive as caffeine and actually caffeine is worse for you than nicotine and nicotine in its absolute pure form, which nobody can really get in that pure form. You know, yeah, that's a poison. But nobody can get their hands on it in that absolute pure, unconcentrated like form. So it's like you're you're barking up the wrong tree when it comes to trying to say, hey, this is harmful. Hey, this is marketed towards kids. There are some companies out there that, I mean, it's blatant copyright infringement and their shit is marketed towards younger people. And that you can see. And that I don't support. That's ridiculous and shame on them. But I'm also in the same boat with you as fucking legalize everything. It's our bodies. Right. Let us decide what to do to them. Exactly. And it's, it all comes down to taxes and it all comes down to the greedy government dipping their hands where they don't belong. And if something, you know, I mean, tobacco companies and the government, they have a relationship that goes back a long way. And right. Yeah, I, it's, I, it's I understand all about money. why they do what they do. I get why they do what they do. I don't agree with it, but I understand. Well, it's, it's money. That's all it is. And the, the, the thing is they can so easily trick the average person into basically siding with these giant companies trying to line their own pockets by claiming it's in the name of consumer protection. Because yeah, the thing yeah. about competition, competition is an unknown, and people fear the unknown. So people just want the government to solve all their problems, and all the government does is it just makes the problem worse or creates new problems that are worse than the problem they're trying to solve. And then people think, oh, we need more government to solve this new problem. It's like... No, the, these problems are caused by government. If the if the government wasn't here regulating everything, these companies would just be these companies would have to compete with you know like vaping companies. They wouldn't be able to cry to the government. It, it's just the same thing feminists do. They're like they're trying they're trying to shut down. They're legit 
trying to shut down sex dolls. Uh, they, they're passing a law. They passed it in the UK. They're passing it in the US, trying to ban, quote unquote, childlike sex dolls. Now, some of these dolls, some, some dolls do look young, but here's the thing. It's like these drawings. Like, there are, there are porn stars, legit porn stars who have some kind of like Gary Coleman disease where they look like kids. There's like this male yeah, porn star yeah. that's in his 20s. He looks like he's 12, but he's like a famous porn star because he looks like a little kid and he fucks women in these porns. Now, that's perfectly legal to have a, a young looking male porn star who's an adult, even but if it's a, a woman. But a fucking inanimate object. But if it's an, if it's an inanimate object, it's, it's, it's porn. Now, here's what's really fucked up there are a lot of states that have you know, con- consent laws or even marriage laws under 18. So, like, there are some states where you could marry a girl who's 16. So you could marry her, but if you if she sends you a nude picture of your, if your wife sends you a nude picture of herself, yeah, you'll be arrested sex- for kitty porn and registers yeah. a sex offender for your wife sending you a topless pic of herself because she's under eighteen. It's fucking retarded. This is what happens when you let bureaucrats run shit. It's like when right. they had the big problems in the IRS, and they're like, "Well, we're going to let the IRS investigate the IRS." Are you fucking kidding me? Like, that is not going to work at all. That would be like me robbing a bank and be like, don't worry, cops. I'm going to investigate this. No, nope, I didn't do it. I'm good. Tur- After a thorough investigation, I've determined I am innocent. Yep, my hands are clean of this, officers. Good job, guys. <laughs> we did it. We, we, saved, we <laughs> saved the day. We are fucking heroes. It's, and then everybody yeah. leaves happy and nobody's none the wiser, just like everybody else in the government. It's like... Right. Oh my but, God! It makes I'm getting high blood pressure right now. But the thing is, is it's so easy for people to come down on things like vaping companies or sex dolls because they're small, and they don't exactly. they, they don't do it. Like like oh, don't take my booze away. Uh, you know, there were like the 1920s, like the prohibition, because everybody drank. But oh right. yeah, go, get rid of those vaping e-cigarette. Oh fuck those people. Oh sex dolls, those are creepy. Get rid of those. It's like anything that's alternative and offers like a, if anything offers a substitution that has some sort of harm reduction, it makes people shit their pants. And it's like this mass attack on things that people just don't get or they're scared. Here's what's fucking stupid. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know how much crime is associated with cigarettes, but I do know that e liquids, because you're not inhaling smoke, you're not burning something and inhaling it in your lungs. It's, I mean, like, you can't legally say it's a safe alternative because, you know, there are – but it's safer. You're not inhaling – inhaling a burning substance is going to do more damage to your lungs than water vapor. I mean, that's just common sense. Well, I mean, now, like, legally I can't sit here and be like, it's a safer alternative, guys. Right. It's clear. There's no carcinogens. It's not going to give you all the addictive chemicals besides nicotine's addictive, but it's not going to give you all the other thousands of chemicals that are addictive and harmful. Legally, I can't say any of right. that. Yeah, that would be unethical. It would now, be but, very unethical for me to tell people that it's a cleaner <laughs> and safer way to go about well, you know, but, but I'll give delivering you a, their nicotine. I'll give you a stark but similar example. So they've done studies where they're trying to track violent crime, trying to compare it to the rise of violent video games. Violent yeah. video games lowered crime. Cause people yeah, because had, you pe- just people had an, it on TV. Yeah, people had an outlet where they could go home and they could, you know, stomp some noobs in, in league or something like that, and they wouldn't have to go, you know, shoot a motherfucker or kill a prostitute or something. Right. But, I actually remember reading that study where, you know, I mean, you got like basically all those fucking PTA moms who have nothing better to do but drive right. around their Ford Flexes and bitch at everybody. But like, those but, are the kind of people who are like. And they've also shown now. They've also shown this is this isn't even speculation. So we know that violent video games lower crime. They've also shown like in, there are these doll brothels that actually 
are more popular than human prostitutes, which lowers the demand for sex-trafficked workers and, you know, like all these women who are exploited by the sex trade. There's less demand for them when there's sex dolls and robots because, in fact, in Spain, they actually shut down a doll brothel because the human prostitutes didn't like the competition. Does this sound familiar? Now, here's what's funny. Right. So if we just extrapolating the principles we just established under these young looking sex dolls would would save children from being molested by pedophiles unequivocally it's a doll right but if if these dolls lower the demand for prostitutes in the same way that violent video games lower crime you're you're basically dooming children to being molested and raped by pedophiles because yeah. they don't have a, an outlet. Now, I'm not going to buy one, but holy shit, why are you banning them? You're you're I'm putting actual real. children at risk because you think it's icky. People don't understand how big and how deep and how brutal the human trafficking industry is. And if you look at countries that have just outright completely legalized prostitution, like the Netherlands, I mean they have lax drug laws they have no laws on like prostitution it's regulated i mean those girls get health benefits they're tested they're taken care of and right. their society seems to function just well if you and if you like, look at japan now japan they they're weird and unique in a lot of ways but they have yeah. a very other other than the fact they digitize the genitals which i still don't understand because other than that there's they're extremely permissible when it comes to sex. They have a, a very healthy sex culture, but they digitize the genitals for some reason. They but, actually have like one of the biggest uh, – I'm losing the words that I wanted to say here. As far as like certain fetishes go, Japan oh, yeah, actually yeah. has the largest list of extremes for that sort of there, thing. I but found once again, it's like you can, <laughs> you can have a point about people shitting each other's mouths, but you have – Right. Oh, right. Yeah. They, they, and they have all this, all anything you can imagine, like the sickest shit you've seen on DeviantArt. There's a thing for that in Japan. But here's the thing: if you look at the rape statistics, it's like non-existent for Japan. And rape porn is People, one of the biggest search yeah, categories. There's yeah, there's rape porn, there's rape fantasies, there's rape, but no, there's no actual rapes. Right. That, that, that right. should tell you something extremely important. That when you give people a ethical, victimless alternative, actual people aren't harmed. Well, it's like, you know, if you spread it out just beyond, like, the topic of even, like, pornography or child trafficking or anything like that, for the rest of the world, like, we sit back and we think with logic and we can see, like, the answer is directly in front of us. But the rest of the world, it's like, it's like looking at the sky and being like, that's green and honestly believing it. Well, it's, it's, they're emotional thinkers. They think, I... It's icky. It's kind of like the whole like gay rights thing. I don't like gay people. That makes my stomach hurt. So I want to ban gay people. Like it doesn't work that way. You can't just right. ban things you don't like because you don't like them. Like they're, they're, well, this actually well, affects people's lives. Right. Well, they, they, like, I'm a libertarian uh, like you. I honestly uh, think everybody should be able to do what they want, how they want, and the government should have a minuscule role in people's lives because when when the when the United States was like that. Okay, I mean, yeah, certain things weren't better. Life was a hell of a lot harder back then. But if we could, if we could like adapt that way of thinking to today's modern society with our creature comforts, shit would be really nice. It'd be great, and like small right. businesses could thrive, and people could go about their merry way, and my health insurance wouldn't cost more than my fucking mortgage every month. You know what I mean? Oh God, yeah. Yeah, so someone's gonna pay for all this free health care. Yeah, it's out of control. It is. It's absurd. 
Oh, yeah, I you did? did cut out a little bit there. Oh, oh that must cut be a Discord issue. Um, it, it wasn't important, honestly. It was just a, a one-liner. No worries. But yeah, I mean, um, I know I only had a few minutes on here, but I definitely wanted to thank everybody, you know, especially you having me on. I really appreciate you letting me ramble and talk about my company. Um, guys, I really appreciate your orders. I really appreciate your business. We're a small company. We're doing our best to make it, and I would love to continue supporting TFM. So just know whenever you guys do purchase from me, part of that is going towards supporting something that we obviously all seem to like. And I do appreciate your business. And uh, remember, I'm not legally allowed to say that you guys are doing something that's a little more <laughs> – a little more harmless than you know shooting heroin here, but there you go. Yeah, let's just we'll leave it at that. Now there, I, I'm sure there's there are probably some MGTOW content creators that actually do vape. So if you're a MGTOW content creator who actually does vape, go ahead and you know contact Anchors away because you know one hand washes the other. I know Dollhouse because they started with me, but they've reached out to other uh, MGTOW content creators as well. So demonetization is affecting a lot of channels. So, you know, I don't mind being the guinea pig, but, you know, other content creators, I'm not going to feel jealous if, you know, if Anchors Away does business with other channels. You know, honestly, too, like, I, um, I'm i totally open for that. I would obviously give more attention and more of my praise to you guys here. But if any of you guys who are ordering, if you like our product, which it sounds like you really are, and I really do appreciate that. It means the world to me. If you have local shops in your area that you would rather just to avoid shipping or something, if you want to see our stuff in a store near you, we do wholesale and we have excellent packages for that. So please, if you know anybody who wants to carry us or just get it closer to you, have people reach out to me, man. Like the number on our website goes directly to me. Those emails go directly to me. And I mean, as the owner of the company, I mean, I can, I can make things happen. So you know, once again, thank you everybody, and I really appreciate you guys letting me be on. It was great being here. Awesome, man. I, I uh, appreciate I've got a few questions. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, my, my own personal question: Do you sell the Great Eagle Spirit oil? No, uh, we only okay. have we only have just our stuff right now. Um, we tried okay. going the route of selling other companies' things. And it didn't work out so well, and I just kind of decided to branch off and go my own way on that, and just do just ours. How very okay, so is that of something you. that you would? Is that something that you would consider selling in the future, or you know, I'm do, I'm just do it for the guess. I'm honestly so not even familiar with it, and I'm sorry if that makes me look like a fool. Um, if that's something I'm supposed to know about, but I'm not very familiar with it. Okay, cool. Um, but I'm when open I say to the great eagles, when I say the great eagle spirit oil, I mean CPD oil. Have you heard of it? Oh, CBD oil? Yeah, dude. Um, yeah. CBD oil is outstanding. We actually, I was, I, I'm sorry, I, I just sound like a dipshit. I didn't know that's what you guys were referring to. <laughs> but <good>. um, yeah. <laughs> honestly, we wanted it's to like do an a inside CBD. joke. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that went right over my fucking head. Sorry. Um, so I wanted for, for to those do. Who don't know, one second. For those who don't know, what I said was CPD oil, which is uh, a cannabis extract. Yeah, it's the yeah, non-psychoactive compound yeah. of the cannabinol. Like our bodies basically have receptors for that shit, and they try to say yep. that it doesn't do any good, but it really does for a lot of things. Um, we actually, I had inquired, and I was thinking about taking like some of our flavors and offering a CBD line of that. But if you want to talk about overregulation and what I do now, oh my god, yep. it was like. It was that on fucking steroids to even just mention having a CBD line. I would love to, and then I can't say we won't 
roll that out in the future if things kind of start to calm down because I want to because that CBD not only does it help people in a lot of different ways being the non-psychoactive compound you can go through your day perfectly normal and you don't have to worry about being couch locked or whatever you know what I mean right you're not well, communicating really, with the spirits. I, I know people that I know I know people well TFM, I don't think it's as bad as that but um, I think you know, a lot of people go through their day-to-day... -day well, no, no, I've, you know, I've like known CBD people... Oil. No, I've known people who have... who In the military who have PTSD, and they're prescribed, basically, weed. Like, but they get the pill. Um, because yeah. you, if you if you smoke weed, you're, you're going to be high. And you can't function, you can't go to work, you can't do... You're just going to be eating yep. chicken nuggets all day. So, what they do is they, they get the pill form, and so it, it treats the symptoms, but they're, you, you wouldn't even know that they were taking marijuana... Because it's all, it, it's not the kind, they take the ingredient, the THC or whatever, the stuff that actually makes you high. And Interesting they, fact about yeah. and CBD, um, for people who are like extremely, extremely high and they start to get like just that overbearing THC rush, you know, um, CBD actually counteracts the effects of THC to a certain extent. I actually just learned that recently, not from experience, but I was reading up on that and um, it goes back to something like uh CBD counteracts, but at the same time works with CBD. So for like those medicinal strains for people with like PTSD or a lot of pain issues, the two of those coupled together actually had the most benefit. They've been genetically altering strains to be equal levels of THC and CBD. And that seems to be what gives people like the biggest benefit. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. So what's your opinion on the CBD um, helping people with... Uh you know, muscle issues like uh, arthritis and, uh, you know, other ailments. I mean, are, are, you, are, you, are you a proponent of that or do you just smoke it because... Honestly, like, I don't smoke marijuana. Um, I used to when I was younger and I have no qualms against it, but... Um, no, but I'm talking about CP, C, uh, CBD. Well, I was getting to that. Like, I, I oh, okay. currently, I do use CBD tinctures and uh, my dad had a really bad back injury and he has really bad nerve damage from that back injury. And I gave him some CBD and I mean, it's helped him a lot and it, you know, it helped me with some stuff that I had going on too. And, you know, like at first I wasn't really too one way or the other on it. I think everything should be legal, but that doesn't mean I support and do everything. You know what I mean? But I tried it and it actually worked. So I'm definitely not against it. And I definitely think that there's a lot to it. And I think there's a lot more that's going to be discovered about it, you know? Yeah. Okay. Well, they, I I I saw a documentary of this this uh, marijuana dispensary that they deliberately bred a strain um, to enhance the non psychoactive properties, and it basically it was a strain of marijuana that wouldn't get you high, but it had an extremely high amount of the other properties, and basically these kids who are going through like cancer, that's what they get. Yeah. They, that strain they, was called uh, Charlotte's Web. It was made yeah, for a little Charlotte's girl named Web. Charlotte who had yeah, there you go. Uh, grand mal seizures. And right. because it's already been shown, like, I mean, there's like material proof that the THC, the CBD, it, the CBD more so than the THC has actually stopped people from having grand mal seizures. So they bred this for this little girl so she wouldn't have to go. Because obviously you don't want to get some like eight-year-old girl stoned as fuck and be like, see, right. it works. He's like, so, I mean, they made it like not psychoactive, but it, it helped her a lot. And, you know, like, right. they named that strain for that little girl, Charlotte's Web. Yeah, and, you know, and here's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't do drugs recreationally, but there's a lot of medicines that are narcotics, but we, we they're, they're like normal. Like, you wouldn't be like, there's a lot of painkillers and stuff like that that 
will get you high. But, Hard opiates. But what they can do with because I'm not against drugs per se, but yeah, you can separate the part that gets you high from the part that gives you the the medical benefit. So it's like imagine you know these these really intense narcotic painkillers. If you can get all the painkiller benefit without the the getting high and the addiction, just your pain is is taken care of. That's kind of what can happen. And but the problem is the fucking the decades of the hippies. It's just put a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. I think people are starting to get over that now that it's starting to become more legalized. But it's just going to take time. We got to let all these you know these old people die. That's really the only the only thing that will change society is when these generations that were raised to basically just be these moral busybodies and think that they, they're going to outlaw everything they don't like. Once, they just, once they're pushing up dirt, then we can finally move forward as a society, hopefully. Fingers yeah, crossed. hopefully. I'm looking forward to that. And, like, every time, like, I don't know. I know it sounds really bad, but there's, like, a lot of old fucks around me who have just been nothing but shitty to me my whole life, and they're, like, those people that you said. So whenever I hear about one of them die, part of me is like, yeah. All right, we're moving. We're progressing. Fuck you, old here. man. Fuck you, asshole. Like, we're moving forward. Yeah. I I don't know about taking joy in people's deaths, but I just honestly they've done studies about this. What really I take changed, joy in people's death. Well, DDJ is an asshole. But you know, big societal shifts basically happen as older generations die out. So every like couple decades as one generation basically passes away then you'll actually see societal society move. But as long as people are alive and voting, they basically hold the line until the, there's just too few of them. And then societal change actually happens. Because once people are old, like, their beliefs are just ingrained. They just... See, check this out. Like, okay, I've lived on basically, like, the same street, like, my entire life. All right? Like, the house that I bought was my grandma's house. So everybody on this block I've known, seriously, my entire life. Most of them were old, rotten people to me. There were some great people on my street. But as some of those more really wretched, rotten ones who treated me like shit when I was a kid have died, and other younger people who are like my age have bought the houses, I've watched my street progress. And I've watched my street get better. So that's, that experiment, I can say, is like completely yeah. legit because I just watched it happen. That's why you just want to run a hose of carbon monoxide into their ventilation. And just <laughs> let, let nature take its course. That's evil. <laughs> saying. So, hey, you know what? They're, they're the ones destroying our healthcare system. With their long lifespans, <laughs> I'm just trying to I'm trying to save Social Security and Medicare. Someone well, has kills to. Me too. Like it's like okay, you got these people who have basically destroyed the economy, whether they want to admit it or not, right. and they're like fucking lazy kids get a job. Well, you know we would have if you wouldn't have fucking ruined if you the hadn't prospect have, of us if you hadn't have spent all the money, like you spent <laughs> everyone's money forever on yourself. So yeah, yeah, right. Um, I've got a few questions that I need to get out the way from the viewership. Um, okay. Do you mind ask, uh, answering them, Anchor? Oh, and no, no, not at all. Go right ahead, man. If you want to chime in, but I think one of them's for you. Anyway, um, question from Rick Sita. Um, is vaping dangerous? I can't legally say that. Um, I can't legally say one way or another. I mean, it would be illegal for me to say that it's definitely a safer alternative, so I can't say that. Well, I'll say it if you won't. Okay, so if you use a humidifier in your house, that you know how that puts moisture in the air, it's it's as dangerous as that. Now, obviously, the additives, the nicotine, all that shit, that's not like it's not candy. You know, nicotine is something that you know you get a buzz, but it's it's basically like caffeine. So imagine a caffeinated humidifier that put caffeinated water in the air. That's essentially what it is. 
and it it is it, it's clearly better than burning something and inhaling the smoke yeah there's no carcinogens you're not combusting anything it's yeah essentially you're taking you know we list the ingredients for our product on the website and that's propylene glycol which is a flavor carrier and then you have your um vegetable glycerin which is you know natural and then you have you know your nicotine which is either synthetically or naturally sourced and that's all that's in it whereas the federal government basically made a law where we have to put the ingredients for our product on the bottles and on the website and i think that's so fucking hypocritical because if they had to do the same thing i don't think it'd fit on a cigarette box oh yeah those cigarettes have like hundreds of ingredients most of which are absolutely horrible for you and most of which are like lethal poisons in their normal right. form, not but even yeah, a concentrated form. It goes to show you it's it's regulatory capture again. These these corporations get people who are basically answerable to them in charge of these regulatory bodies. And yeah, their job isn't to look out for you, the people or the consumer. Their job is to do the bidding of the corporations that actually pay them. So it sucks. Absolutely. Um, some right. dude over here just asked me if, um, or actually said, share with us how you became MGTOW before MGTOW existed. What did you learn? Before we um, go into that, sorry, sure. dude. Uh, TFM, Goat, what was his name? One second. Just Okay. Someone named Goat City, Goat underscore City, donated 10,000 bits, which apparently equates to a hundred dollars. Oh, I'm not seeing any alerts. Hold on. So, yeah. So you better thank him, bro. Right. Say, uh, say thank the, you. I see the alert. This is a test donation for dollar. So, okay. Let me check. Let me test the bits. I I'm seeing the the alerts. Um, I don't care what you're seeing, okay. dude. No, I can th see th it well, myself. Th th thank tier, you, Goat City, ten thousand. Okay. Say thank you. Thank you, Goat City, two thousand. I'm sorry okay. if you wanted Celestina to say something. I apologize if. The alert didn't work or didn't trip. Yeah. I don't know. We're sorry, Ghost City, but um, TFM appreciates it. Yeah, thank you very much. I'll send you nudes later. Yeah. But anyway, Anchor, go ahead, mate. Yeah, um, somebody also just commented in the, the thing too, Swedish Snooze has almost no cancer rate. And I can comment on that because that was the last tobacco product I used. That's uh, pasteurized, not fermented. The ingredients are listed on the label and Sweden regulates that as a food product. And there's no ingredients that go in that that are allowed to be um, non-food regulated. So yeah, he's absolutely right on that. But somebody asked, sorry, I, I, if you can't tell, dude, I ramble, sorry. Um, a guy asked me how I became MGTOW before MGTOW existed. I wouldn't say before MGTOW existed. I would say before that I knew there was a name for it. I was just kind of always a guy who, like, if somebody told me to turn left, I would turn right just to spite it because I don't like being told what to do, especially if it's something that I feel I'd rather do my own way. And I'm not just, I was always a person who never really went with like the norms of society just because that was the quote right thing to do, or that's what you should quote do to get the right experience out of life. I just kind of always, I've always been blunt. I've always been outspoken. I've always done what I wanted. If I didn't like to do something instead of waking up every morning and begrudgingly going and living a miserable life, I said, fuck you. I'm going to see how I can change it to where I can live life how I want. So if that's an answer to your question, there you go. Yeah, no, I was very similar. I had my own personal philosophy before I discovered MGTOW. MGTOW just kind of gave it a name, and it filled in some of the holes of stuff I hadn't figured out yet. 
Yeah, so exactly. It, it was kind of like I had pieces of the puzzle figured out, and then MGTOW was basically showing me the puzzle complete. And I was like, oh, there you go. Cool. Save me some years. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what's the point of like, just because society says you should wake up every day, go do something you hate, just to appease a wife that probably hates you and may take everything you own in the end and live a miserable life swallowed by debt and just doing everything wrong because that's what you're supposed to do to keep, you know, keep up with the neighbors or impress somebody. I, I, I never saw the point in that. That's never fulfilled me ever. Like, I don't understand how some people are actually happy caught up in that kind of like, you know, like that scene in uh, American Psycho where they're comparing business cards and they look like the biggest assholes in the world. That's how I kind of view like most people these days. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly. I know what you mean. Yeah. Right. Guys, I've got a, I've got another question. If you don't mind. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. Jumping. Um, right. Uh, Question from Dickers Maximus. We've probably covered this already, but uh, for the guests, are regulations for vaping getting more strict or lean? How will the industry look in the future? Honestly, that's such a hard question to answer because in the beginning, there weren't many regulations on vaping because it was vaping isn't really a new thing. You know, I mean, the actual like vaporized nicotine inhalation systems have been around for almost 100 years, if not more. But kind of like as we know it now, a lot of the negative attention had come from these cheap crap products from China with like these exploding batteries because they don't understand words like quality control or electrical <laughs> engineering. I mean, these were devices that were like, and that's racist. People are to blame, you know, and it's like, okay, I get it. China's just manufacturing what they're being told to manufacture and at a huge industrial rate. I get it, but at the same time, it's like, okay, people, you have to kind of go back to the source. Like these people who had batteries blow up in their pocket. Okay. You have a battery in your pocket. It goes up against your keys. One key touches negative. Another key touches positive through a big, huge keychain. You've just created a circuit with a potentially powerful lithium ion battery. Yeah, it's going to blow the fuck up in your pocket because there's. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, there have been, been smartphones that have blown up. You, you didn't see the government swooping like, that's it. Shut all the smartphones down. Shut it down. Fucking LG phone blew up. We got to shut all the smartphones down. That, that would be a complete overreaction. But yeah, then oh, some e-cigarettes blew up. Oh God, e-cigarettes are the are the devil. Shut it, shut it down. But see, like where it went from there though is once you got honestly how it kind of I can't prove this, but this is like a theory that makes way too much sense to be more, you know, to just not be theory. I guess basically, like okay, put it this way: once that once a tobacco company started getting a huge dent taking out of their business and they realize that they kind of step back and they're like oh fuck what's going on here wait people don't want something that for years and years and years they've been learning is fucking killing them giving them slow horrible miserable deaths and that the government taxes more and more and more like in michigan where i live a fucking pack of cigarettes cost you eight bucks almost like fuck that seriously so at the time you know like vape products they weren't really taxed like that like you weren't paying tobacco taxes on it maybe because it's not a tobacco product <clears throat> but whatever so the, these tobacco companies they got their little lobbyists out there and then the tobacco companies are right in hand with the pharmaceutical companies because i have my own theories about cancer as an industry and it's just like it's like this big ring it's like this big ring of like lies, deceit, and money. And then the FDA gets involved, which the FDA, as most of us know, is good for fucking nothing. And they started cracking these regulations down on us. Like, 
unreal. Unreal. There was a time, it, thank God, it got kind of passed up. It was going to cost us like a million dollars to register one flavor. And we had to pay a million dollars per flavor. And if we weren't able to get that flavor approved because it was at their discretion, we wouldn't get our million dollars refunded. And so somebody kind of realized, well, that's a little unreasonable. So then it came down to like $20,000 per flavor. And I mean, I don't know if these are the exact figures or whatever, because news just always gets misconstrued. But the million dollars, I'm pretty sure, was actually a thing. And the $20,000, I know, is a thing. But in between the amounts, I don't remember the exact ridiculousness of it. But, like, we had to kind of shut down for a minute because I'm like, I'm not paying $20,000 per fucking flavor to have them automate. I know what they're going to do. They're going to be like, nope, not approved. Like, why am I going to give these assholes? I don't have that kind of money, first off. Now, what, so, if, like, what if you made flavors that didn't have nicotine? Because we talked earlier. You're making, oh, that's still a tobacco product. They so still regulate that as a fucking so tobacco product. Even though it's basically flavored water. I, I, yes. I don't know about that, dude. You still um, have to pay $20,000 to get it registered with the FDA? Yeah, that's where it stood last time. But Fucking retarded. The next turn of events... Are you be... sure? Are you sure? Because I, I, maybe it's different in the in the US, actually. Because in the UK, uh, getting zero MG um, products is easy. Um, no, in the United States, it's still considered a tobacco product, even if it's zero okay. milligrams. Well, it's the, ridiculous. The tobacco companies yeah, are huge is. in the US. Yeah, tobacco companies are seriously like one of the biggest contributors to like any given political campaign that backs them up. Well, I mean, um, one of the only one of the only corporations that's bigger than Walmart is Marlboro. For real, absolutely. No, I'm not. I'm not fucking Google it. Marlboro no, is absolutely Marlboro is bigger than Walmart. And here's like the the weird thing about it. Like basically, like it came to be where. Um, to be able to manufacture, we had to have like this ISO certified clean room and everything like that. Um, we couldn't, we couldn't meet that. So we basically had to take our recipes to a professional facility to kind of like rent that. Cause I'm not, I didn't have the money to, to buy that, you know, like we're a small company. So like, who, who, creates, who creates these barriers for you? If you don't mind me asking as a UK citizen. The United States government, the yeah, FDA. The, it's the it's the so government. You, you guys are getting fucked by the FDA, the FCC, yeah. like, well, the we, FEE. Like, we were like, just we were just talking everything. about this when we were talking about uh the, the yeah, yeah. Uh, what is it called fucking net neutrality regulatory capture when the government creates a department to regulate an industry the the people running that industry put their cronies in charge of that department that regulates them. And then all they do is they create regulations favorable to the big companies and to destroy competition. It's called regulatory capture. It happens 100% of the time. And, like, we fought so hard to meet all these requirements. Like, thankfully, the registration date for our flavors got pushed out, and hopefully that's going to get tossed over. There were some words in the Trump administration about making the FDA back off on this because it's, it's killing small business. But we fought really hard. So we're professionally produced in an ISO-registered facility. We're FDA-approved. We're completely labeled, mixed, bottled, completely professional. Like, this isn't, like... In case anybody was wondering, this isn't like homemade basement garage juice <laughs> this is, bullshit. This, this isn't like bath, we're, this we're is bathtub produced. fucking bootleg gin or something like that. <laughs> this isn't like fucking moonshine juice, all right? Like this is like for real. We're like professionally, you know, professionally produced, and it was really hard and it was really scary. I left my job to do this company because I wanted to do something that you know I wanted to be in business for myself and. 
it got really scary because right when I quit my job and started doing this, it was still kind of like relatively free market. And then it was like out of the blue, like not even like proper US lawmaking process. It's just like, boom, here's a new law. You got to abide by it. What the fuck? It wasn't here yesterday. Well, when the regular, that's the thing, the regulatory agencies can just create new regulations out of their ass. They don't need to wait for an election year. They don't need to wait for Congress to do anything. They could just pull it out of their ass. And basically they, they just dare you to sue them. And then depending on how that lawsuit goes, they may actually go to Congress then if they lose the lawsuit. That's what happened with the FCC. Yeah. Yep. It was, I mean, it was, it was just unreal to like, especially like when I'm, I'm reading some of the new things that they were like demanding, it was like, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now we only, we can only use one specific type of material for our labels on our bottles. We can't have paper labels anymore. Like, what the fuck? And then, like, I understood, like, okay, child safe caps, that I support because, right. you know, you don't want, like, a, a child or, like, a pet getting into this or something like that. I mean, that's fine. That's reasonable, and I understand that. But it's, like, I couldn't use paper for my labels anymore? Like, what's the problem with fucking paper on a on a label? Well, like, it's, it's designed to put you out of business. Again, the, the point of oh, these yeah, regulations is to – because the big companies can easily meet these regulations because they're so big. But small companies that can't – pay the money to pay, keep up with these regulations go bankrupt and that's the point the, the and the funny thing was like in the beginning of this too you would have some of these some of these now larger like e-liquid companies they're like oh man we support the industry we support advocacy and like you know screw tobacco companies and then a couple of them got bought by tobacco companies so now if you go in like some drugstores you'll see like those little uh, pods and like those pre-filled cartridges and shit with like what used to be smaller company brand names on them and now they're owned by tobacco companies and now they don't have the ingredients listed on the box anymore so you don't know what the tobacco companies are putting in there i kind of think it's like if you, if you can't beat them join them or let's right. absorb some of that profit that we're losing it makes yeah. sense you know well that that's honestly the, the thing is without oh there's okay so i see celestina let me see what you i managed to, to make the purchase work i did send an email explaining where the issue was just so it would be mentioned in faq I don't smoke or vape but have friends who do, so I do think if they like it I may be a steady customer. Okay. Alright, so... Um, yeah, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, okay, Okay. so you saw that. I was going to kind of explain it to you, but there you go. Yeah, I got Twitch going on my second monitor. Oh, there you go. Okay, cool. Excellent. So yeah, there. So whatever the, pro- the problem was, you might want to like put a little note as an FAQ in case someone else runs into a similar issue. Yeah, I'm definitely going to... Uh... I'm going to make a separate section like with our shipping information and I appreciate him bringing that to my attention. Seriously. There you go. One hand washes the other. I like it. This is a great community. You know, I was, uh, I was a little nervous about coming on here today. I was kind of nervous about getting like bombarded, like a four chance shit storm, but I have, why, why, I eat eat my words. (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, why were you, why were you worried? Did I give you that impression in the pre-screen? Come on, dude. No, no, you guys were fantastic. And honestly, like in the pre-screen, that's when I was kind of like, no, man, this was, this is cool. This is cool. All all the people, trust me, I don't mean any offense against you, dude. It's, um, I've done a couple similar things like this before and uh I fucking regretted it dearly. But this, I even regret even having any sort of like ill feelings towards it. Not that I'm not saying like. Well, here, here's the thing. I, I I actually go out of my way to filter the dipshits out of my audience. So like all, all the people who are like uptight, who you know got fucking stick up their ass, they unsubscribed a long time ago. So I like it. You know, like what kills that. me though? We had made a post, just like a quick post, in one of the Reddits. Um, actually, my. Uh, you know my friend did and 
I went back on there and I read some of the comments and it was just like fucking cancer. And it was like, dude, Reddit to me, like I didn't really, I'm not going to tell him like, Hey, don't do that, dude. Cause personally, I think Reddit is like 4chan for people with jobs. And I think both are cancerous as fuck. And oh man, like the community on there, I was like, good God, dude, there was wow. not a single positive comment. I, I just I, I roll with it. I'm like, yeah, it's the internet. Like, because you know you don't you can't separate the people who actually genuinely mean what they say from the trolls who are just piling on. So Absolutely. I just kind of I, I shrug my shoulders. I'm like, eh, it's the internet, and I just don't uh, I, I mean, don't even the, worry about it. I mean, like everybody on here. I mean, you guys have been fantastic. I would love to come back on and like if you ever need an extra guest or a spot filler, dude, feel yeah. free to shoot me. Well, message. you know you what? You're, you're a sponsor. So you're always, you're always welcome. You come whenever, you, that, whenever you want to come on. I don't give a shit. You're a cool guy though. So I, 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 w- it, I wouldn't say that if you weren't cool. I was supposed to be on for like what, 10, 15 minutes. And now we're at like what, an hour and 45. I did say, dude, I did say I gave you, you know, 45 minutes minimum. Um, and if you wanted to stay on, you're quite welcome to. Uh, you guys are awesome, man. I so do really like, appreciate it. Totally yeah, you. You, you, you're really interesting to listen to. So you got a lot of shit to say. It's important. Yeah. Do you guys have? Uh, does anybody have any other questions for me before I bounce out? Let's yes. another guest do their thing. Yes. Um, I've got one final question, and it's from Achilles SEO, and he says, uh, "Are governments entitled to tax revenue from cannabis sales in the states that have legalized, even though?" they've prohibited it for decades will it ever be legalized if there are no taxation stipulations well my views on tax is tax is theft in the majority of cases because it's usually not tax dollars are usually never spent on what they're telling you it's being spent on and the federal government as a whole even though we have states that self-govern and say that cannabis is say legalized even recreationally like um, colorado or washington where it's taxed the federal government will still say that that cannabis is illegal but they're more than willing to take the tax dollars and to me that is just that's even more wrong than taking taxes and just misappropriating funds like they do so often yeah now as far as is the government entitled to taxation I mean, they have guns, and they'll shoot you if they, you don't give them your taxes. So, take that for what it's worth. That's really all. The government really, honestly, isn't entitled to anything, but because they have a monopoly on force, they basically. I mean, the get, fucking they, IRS has like AR-15s and APCs. The yeah. IRS, like an army of dudes with pocket protectors, fucking shooting up your family. Right. Well, no. Like, if if you owe the government money. They will come after you, and they will destroy you. They will padlock your business. They will confiscate your house. They don't give a fuck. And Here's one thing that's always pissed me off, man. Think about it like this, okay? Like, you, we pay property taxes if we own a home, right? So right. I have my I have my house here in Michigan, and my property taxes run me about four thousand dollars a year. Now, my house is definitely worth more than four thousand dollars. Right. If I failed to pay my property taxes for three years, twelve thousand dollars. They can just come and take my house and my property right. for a twelve thousand dollar debt, well, and they I'll, just call that even. I'll tell you a wow. horror story. There was a do you remember there was a show on TV a few years ago. Uh, it might might have been more than a few years ago, where basically they would build houses for these families that were like falling on hard times. I can't remember. It was like Extreme Home Makeover or something along those lines. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so one of these shows was like a guy in a wheelchair, and he had three daughters, and. They built him this beautiful house that was very handy, accessible, like it interfaced with his wheelchair to help him go upstairs and had all these amenities that were um, 
basically accessible for someone who was in a wheelchair. It was his dream house. They were crying. They were hugging. It was a beautiful story. Then the IRS appraiser showed up, appraised the house, said, oh, yeah, this is a great house. This is like a million-dollar house. So this is what you owe us in property taxes. And this guy's in a wheelchair. He had no money. So he had to sell the house that he got for free from this TV show that was made for him. He had to sell it because he couldn't afford the property taxes. And then so the, 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 show, the, show yeah. tried, the show tried to adapt, but okay, so we have to do kind of a, a financial settlement with these families to figure out how big, because this happened to more than one family. These families would be getting these free houses, and they'd have to sell them because they couldn't afford the property taxes. And then so the, the show tried to build them smaller houses, but the whole point of the show was to see these giant, beautiful dream houses. And because they, they took hard luck cases, they couldn't afford these big houses. So all they were doing is they were building houses they'd have to turn out and sell. Hold on, sell. For anchors away, how much juice have you sold with TFM's code? Ah, you want to answer that? I don't know if, if that's a, a, a trade secret you want to take to your grave or if you want to answer that question from Celestina. Um, we started out really slow. I'm not going to lie. Like with the first couple of weeks of sponsorship, we had only made about four or five sales um, that I know of because, you know, when you guys use the TFM code, it shows up and I can see how many sales we made. So I only had about four or five come through with the TFM code. Um, within the past um, the past week, I've seen about another five come through. Um, I'm definitely starting to see it pick up, which is fantastic because I mean, once again, it just kind of stresses how good the community actually is. Everybody's supporting each other. And to me, that's awesome. And like I said earlier, just know when you buy from me, I mean, you're supporting TFM too because it's going to be coming right back. I want to stay on as a sponsor as long as I'm able to, to be perfectly frank. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Yes, some people have told me, because I asked them, you know, um, they were saying they were planning on buying, but they just like, they still had some. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm just, I'm going through my, what I have. And then when, then I'm, when, I, when I'm ready to order more, I'll order from them. So sometimes it might've just been the timing of the sponsorship. A lot of people may have just not been in the market to refill their supply at the time. Oh, sure. No, I mean, absolutely. I mean, for anybody, I'm not going to rush anybody, you know I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I like business coming my way. That's sweet. But I mean, you guys are under no time limit or anything like that. I mean, you do what you want to do. If you would like to buy, feel free. If you don't want to buy, that's your choice too. I mean, no harm, no foul. Everybody's got but their I, own taste. And I do want to say, aren't there. Just, just as a quick aside, vape liquids make excellent stocking stuffers for your friends who vape. So yeah, with, the, with the holidays right around the corner. There you go. Good you know, there you go. They fit right in those little stockings. We don't offer crack flavor to answer your question. Fuck Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Does crack, does crack even have a flavor? I think like burnt plastic. <laughs> yeah. It's not nothing good. I mean, we're thinking about doing like blue crystal meth, but we, there you, you know, our, my attorney said that's probably not a good idea. I don't think people smoke crack or meth for the flavor. I'm just going <laughs> to go out on a limb. I don't think it's the, the flavor they're into. I do yeah. have a Christmas flavor, somebody asked. Um, we're working on an Andy's Met, like a dark chocolate cream to mint type flavor, and that would be more of, like I guess, a Christmas flavor. There you go. The guy says the demo flavor of crack is amazing. That's cool. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Bath salts. Um, I don't think we're going to do bath salts <laughs> or fake weed flavors yet either. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god, cat's gone nuts. 
kind of close-minded of you not to do bath salts. Well, you know, know I mean, we should. It's, it's. Yeah. I, I won't rule it out. Let's put it that way. You got to give the people what they have. <laughs> right. Okay. Anyway, um, Ankar, it's been a pleasure having you on, mate. Um, would you like to stay on, or uh, do, you, do you need to make a move? Uh, I actually got to get going, guys. I have a really early morning ahead of me tomorrow okay, on a fucking is. Sunday. Oh, by the way, before you go, um, the yeah. poll results. Uh, oh, so, yeah. Poll results of do you vape? Um, let me just refresh that, just to make, make sure that... Okay, a so, nut-flavored. Uh, Hold on, somebody asked for a nut-flavored juice. No, like, no, like, not doing that either. What, talking about testicles? or Juice flavor? Like, oh, stop it. Wait, isn't there like a hazelnut? Like, no, but there's... Like, you, oh, you, you, should, you, you should make yeah, a Nutella. Flavors, it should make they said N-U-T-T, so I think like oh. N-U-T-T is like that, you know, man nut. And no, we're not going to do Got it. it. <laughs> not her, well, no, we're not going to do herpes either. No. Uh, vaginal yeast, no, we ruled that one out. It didn't go over well in <laughs> right. test markets. Do you, see, no, that, no you see that beer? The beer made from vaginal bacteria? That's so fucking disgusting. That chick needs to be beaten. <laughs> see, Why would you do that? Like, this is what I love about this viewership. They know exactly when to troll us, and they know exactly when to sit back, enjoy the show, and listen. Look, look at these guys. Green Super male vitality. <laughs> We've got some Alex Jones fans in yeah, here. Some, taco flavor. Right. Some so shark cartilage flavor. Bleach flavor. Actually, you know what? <laughs> We're not going to do bleach, but I think I'm going to do pine salt. That's going to be our holiday one. There you yeah. go. There you Anal go. cancel flavor. I don't know what that tastes like. Not yet. <laughs> Probably for the best. Anyway, guys, okay. the poll. Do right. you vape? Um, 68 votes said uh, no, they don't vape. And uh, 45 votes said yes, they do vape. So it was 60-40. Yeah, that, that's, hey. that sounds pretty right. Cool. Yeah, that's, so... that's, that's all right. Yeah, that's, I think that's, um, that's yeah. very accurate. Hey, yeah, you I know, would... whatever. I mean, it's... This is this is one one cast and you know I mean cool I appreciate you guys doing the uh, doing the poll I really do like kind of gives me a little bit more perspective but my decision still stands I'm gonna continue to support you guys as long as I can so I'm okay. trying to change my fucking mind. Well, yeah, <laughs> if the vape channels are just taking your shit and they're not actually doing what they said because they forgot, then it's like, well, fuck. Yeah, I mean, put it this way, like, do I want some fucking neckbeard who's just going to take my shit and run and lie to my face about doing a review? Or do I want some people who are actually cool to fucking sit and talk with and maybe make a few sales? I mean, it's pretty okay. easy. There you go. Well, and maybe um, maybe when you have the ones that, like, aren't nicotine or, you know, you could, you could have, like, these. I, I know there are people who put, they have oils for humidifiers. Like, there's, yeah. like, this Vicks Vapor Rub one. You can drop some oil in a humidifier. If you got like a runny nose, maybe you can take some like you want your Vicks humidifier to smell like peach cobbler. You can just drop some e-liquid in there. <laughs> Here's like something actually speaking about something like that. Um, I had like a massive amount of uh, vegetable glycerin and like nicotine and flavors that I didn't use anymore. Right. So um, once we were done with those, I took a fog machine which in essence is like one big ass vape mod. And I filled up the tank of the fog machine with like nicotine, the vegetable glycerin, the flavor. <laughs> and I put it in my basement and I turned it on and dude, I got like really sick from the nicotine rush. Cause it was like overkill, but it was funny right. as fuck. And I, I did it during a new year's Eve party. So yeah. if you want to just fill up a fog machine, you could do that too. I wouldn't. Yeah. I would, I'd probably wait until you had the ones that didn't have the nicotine in them. <laughs> right. You know, but I think like having like a, like a humidifier or like a fog machine and having it smell like peach cobbler or Boston cream pie, that'd be awesome. Yeah, for real. And like, you absolutely could do that. Like, 
the base of the product, I mean, the base ingredients, you could absolutely do that. Like when you get those like menthol additives for those vaporizers, it's essentially the same thing minus the nicotine. You're going to have like right. the, the propylene glycol, the vegetable glycerin. That's even what they use like in fog machines, vaporizers, because it's non-toxic and, you know, it's, yeah, it's but the only the same thing. The only flavor you can get is like Vicks Vapor Rub or menthol. Whereas, right, exactly. you know, because I know people, they get the like the scented oils and the those little wax melting things. So yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're going to, this could be like a new thing, like humidifier tablets where you get a thing and it makes your house smell like peach cobbler. This is actually a really good idea. And I, I'm sure there would be so many more FDA regulations behind that. <laughs> so, so many regulations. <laughs> Fucking government. Leave me alone. Seriously. I do not consent. I do not consent. Am I under arrest? Am I free to go? Are you, are you talking to me? Oh, let's not even go there. <laughs> Your dad. But anyway, um, <laughs> Anchor, um, it's been a pleasure having you on, mate. Uh, do you want to have the final word before we... Yeah, uh, do your elevator pitch for your business yeah. before you leave. Once again, I want to thank everybody for letting me be on the show. It has been an absolute pleasure to sit here and speak with all of you and read some of this amazing shit going on over in the side chat. Uh, never in my life did I think I'd be considering a blue waffle flavor, but thank you for that. Um, <laughs> once again, I just want to thank... Do you thank... have the website? Do you have the... Uh, I think I posted it. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold wait, on. one second. Nocta, I think Nocta has the website. He's our resident mod on the channel. Nocta, if you're there, do you want to there's, just spam... It, well, it, if you scroll website? down, if you're on Twitch, scroll down, there's a button. There's a sponsored button that'll take you to the website. Oh, wait a minute. He's done it. Oh, okay. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, failing that, if you're too lazy, I am... Um, there it is. Posting the link again. There you go. But yeah, yeah um, anyways, I definitely wanted to thank everybody for watching the show tonight, and thank you for having me on. It was an absolute pleasure. Um, once again, if you want to check out my company, if you're into vaping or know somebody that is, or if you have a store near you that thinks they... If you think they should have our shit on their shelves, um, you know where to reach me. I'm the owner of the company. Those contacts go directly towards me. Um, high quality, low bullshit. That's there our new model that I think I just coined. There you go. Sweet. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, you don't want you don't want to smoke bullshit. No, you don't. You don't, and you don't want to smoke vaginal yeast. So, one hundred percent vaginal yeast free ingredients. God damn! What is you wrong? Wanna, you don't want to smoke anal herpes. No, 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 no. I don't want that either. <laughs> but seriously, guys, so much for your business. And once again. You know, as long as you guys are supporting me, I can continue to support TFM and I'm going to do it as long as I can. And I really appreciate the business. Honestly, supporting small business in this country, I think it's something that needs to be brought back. That was the American dream. And remember all those, corp uh, can't talk, remember all those corporations that are fucking us now? Those were all yeah. small companies at once and they got out of control. So it's kind of time yeah. for a new reign to come in. So as a small business owner, sincerely, thank you all. Thank you guys for having me on. Love to come back on sometime. And everybody have an awesome, awesome rest of your weekend. All right, man. Take Sweet. care. Thanks for hanging out. Hey, take care, guys. Cheers, dude. In a bit. There we go. You were really quiet, DDJ. Oh, see, did he go to bed? I didn't have a lot to say. No, I didn't have a lot to say. <laughs> well, it, he, it, was, he was interesting to listen to. So, you know, it was, okay. it was really kind of nice. So, plus, I'm also playing Wildlands. Oh, that also playing. Did you find the predator yet? No, we actually we were talking about doing that. I tell you what, Can we, guys, great. guys, let, let's not go into too much detail. 
about that? Okay. Oh. Okay. Leave okay. That subject alone. Okay. All right. Fine. Okay, okay Dad. No shit. Don't want to be that guy that you know poops in the uh, swimming pool, but poops yeah, in the swimming pool. You know you're that. You yeah, are. That. You are that guy. Don't pretend well, like yeah, you're I'm not. That guy. You're the guy who poops in the swimming pool. Like someone <laughs> threw a candy bar at the bottom of the swimming pool. Wasn't me. Right. Yeah. Wasn't me. Anyway, um, let's get set through some of these questions. Right. Uh... Damn, we've got a lot of questions. Question from Dickus Maximus. Question for Cat. Would you get a sex doll that comes with... No. I'm not answering that question. <laughs> well, wait. What comes with what? Now I have to know. Sweet corn. Cat ears? Would you get... Okay, no. Well, question for Cat. Would you get a sex doll that comes with a beer dispenser from the pussy port and a corn slash chocolate dispenser from the anal port? Yes. You could totally do that. Like, you, if you hollowed out a sex doll, you could basically attach it to whatever the hell you wanted. Like, hook up some Hollywood special effects. You could, you, you, oh, you know, be hilarious. You could have her like all spread eagle, and you could put like a drink dispenser in her cooch, and you basically just like press a cup against her her clitoris, and then like, what, it doesn't have to be beer; it could be anything. And basically, that's where you get your beverages from. There you go. Okay, I think we get the point. Yeah, I'm not going to entertain that. I shouldn't never have... Should never have asked. Uh, there you go. Answer the question. <laughs> but anyway, um, question from Ask Two Mouth to Cuck. What are your thoughts on the new tax bill, and how will it affect student loan borrowers and graduate students? Um, I don't know how it's going to affect. The 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 problem is, the as far as I, I'm as far as I know, they're not lowering government spending, so they're just cutting taxes. No, students don't pay taxes. So I don't understand. Like, it's not going to affect student loans. Like, that's not a, that wouldn't be a tax. That would be a spending thing. Uh, and I haven't heard any talk of them cutting spending. So I don't think student loans are going to be affected. I do know that you can no longer write alimony off of your taxes. Um, and alimony is going to become taxable. So that's fun. So all you guys who've been divorce raped, now you get to get raped by Uncle Sam. Well, I think the thing about the fucking alimony that makes it shitty is, is that it's tax-free for the woman, but the guy gets taxed for it. Right. Well, in the in Canada, they're talking about... I know this is completely unrelated. They're talking about making grandparents responsible for child support if their son dies. Right. Fucking... Well, yeah, there's, yeah, there's a endless. court case for that right it's now. Fucking it's fucking endless. So, yeah. Again, welcome to gynocentrism. If you're a guy, just prepare for it. It's going to happen. Um, the the government's out of money. They they can't borrow it. There's they can't raise taxes because they don't want to get fired. So they want to keep cutting taxes, but they're not cutting spending. Yeah, we're going to hit the wall at full speed. I mean, right now the the Republicans have a majority 
in all three branches of government, and they're still not cutting spending. So yeah, as far as I'm yeah, concerned, if, if, all the, if the Republicans run all three branches of government and the government's still not cutting a fucking penny from the budget, we are absolutely 100% fucked. There is no fucking chance that we are going to cut anything, which means we are going to hit the wall at full speed. The crazy train has no brakes, so prepare accordingly because there's no chance of us actually turning the ship around because it's not, it's not going to get better. It's not like the, the Republicans are going to get bigger majorities next election. They're probably going to lose seats because people are pissed off that nothing's happening. So once we get back to a divided Congress, nothing's going to get reformed. This is their like first, last, and only chance to actually cut government spending, and they're not. So it's, it, it's, it's fucked. We tried, but no, it's fucked. Everybody wants their free shit. Okay. Right. <clears throat> Next question. Dude, we've got so many questions. Um, so many questions. <clears throat> Question from Reprisal49. He says, for TFM, 60% of males in Japan are herbivore. Yet, the laws are still as gynocentric and there is no talk of taking women's rights away. Do you realistically expect the MGTOW movement to bring about any societal changes considering our numbers are much smaller? No nope. Good question. Nope. No, that's not what that's not what MGTOW is. MGTOW isn't yeah. societal change. MGTOW is you protecting yourself in a gynocentric society. Now, here's now I talk about, you know, taking women's rights away. That's because frankly, I'm already self-actualized. I'm I'm done. My 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 MGTOW journey is is complete. Um I you know, you play that game Journey on PlayStation where it's like a very short game. It's like you could beat it in like an hour. But the whole game is you basically traveling up this mountain. Unless you're a journalist. Well, unless you're, yeah, then you're stuck on the tutorial for an hour. But the, the, in the game Journey, you're, you're climbing this mountain. And once you reach the top of the mountain, you can basically go back to the beginning of the game. And you can help someone else climb the mountain. And you can actually see, when you see someone in the game, like you, you can't talk to each other. But you can see them. The length of their scarf will tell you how long they've played the game. The, the more experienced they are, the longer their scarf. So basically, I've already reached the mountain. I'm coming back. I'm trying to save people. The whole thing about taking women's rights away and red-pilling men, this is my Hail Mary play to try to save Western civilization. I have absolutely no confidence it will work. But I, I want to, to at least say I made the attempt. Because frankly, I don't mind trying. <laughs> uh, if it doesn't work, it doesn't matter. I mean, nothing's. I'm fine. But I'm, I'm trying to make the attempt. now. That, but MGTOW is not going to save Western civilization. The only thing that will save Western civilization is men need to get red-pilled and they need to take women's rights away, period. Now, is that going to realistically happen? Probably not. Is it worth trying? Sure. That, that's all I'm doing. I'm just I'm making the attempt. It's probably not going to work. <laughs> but it doesn't, if it doesn't work, you know, we were fucked anyway. It's like you might as well try. You have nothing to lose. And if, if, it, if it does work, even if there's only like a 0.1% chance that it works, if it does work, holy shit, we saved Western civilization. <laughs> like, I can't think of anything more significant I could ever accomplish in my life that's going to top that. And if, if it doesn't work, eh, eh, I don't lose anything. I just, you know, yeah, I tried. Oh, well. Time to put on my hockey mask and kill some people. 
Okay. One second. I'm getting a few questions coming in. Um, right, next question from Kite the Dyke. Uh, it says, for TFM, what do you think about using long-term investment apps like Stash and Robinhood, stocks, dividends, etc.? Cheaper oh. than doing it online because there isn't any buying or selling fees. Yeah, those are just robo-advisors. Um, that's fine. Um, as long as you do it consistently using dollar cost averaging, it doesn't really matter how you invest. Obviously, if you're investing in something that's very passive, like ETFs or index funds, you should not be paying an advisor to put you in fucking index funds because that's there's no... There's no active management. So if you're paying commission to some jackass at a bank to get you set up in some index funds and ETFs, they're just scalping you for a commission. You need to tell them to go fuck themselves. If you're going to put yourself in something passive, you shouldn't be paying any commissions or fees. But if you're putting yourself in something that requires active management, you're going to have to pay someone to manage that shit for you. So you need to do your homework and figure out if the, the return is worth the cost. Because let's say you know, let's say you have passive investment A that is going to give you a five percent return with let's say a one percent fee. Well, that's a four percent profit. Now, investment two is going to give you a ten percent return, but it's going to give you it's going to cost an eight percent in fees and commissions. You're actually better off with the safer investment because there's more of a profit margin than going for the risky investment, making a higher gross return, but then having to pay all of that in commissions and fees. So um, I always use the 10-year average return, and I use the beta. I want the beta to be lower than the average, and I want the 10-year return to be higher than the average. And you can absolutely find, you know, especially ETFs and, well, index funds I'm not a huge fan of, unless they're sector-specific. You can create a portfolio using ETFs and, um, and index funds for passive assets, your large cap, stuff like that, stuff that's really boring. You want to use passive investments. When you're talking about stuff that requires active management, like small cap emerging markets, uh, especially fucking junk bonds or uh, what are they called? High yield bonds. You definitely need someone who knows what the fuck they're doing. Otherwise, you're going to buy dog shit and you're not even going to realize it. So high yield bonds, small cap, emerging market, use an advisor. You need active management. The returns are good if, if you get a good advisor. Just watch out because there's a lot of people out there who's just going to scalp you for a commission. Uh, so if you if you but when it comes to these like apps, a lot of times it's all passive. So you're you're not going to do anything crazy. You're basically going to be putting your stuff in ETFs and index funds, which is fine. But just you know, be aware of what you're doing. Be aware of the limitations of the platform. Okay, um, we'll do a couple more questions, then we'll bring on the next guest. Well, not a couple, of few. Um, question from Rex Eat. Well, actually, uh, DDG had to pop off for a quick minute. Um, so I'm going to move on from that question. I'll get back to it before we move on to the, the uh, next segment. Uh, question from uh, Patriot Mouse. He says, will CPR still be legal or will it be called poop squeezing assault? I, I think that's just a lot of question. Wait, what? You have to repeat the question. 
will CPR still be oh, legal CPR, or will it be okay. called yeah, boob yeah. squeezing? So when you're pushing down on right. a woman's chest when she's choking on no, don't, a dildo, don't, maybe. Don't, no, don't touch her. You know, If a woman's choking, let her die. Because if you touch her, you didn't get consent. And that's sexual assault because her, yep. the, her sternum is between her tits. And when you're trying to find a, a place to place your hand for her sternum, you're going to be your your fingers are going to be brushing the sides of her tits in a best case scenario. And if she wants to, she can get you in trouble for sexual assault. So fuck it, let a woman. So when you when you when you when, you wait, when she wakes up, she's going to cry rape. <laughs> right. So let a woman save her, or just let her die. You know what they did? <laughs> this is you can thank feminism. Where's a strong, independent woman that don't need no man when you need him? Yeah, this is referring um, to his natural consequences. Right, guys, next question. It's from Rexy to 2015. He says, uh, DDJ, are you familiar with seek work orders for child support where the court orders you to try to find work and will punish you if you are not trying to? If you are familiar, then how is that not considered slavery? It is arresting a man for choosing not to work. Okay, so that's actually a little bit more of a complex question than it is on the surface. So when a man and a woman get divorced, right, um, or they have a child, part of the child support is, is that both parties have to support the child. So if the mom chooses not to work, she's considered voluntarily underemployed. And basically, for all intents and purposes, she is um, they impute income to her. So like, let's just say, for example, in Washington, and I'm going to give some ballpark numbers here in Washington state, um, you know, they'll, they'll import They'll impute a woman who's got, let's say she's 30 years old. They'll impute her at about three thousand dollars a month of, of income, and then they'll credit her child support, or they'll say her child support's based on that. Same with the man. Now, if the, if a man or a woman has voluntarily chosen not to work, they can get in trouble for that because they're basically being lazy. Um, I've seen the seek work orders because what they're trying to do is they're trying to criminalize it. And again, this is a criminalization agenda, um, and it is they do do it all the time. Now, I do believe that parents should support their kids but i think that um i think it's one of those scenarios where um they just kind of you know i mean you just kind of suck it up and do it the problem though is if you've already if you can demonstrate that you're looking for work there's really not a lot that they can do the other thing is is that in a lot of these orders because you're saying well if they if they don't follow through with the order that ends up being a problem well the challenge that you have is, is that they have to prove that you didn't follow it so if they can prove that you didn't follow, you know, the, the, and the burden of proof is on them. So let's say you're in an, in an area like my son-in-law, for example, he was living in Oregon for a while and um, the job market was dog shit. Like it was absolute dog shit in the, in the, the area that he was living in. They just, there weren't any jobs. So if you can go to the court and say, look, there are no jobs to find. I've put in applications at all these places. They are not hiring with somebody with my particular skill set. There's really nothing that you can do. So if you can't comply with the court order, there, most states and most jurisdictions have laws that basically say if, if, if it's impossible for you to comply with the order, there's not a lot you can do. Yeah, unless they're okay. big, you know, the judge is an asshole and he can just throw you in jail for contempt. Because he doesn't like your face. Yeah, I mean, and that's and that's the other thing too. They're looking for excuses to put men in jail. But I will say this: if you do get dragged into court for child support, you're entitled to an attorney. You have a constitutional right 
to an attorney because they are will they want you to put you in jail. So if you are in a jurisdiction where they drag you to court for a contempt of court, any kind of contempt, and and let's say the ex is asked for jail time or the judge is about to, uh, he's about to say or or on his own the because ju- the judge what's called a sua sponte, what that means is it on the judge's own motion the judge can ask for um, jail time. As a, anytime you get into contempt, contempt is a very dangerous ground. But anytime you get in contempt where jail could be an issue, you want to make sure the court appoints you an attorney. And if they haven't done that, that's definitely a civil rights violation. Okay. <clears throat> um, next question. It's from Old Dirty Bastard. Uh, he says, should we be optimistic about the dem whore aspiring congress bitch who had to drop out admits sexual harassment accusations who yeah I, no there was a, there was a female there was a, there was a female is. democratic candidate who basically there were some sexual allegations against her and she's a woman and she wow. basically dropped out of the against race against other women or against men i, I, I mean, don't know it was against a man but here's the thing she wasn't a sitting politician she was just running so now this is 2018 is an election year. It's going to be a fucking shit show. Every election, yep. there's going to be women coming out of the woodwork accusing every man running for anything, from senator to congressman to dog catcher, of sexual impropriety. It's going to. My only hope is that people get so sick of it that it becomes like these hate crimes. We're like, oh, someone tied a noose in my tree in front of my house. Like, yeah, you did it to yourself, didn't you? And then they find out, like, in a week, yeah, he did it to himself. That's what I hope. I hope men get so fucking sick of these false rape accusations that they actually start questioning them. And then it does permanent damage to this listen and believe bullshit. I just I just hope they, they play their hand, they jump that shark all the way, and that men are finally just get numb to it. And then when a woman's like, oh, he he grabbed my ass 20 years ago, people just say, shut the fuck up. And that's the end of it. No media witch hunt. No fucking, oh, let me call your employer. Just Everyone just said, shut the fuck up. And then that's the end. And we all move on with our day. Where's the police report? You're full of shit. Done. I will, I will cry like a tear. A, a happy tear will run down my cheek when I see that happening. Like when that becomes a natural response, where's the police report? You're full of shit. I will, I will cry a happy tear on that day. Okay. Sorry, I'm just dealing with some issues um, in the chat. Potato lives matter. Yep. Indeed. Right. Question. Wait. We'll <clears throat> do a couple more questions actually, because um, I'm actually liking this question segment. It's got some really nice questions. Anyway, um, oh my god! You know, there's been a lot of potato questions. What is in, in that vape liquid you're like, using? It's just flavor, dude. Okay, but I do have a beer as well, so okay, maybe I'm just Literally. in good spirits. You're, yeah, yeah, something's going Literally. on. Literally, yeah. yeah. There's your beer bottle. Cap. Anyway, <clears throat> um, question from just uh, disjunctive twelve. He says, uh, "TFM, what?" Uh, TFM, what missing pieces did MGTOW bring to your philosophy that you couldn't quite grasp before? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. So prior to MGTOW, I thought something was wrong with me because that's the that's the message you're given by society. So every time I would I went into wall hunting for years, I looked 
all the places they tell you where the good girls are. I tried religious girls. I tried, I tried girls who were cheated on themselves, thinking because they were cheated on, they were hurt, they would be more um, sensitive to you know the feelings of others. And every time shit happened, and those relationships ended, I'd always think, God, yeah, you know, I can't find where the good girls are. I keep finding these whores. And the, what's what's really fucked up is I thought. I thought I had an Oedipus complex for a while because my mom is a whore. And I thought, like, I was somehow subconsciously, despite all my best efforts, subconsciously finding these women that were whores like my mom. I thought I had this, like, it was almost like a conspiracy theory. I thought I was subconsciously sabotaging all my attempts to find a decent woman through some crazy uncon subconscious Oedipus complex. And then when I discovered MGTOW... And it's like, no, that's just female nature, bro. I'm like, oh, they're all like that? Yeah, they're all like that. Oh. Well, that, that everything makes sense now. I, I was basically overcomplicating things because I was blaming myself. And I was looking to myself to find, like, I thought if I changed myself, I'd be able to find where these women are. And no, it's just female nature. So that was it basically it was a huge burden off my shoulders when I stopped blaming myself for uh, b my inability to find it in the Walt. Like, oh, yeah, they just they don't fucking exist. And then when I actually started studying biology, because a lot of things I knew. But then when I MGTOW just kind of cl it clicked the pieces together, I had the pieces in front of me and MGTOW just kind of gave it a name and it just like made everything click. I was like, oh, okay, that makes perfect sense. Oh, oh, yeah, there we go. And it's it just that easy. Okay. Um. Next question from Thompson. Uh, he says, TFM, did you have your philosophy of equitable relationships in high school? Also... Your experience back in secondary, cat. I, I don't. In um, secondary, well, I think he means secondary school for me. He probably means like college or something, or maybe high school. Um, I I don't want to give too much away, but I didn't have I didn't have any issues in, uh, yeah, in college. Yeah, I mean, yeah, high school. I was I just kind of I wasn't looking for anything serious. I actually had a love triangle between two cheerleaders in high school. That was that was interesting, um, but. Yeah, no, I, I was, I when I, basically my early 20s, because I actually was religious at the time, I I was actually looking for the one. I was Nawalt hunting. Just, it did not work out. For me, I, I wouldn't say that uh, I went Nawalt hunting. It, you know, I always had this idea that, you know, I'm not going to be held down by someone else's interpretation of what I should you know, aspire to, like, uh, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put a ring on it. I'm not gonna, you know, hold your hand in the street and, you know, you know, hold the door open for you, if you know what I mean. And, you know, when people, when women try to do that and say, Hey, you know, you should be this way or you should be that way. I used to just think well, like, okay, if I'm that way, what, what, what do I get out of it? Right. Like, what are you doing in return? 
So well, no, uh, no, you you gotta you gotta take on all the responsibility. You gotta take on everything, and I'm just gonna sit here and look gorgeous. It's like, uh, no, right? Yeah, don't that, work like that. That that was one thing that when I was in my religious phase actually did help me out was because I was I wasn't sexually active. So when I would date a girl, it wasn't like I was. Um, I was, you know, she couldn't use sex to control me because we didn't really have a, a, a sexual relationship other than like, you know, like heavy petting, I guess. But it wasn't like the like we weren't fucking or anything. So because they, they couldn't use sex as a, a leveraging tool, I actually wanted them to like be pleasant to hang out with. Like if I'm going to be spending a bunch of time with you and spending money on you, I need to enjoy my time with you. And if we're not fucking... You have to bring something else to the table. And the thing is, most women bring nothing to the table. They're not pleasant people. They're not people you want to spend time with unless your penis is being thrust inside of them. So if you're not thrusting your penis inside of them, they're just, they're not people you even want to hang out with. So why, why would you spend yeah. all this time and money on them when they're not even pleasant people? And the thing is, I always find myself in this trap. You know, I would go to a club or whatever, and I would, you know, if I didn't pick up anything or whatever, I would... I would get on the phone 1 a.m., 2 p.m. and be texting them saying, hey, do you want to come over? And then, you know, they'll be like, oh, why are you treating me this way? You know, why are you, why are you, why are you just treating me booty call. And, then, and, it, and no, but, the, no, but the, there is some self-reflection in that. You know, I, sit, I sat back and said, well, why am I texting someone at 1, 2 a.m. in the, in the morning? Because I just want to get laid. It's not like I want to, I want to have a stimulating conversation about quantum physics with them. That's not what I want to do. I just want to. Right. I want to get it in, get it off, get it out. Yep. But yeah. Anyway, um, I think women are things. Yeah. <laughs> Thought lives matter, cat. Yeah. Thought lives really do matter. Mm. At least until you've gotten your nut, and then after that, you're good. Right. It. It. Uh, someone gave me. I don't know where I heard this from, but like, when you think. If, when you start getting feelings for a chick, just try rubbing one out and see if your feelings change. Like yeah. if, I, if you know, <laughs> yeah. Do you know who I learned that from? I learned that from Razor Blade Candy. You know, he just said, "Look, rub one out, and then <clears throat> after, take a look. You know, think about the situation again." And it, it's very, it's very true. Yeah. Well, I always tell people that they they confuse love with orgasm. And whenever you orgasm for a woman, you need to understand that it's amazing sex, and that's it. If you think of it as anything else, you're you're done. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is vasopressin is the basically love hormone for men, and it's released primarily during sex. So it's it's kind of a fucked up way that nature does this, but basically men will form a bond through vasopressin with women who they fuck and they'll mistake that for love which is an unfortunate yep. it's a trick biology plays on us because it wants us to have families and protect and provide for those families you know even biology itself is against men yeah because then after they've bareback these hags they're like oh my god what did they just do you're right oh <laughs> shit <laughs> what the fuck what, what was I thinking where am I <laughs> Right. Who are you? Yeah, who are you? How did you get in my house? Right. <clears throat> anyway, uh, guys, next guest. 
Sure. All right. Uh, goes by the name of A Mystic. Uh, first point, he wants to tell his big self story. Second point, he wants some advice about controlling his work environment. He says, uh, I work in a small business where the owner is female and we have primarily a 95% female client ratio to men. Oh, I got bad news uh, for him. Any he wants advice about what he should do without him ending up leaving his job. Uh, third point, if there is a time I want to talk about my, if there is time I want to talk about my white knight root mate who is saying I'm a bit extreme about the new philosophy, uh, MGTOW yeah. specifically, he's saying that Norse, of course, um, are He's saying that Nuwals is this, essentially. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, what, what do you expect the cucks to say? Short. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> cucks are going to... Beta's going to bait, as they say. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's bring him in. All right. Master Beta. Ten seconds, DDJ. Yeah, you say that. Hey, hello? Hello! Hey. What's going on? How's it going? Just, we're just, I'm playing Doki Doki Literature Club. Fantastic. Hey, so, I want to first say I uh, thank you all for having me on the show. Um, Flinging Monkey, awesome stuff from what I know so far. And uh, Feeding the Cat, awesome time managing the show. No worries, dude. Yeah, he's a good, he's a good cat. He's the backbone of the show. He is. He's the heart and soul of the show. And I also want to praise. Um, are you, are you, you know, not put, Are you oh, not holding you the me? button down? Because like you're cutting out every few seconds. How about now? Yeah, you sound fine now. I think you might be letting go of the button too early. Copy that. Should be good now. Okay. But I just wanted to say uh, I had great chat with Anchors before he was on the show, and pretty swell dude. Um, if you happen to not, you know, vape. And you know someone who does vape, but you know, it'd be good to support him, especially him being one of the sponsors of the show. Yeah, no, he's a good guy. But uh, yeah, I guess I don't know. Anyway, start this with uh, tobacco. Okay. <laughs> um, I would regrettably say that um, I used to be a chain smoker, but I uh, I currently chew tobacco, which. Don't do because it's freaking hard to get rid of. <laughs> right. Well, and also the the glass, the fiberglass, and the chew. You get your lips. I, I, when I was in, I was in the navy, and because you you couldn't smoke when you're underway, except at designated times and designated places. A lot of people chewed tobacco. This was before vaping was a thing, uh, because it, it wasn't. Well, I think even vaping, because chewing tobacco, there's no exhaust, so you can chew tobacco next to someone and it's not really going to bother them other than you spitting in like a cup or something so a lot of people chewed and it was oh my god the fucking the cups of fucking tobacco spit that would fall on you when you take a roll mm. fucking <laughs> yeah off. i i can attest to that um you know my two best buddies i've known since shoot you know, 20 plus years almost um they're not fans of my spit cups around but you know 
I, I try and do my part and keep yep. it away from him. Yep. Yeah, it's... Just, it's uh, you do you, I guess, but yeah, it's the sky. Like, I would <laughs> never... <sighs> no. Not for me. And then you're, t- then you're talking about how there's no exhaust to it. Um, there's been times where I do it at work. Just have a little tiny one in the back. It's, I'm not happy about it, and I'm not proud of it, but it's the way it is right now, and I'm working towards getting rid of that. But yeah, yeah. Well, uh, good luck. I mean, honestly, um, yeah. It's I, I know a lot of people who switch to e-cigs or vaping. Uh, not not because it's like you can regulate the amount of nicotine you use, so it's almost like the gum. So you could vape, and you could just slowly wean yourself off the nicotine by using less and less of it until you're using like nicotineless vape liquid and then you know then you're you're basically you've quit yeah because i I mean i don't know the exact content in you know said tobacco but very you know levels me out keeps me focused um you're an addict so that's that's what happens when you're addicted to something you have if you don't get it you're going to be very jittery you're not gonna be able to focus because you're, I mean, it's a nicotine's a stimulant, so it shouldn't be calming you down. It should be hyping you up, but, but it's calming you down because you're suffering withdrawals because you're an addict. Yeah. I mean, so. it's, it's almost as bad as me waking up in the morning and that's almost the first thing I do. <laughs> right. And you know, I drive around a lot, so there's that too. And it's easy to do in a car by yourself. Yep. Yep. That's, you know, that's one of the reasons why I just stay away from drugs in general. Like I don't even smoke anything and it's because I've known a lot of people who, you know, I just, I I don't like my freedom means too much to me and to just have a substance, just control your life like that. Even if it's something that's not necessarily, you know, like you're going to OD on it or anything like that. Like you obviously can live a productive life, even though you're addicted to chew, but it's just like to have that controlling you so much. Like what if you can't get it? You know, what if the apocalypse happens and, you know, there's no more chew? You're going to be in a pretty hard spot. You're going to have some, you're going to be suffering major withdrawals. Yeah, I hope that's not the case. Um, There's been, you know, over the past years I've done it, you know, situations where I absolutely couldn't do it and I've survived, but it's more of a, I can't get over the want to do it. So if I have the opportunity to do it, I'll just do it. And I don't think of the repercussions of it. But like I said, it is something uh, looking to get rid of. So, yeah, well, good luck. Maybe, with that. Uh, yeah, thank you, thank you. But, yeah, wh- what would you like me to start on? Um, just start at the beginning when you come to the end. Start, start. from the beginning, yeah, please. Or you can skip Let's to the see. dead hooker. The dead hooker, yeah. <laughs> and, and then, um, and then, oh, shoot, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the start of my journey, you know, honestly, it's, it hasn't been very long. Um, been about a month and a half, my, my whole MGTOW journey. Um, I was struggling. This girl I was talking, you know, we're hanging out like three weeks in a row. She was frustrating me. And I was sitting at said coffee establishment, you know, kind of planning out my week and stuff like that. And then I get a text from uh, one of my good friends sent me uh, one of Sunrise Hoodie's videos. And it was, it was one of those moments where everything meshes together and you're like, that is too perfect of a situation. So I, I listened to the video I'm like, holy shit, man. I Can I cuss on this? Yeah, I don't give a shit. Yep, go ahead. <laughs> All right. Um, he sent me the video, and it just resonated well with me. I don't know what it was exactly, but 
I know it was sunrise. And uh, I was like, man, I, I need to start doing things the way I want them to be and not worry about what other people think. And, uh, you know, stop stressing myself out with all these, you know, women and stuff like that. Um, and I, I would say, you know, I attract, I, I don't want to toot my own horn, but girls, you know, I can attract them pretty easily. Right. And, uh, you know, it, this perspective that this video gave me, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even need to worry about it. So I stopped texting her and it actually sprung me into action. I have my own, I'm not going to mention on this channel, but uh, I have my own YouTube channel now that I've developed over the past month. And I've just, you know, actually today I was uh, watching your how-to YouTube videos, which were very informative. Thank you for that. And uh, I've just been working on developing open my channel I you know working on audio quality each video is getting better and better because the more I learn about it and uh, it's been pretty compelling it's not necessarily a MGTOW channel um, but that's where I'm at right now it's been right. awesome that's yeah you know and if you're trying to make it big on YouTube I don't suggest you make a MGTOW channel that's really not where the that's not your path to YouTube success is through MGTOW oh right right and we were kind of talking about in the pre-chat they're like you know you make a whole nother channel if, you know, your message resonates and, you know, it's got me thinking over the past couple hours. So who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. I mean, a couple years ago, maybe before the apocalypse and all that, you know, it was somewhat viable, but now, yeah. And basically, unless you have, unless you're willing to make daily content and you kind of have the, a, an audience already built up, it's, it's almost impossible to break in because of the way YouTube's changed over the years. Yeah, that makes sense. But uh, yeah. as I, I mean, I feel like I have a good uh, niche with my other channel. Yeah. So uh, as I continue to, you know, I'm, I'm at work and I'm thinking about my channel. I'm, you know, going through my regular days, always thinking about the channel. So it's been pretty awesome so far. But it was also, like I said, to link it back to MGTOW, you know, it all links to the concept i'm like man i it was like a veil coming over my eyes i'm like what am i doing and thinking back to all the all the females that have given me trouble i'm like why did i stress so much right <laughs> you know that's yeah that's your first taste of the zen of zero fucks given but uh yeah so like i said past month has been pretty crazy um I've been binging on your podcast. I went back and watched from the beginning and then over the past couple of weeks, you know, past couple of days, I've been listening to more recent videos. And, uh, like I said, I just thank you all for being on the show. Everyone in the chat, staying up late, wherever you're at. I know feeding it's yep. three, four a.m. now. It's, uh, five thirty-nine. Oh, okay. Where I am. <laughs> Happy Sunday. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I, I guess you want me to transfer to my uh, work environment? It's kind of an interesting topic. Okay, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, dude. All right, so like you said in the description, um, the female that owns the place, and uh, our clientele is primarily female, which the position I'm in is pretty nice because I'm, I guess you'd say I'm pretty popular, <laughs> being, you know, not many males in this in the environment. Are you single, but, uh, by the way? I am single. Um, okay. Which I'm kind of relieved because I'm like, well, I'm not in a position where I, you know, I, I'm with this whole movement. I'm not 
I'm not woman hater or anything like that. Um, and I interact with so many, it's like, it's nothing personal or anything. It's just me doing what I want to do. Yeah, that's fine. But yeah, with the work environment, like I said, it's primarily female. And, you know, I'm kind of thinking of horror stories in my head. I'm like, what if, you know, something said to happen, I'd be screwed because I feel like I'm almost by myself most of the time. You know, we have some other males that work there, but they're not there as often as I am. Because I feel like I'm actually there the most. Okay. So, um, do you have any direct dealings with these women, or do, do I mean, do they work in a different department than you, like HR or anything like that, or what's the um, setup? No, it's a small business where we're, we're all much, of us. Where all of us are on the same level, except the owner. Well, I guess the owner still does what we do. Um, it's not. There's no different departments and stuff like that. But all the clientele are, um, I would say, forty plus. So they're all moms and. You know, business owners and stuff, other business owners and stuff like that. So it's an interesting situation, which I haven't run into any issues. Like I said, um, it's what, not a situation so what, where I'm would you, getting ready to what, up and leave. But, okay, but what would what would you call interesting about the situation? I mean, obviously you've got the male-female dynamic, which is, you know, they outnumber you. Um, I wouldn't say that's interesting. But what, what's interesting? Well, one of the things we be, talked about earlier is... Um, there's been situations where, you know, if a guy gets hit on, it's kind of ego boosting. But if I flip the script, so say oh, there's this one situation where there was six women and one me. And uh, they're like, hey, what if uh, you were to do a car wash? We would get a lot of money because, you know, you're a good looking guy and you're fit and stuff like that. I was like, oh, yeah, ha, ha, that's, you know, that'd be a good situation. And then I stopped for a second. I'm like, wait a minute. What if this was five guys and one girl and the guys were egging the girl on to do a car wash? I was like, how would you guys react to that? You know, it'd be totally different. Right. So are these chicks hot or are they just sea monsters? What? Like, I would say 25% are pretty good looking. Um, to my tastes, but you know, there's some weird guys out there. <laughs> so yeah. you're saying that your tests are weird? I mean, what are you talking about? I mean, you're <laughs> not gonna you're, you're not gonna like my advice, but if your company is already majority women, your company is basically it's it's too late. So you have two options. Well, I I suggest you dust off your resume and start looking for another job. Um, but if that's not an option for you, you need to strongly consider coming out of the closet as a masculine presenting transgendered lesbian <laughs> i well the situation is where i'm actually a contractor there so i'm able to do whatever i do really anywhere um i'm primarily at the place i'm at because it's convenient so me splitting up my time in different locations would kind of take more money out of my pocket ultimately okay. unless i just upped and leave you well, know, but you have, to, you have to. Here's the thing. If you now, are you? If you're a contractor, are the are the women contractors as well, or you're like you don't even really work together. You're just basically there to do their job, and they do their thing. Uh, for the most part, um, besides the owner, there's 
one employee, she's our manager, and the other workers are all contracted out. Okay, because okay, so uh, being a contractor might be a little bit better because everything's objective based. Here's the problem: because I used to be a contractor, and generally you're going to be a harder worker and you're going to get better results than the women. And the easiest way for them to look better than you isn't to work harder than you, but is to make you look bad. So, you know, filing a false accusation or just talking shit, gossiping, that's their way of basically combating your superior work ethic. And there's no – as a man, you can't defend against that. So, you know, it's, it's a shitty situation. So you, you can do what you can. Uh, try to be friendly, but don't be too friendly. You kind of you kind of want to present to them what they expect to see. You don't want to be like, um, yeah, it sucks. There, it, it's a time bomb. I've I've worked in companies where I was nice. I thought everyone got along. We we, we I thought not friends, but we were like work acquaintances. The entire time, these women that I was on good terms with were trying to get me fired. And they would smile at me and we'd go out to lunch. Like as a group, we'd all go out to lunch at lunchtime. We'd all hang out and joke. And the entire time, they are trying to get me fired because one of them wanted my job. And she successfully got me fired after months of just documenting bullshit. She got me fired. She took my job. Everything went to shit. And the other people begged them to hire me back because, oh, you got to hire him back. He, he was the one doing all this stuff. And he couldn't. The, my boss couldn't because of this huge fucking file that this woman made on me. It was bullshit, but she had a file, and it was her word against mine. And basically, the company lost the contract, and everyone was fired. So that's wow. the hap- that's a happy ending. Everybody got fired because they got rid of me, and I was the one doing all the work. But these women are these women are they don't know what they're not thinking about that. So it's and there's nothing there's nothing I could have done in that situation. Um, it doesn't matter how professional I was because she was just making shit up, and she was smiling at me and acting like we were friends the whole time. So you can't trust anything. You can't trust their body language. You can't trust their attitude. If basically the only thing you can trust is if you have nothing they want, they'll leave you alone. But if if you if you're if you have anything they want, and they know that they can't take take it from you based on merit they'll just try to get you fired uh, that's a lot of interesting points um i feel like i'm in a spot where if i were to up and leave um i would put the other you know other workers in a bad position because it would all of a sudden put more load work on them including the boss and that's kind of been one of my you know you know reasons i haven't left but like I said, no, you know, I haven't had any issues, but who knows? I hope no one has a file on me that would be pretty sucky. And it, another thing, you know, I feel like I have pretty personal connection with all the, uh, you know, all the clients. So I feel like if I were to up and leave, I'd kind of be putting a betrayal card on them. But, you know, I, if I'm just looking out for myself, then I got to do what's best for me. Yeah. Well, my, my it's, advice. It's kind of one of those situations where, like, now that, uh, you know, I'm kind of researching this whole area and, you know, your content's fantastic and, you know, several other content creators, you know, uh, Sunrise and uh, MGTOW Money, uh, DDJ, I, I'm going to binge watch your stuff as well. No worries. Um, I watched one and it was 
very well made. Sorry, I didn't thank you at the beginning, but uh, uh, you know, no, it's kind of my, my, my videos are shit. Kind of this, <laughs> kind of this whole, <laughs> kind of this horror story. I'm like, oh shit, all the stuff that could happen is freaking me out a little bit. So I've been kind of drifting back in the shadow, you know, doing my own thing. Right. Yeah. My my advice is just be aware of the dangers. Um, have a plan B. Keep your resume updated. Um, now, DDJ gave some really good advice a couple weeks ago when I was playing Near Automata. Get your reference letters before. Like, get your reference letters now. That way, if shit goes down and you got to leave, you have the references already. That way, if you get fucked over by your boss or something like that, you know, the, the damage can be mitigated. Suppose they want a verbal reference. Eh, well... You know, but you got what the... I normally do. What I normally do with my resumes, and what I've told other people to do with great success, has been when you submit your resume. You know how they want it as like a PDF. Yeah. I put the letter of reference in the same PDF. So, like when I shoot the resume out, the res the first page is the cover letter. The second page are the letters of reference, and then the third page is the actual resume itself. And then what happens is, is that as they're reviewing it, if they call any of the references, and the reference tries to kick you under the bus they have this letter of reference that basically says that person's a hypocrite, which makes you look better in the trade. Yeah. It's, at least they're getting two sides of the story instead of them calling right. your former employer and like, oh, yeah, we fired him because he was accused of sexual misconduct. You know, that's all they're hearing. But if you have this reference letter, they could still call them and they could still say that, but now they have this reference letter to help offer the other side of the story. Yeah, that's really interesting. Well, you talked about sexual misconduct. It's a work environment where I'm closer to the clients than other realms of work. I'm trying to be vague while being... No, uh, that's fine. <laughs> we, we know you're a gigolo. It's okay. <laughs> Crap. Dang it. And I do well. We just, we, we just were surprised that you were sleeping with geriatric clients. It's okay. Yeah, well, but I mean, that they're the ones with they got those that pe- she those was a nice checks. lady right you know <laughs> right just watch out for don't break the stds hips. well you gotta what the stds are really bad for these geriatric people it's out of control yeah it is do we do we lose them do we break him oh no i'm still here okay okay <laughs> but uh yeah like i said it's an interesting work environment that i haven't really thought about in the scope of, you know, you know, MGTOW that I've kind of like, oh, wait, I wonder if I yeah. could get in trouble for that. You know, so, yeah. not saying I aside, do sketchy stuff, because as a person, wait, wait. like, I'm pretty, pretty even keel. Right. So I, just straight and narrow, I'm always thinking about situations, you know, even, yeah, go Dude, ahead. Wait, Sorry. Let, yeah. Aside from the whole car wash um, situation, what else has happened at your workplace that you would consider interesting to talk about if you don't mind me asking mm. um well i can i talk about a good looking boss well, i guess uh, i can talk about whatever i want you but, can, uh, you can. I, it's, I, your, it's your it's your time uh she's about 10 years older than me um, oh how old are you i'm mid-20s okay so she's mid-30s so she's, the audience. So she's, she's <laughs> good she's, she's good looking for a woman who's hitting the wall but. correct and uh there's been comments made from time to time where i'm kind of like ah that's awkward 
hired because I'm your employee or I'm your one of your contractors. Has she? And I kind of wait, has she made? Off. Has she made any pass? Is she married? But before we go any further, is she married? No, she. No, she's not. But she has a a boyfriend, which okay. I'm. I'm almost certain is going to propose soon. He might as well just get it over with. Mm, uh, she's in her thirties, though. Like, how old is her uh, boyfriend? In his fifties? Uh, pretty sure on the same age. Oh no, God! Fuck! Come on, bro. <laughs> Run. What the fuck? <laughs> no, that's pretty funny. Um, yeah, I've had conflicts with my boss as well. Not, not in that sense. Um, there, like I said, there's been comments from time to time where I'm kind of like, ah, that's awkward. And actually, one of my good buddies was with me um at work i guess still being vague but she said something that him and i talked about later and we're kind of like that was that was fucking weird <laughs> she said that wasn't it awkward for you i'm like yeah it was awkward for me i just kept doing what i was doing but again in that same you know reciprocal uh environment if it was a guy saying that to a you know right. employee girl yeah, well, or something like that or a female whatever Right. Like, yeah. Man, we, okay. We it's have to go back. We we sure. we have to go back here. I'm a little bit lost. When you say awkward, did she say something like, "I like to shit myself right before I go to lunch," or is she saying like, you know, this is how I like to give head? I mean, what what kind of awkward are we referring yeah. to? Yeah. Um, we're talking about um. Oh, if you dated me, awkward. Okay, yeah, you, you understand that we're all adults here, right? I mean, yeah, you can say whatever you, you yeah, the, the, we're all be explicit. We, we've all been around the block a few times. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, 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 no, and she, a few of us have slept with with women who've been seeing other people, so it is. Yes. I'm I'm a virgin. Teehee. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> no, fucking liar. She, 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 she hasn't said anything explicit or anything, but for women, women don't. So, yeah, I mean, no, I'm yeah, women, yeah. Women are fucking vague as shit, and they they think you can read their mind if they like drop like a subtle hint. Like there was, I had this girlfriend who, like, when she wanted to have sex, she'd like rub my back, like she'd come up behind me, rub my back, and that was her her way of saying she <laughs> wanted to have sex. It's like what the, just come over and be like, hey, let's fuck. Like that, you don't have to like, oh, I rubbed your back. Why didn't you know? Like, cause what if? What if you rub my back for some other reason, and I, I take that the wrong way, and I start I, I go to bend you over and fuck the shit out of you, and you're like, "What are you doing? I just rubbed your back." Ah, anyway, right. yeah. Anyway. yeah. See, pro tip is, for any of the women. The... Pro tip for any of the women listening to the stream: if you want to fuck a guy, just unzip his pants. Yeah, he'll get the he'll get the point. Right. Yeah, he won't complain. He won't or, say or, stop raping me. Yeah, or just, or just unless you're ugly or, fat. or start just start taking oh, it your feels clothes tingly. off. Start taking your clothes off, and we'll get the picture. Whatever you do, though, just don't put your finger in his ass or anything like that. Just, no, do just put do put your finger ours. in his ass. No, yeah. you want yeah. you want it like don't. you want the middle finger in the ass, and you want to cup the balls and kind of bounce them a little bit. There you go. That's what you do. Got and then you look at Cat right in his eyes lovingly, and you say, no. "Sphincter says what?" There you go. <laughs> just the tip <laughs> to see how it feels. Right. Like, at first, but uh, yeah, no, I've cut myself off from because she's in so a she said she was talking to you about there. dating you. Is that what's going on? I'm kind of making a joke, but I bet trying to see what I would. Yeah, say. she's fe feeling the waters. Now, do you so, make do you make more like, than her boyfriend? Like, oh, so uh, um, it's hard to say. Uh, 
probably and probably not. He probably makes more. Okay. But uh, yeah. What, what else was I going to say about it? You were talking about something interesting that happened at your workplace. Yeah, like, you your, your, your your stories are too tame. You need to yeah, spice them up a bit. To, the, dude, the people demand know, a show. Yeah, and I've gotten a few flush votes in, and you know it's not enough to flush you, but I think if I need, people start complaining, tell us the dead hooker we story. Know. We need to bring this yeah. this segment. Specific facts, yeah. like when she said dating you, was she talking about like what you guys would be like when you dated? What was she saying specifically? Uh, like I said, if it was explicit, I would tell you guys. Um, okay. But no, 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 no. I'm not saying explicit. I'm saying what specifically was she saying? Uh, basically, what, what she, she said, said, she was like, "Well, you could have had me a long time ago, or something like that." And oh, my okay. friend and I both looked at each other, we're like, "What the fuck?" Without saying that, you know. Um, so she was basically letting you know she was down to fuck right then. She and there. was, yeah. That's uh. When a woman says, "The woman says you could have had me," she's like, "You still can." That door is wide open. I'll be honest. Before I before I had the current job I had, I was working somewhere else, and that's where she met me. And she basically was like, "Hey, you look bored where you're at. Would you want to, you know, work over here?" I'm like, "Oh, fuck yeah, yeah." Oh, she was flipping you signs all the way back then. You didn't even see. Oh my god. Oh, I did see him. I did see him. Because before I realized that I was going to be working for her, I was like, "Oh yeah, man, she's hot, whatever." Because did, did she ever did she ever masturbate in front of you like Harvey Weinstein? Right, right. There was this one. T- no, <laughs> that's a, that's Fuck a it, subtle. I know, probably. That's, it, it's a little subtle, uh, little subtle when they right. start masturbating in front of you. But uh, right. if, if you can pick up on these subtle, these subtle rituals <laughs> that women do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god! But like I said, like before, before I knew I was going to be working. For or like once I realized she was going to be my boss, I was like, oh, well, that wouldn't fucking make sense. If, if I'm making money doing this, um, I'm not going to risk that. I was like, if that if the relationship goes south, then I'm fucked because that's my job. Okay. But that's the right? thing is that you don't have a relationship with it. You just fucking yeah. move on with your Right. You're just and you let her fucking. know that there's no relationship there. Yeah, we're just sport fucking. Yeah, so if I if I just, communicate that I'm just, uh, just, just in te- it to fuck. I'm, then, yeah, I'm just testing your depth. It's all good? Right. Oh, I gotcha. Oh. Actually, that's kind of interesting because I can relate that to you know the current chica. Um, okay. You know, we 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 met up, and she basically came to me on Facebook, and she's like, "Oh, we should grab some drinks." And then I'm like, "All right." And I'm uh, not saying if she's a hooker, but I just want to know <laughs> if she's still alive. <laughs> but I'm just saying. <laughs> and so right. we're you know we meet up a bunch of times and hook up and. The last time we hooked up, she's like, "You know, I'm, you know, I'm good for more than sex." I'm like, "I, I was Are like, you? Well, what do you want me, how do you want me to respond for that?" Do you want well, the way you responded? You say, "You say yes, you are." That's why we went to drinks first. Yeah, I was like, clearly, we're just meeting up to have sex. No, clearly. what you do is you right. say, "Look, I believe you." So I have a sink full of dishes. Go ahead and take care of that. <laughs> and you might want right. to fold, so fold my, fold, my yeah, fold my socks <laughs> and come over here and suck this right. cock. I got some laundry to, to get take every if you can uh, take that care of for me. Well, how long but, were you uh, fucking her before she decided that she wanted to try to put a ring on it or whatever she was trying to do? Oh, this is over the past uh, two to three weeks. Actually, she was texting me early. She's like, "What are you doing tonight? What are you doing tonight?" I'm like, "I'm finning the live stream." No, I didn't tell her that. There but you go. I'm gonna be on the Turf League and Monkey Show. Like, yeah. 
the best Twitch-based MGTOW puppet-hosted talk right. show in the world. Right. See what right. you think. Just, just, just whisper in her ear when you fuck her tonight and be like, Bukaki choke slam. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll whisper in her ear and be like, sweet corn. There you go. There you go. <laughs> well, no, you don't need the sweet corn. You just stuff it right in her asshole. Yeah. Actually, funny story is that last time we were going at it, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, I, you know, I was kind of playing with it while I was hitting from behind, and <laughs> we were we were. She going was in. And, she was into it, right? Oh, she was way into it. She's there like, you go, cat. She's like, oh, she's there like, oh, yeah, right there, and I'm like, oh shit, really? There she's you like, go. Yeah. I'm like, Bitch, all right. They love that. And shit. so. I was hitting from behind, and I she's like, I was like, "Is this all right?" And she's like, "Yeah." And uh, yeah, okay, there we go. Can you there hear me? Go. Yeah, and oh, you're there. You need to hold and, the button uh, down. You're cutting. She's like, how do you like? Was I cutting out there? Yeah, you're you're letting go of the button too early. Yeah, we're still we're still here though, dude. We're still here. Go though. ahead. Yeah, we're, we're just listening to your yes means yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. So she, I was like, "Is it all right?" She's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "All right, fuck it." So I pulled out and I was getting ready. She's like, no, 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 no. I'm like, oh, what, what? She's like, no, no, no. Do it with your finger, not. <laughs> so, because uh, I was. Yeah, she didn't want you to wreck her. Uh, right. Well, yeah. She's like, she's like, I. It's a girth issue. But I. <laughs> all right. Wow. I guess that's it. That was all. That was it. <sighs> yeah. Um, I I really like the guy. Um, I thought I thought it was awesome. Um, but the chat have spoken. Well, um, his his stories. <clears throat> you know, I saw the chat getting out that uh, lynch rope. And, well, here, uh, here's here's the issue. Here's let me explain. Cat, let me, put your head in it. L- let me explain. Let me explain this. Okay, when a woman tells a story, she she she's got to tell every fucking detail about everything, and it's boring as shit. When a man tells a story, you get to the fucking point. So you need to keep that in mind. Like his his stories. Looked like they might have gone somewhere eventually, but they never did. It was like I was, oh, okay, what's and then? This there was no story there. So yeah, I mean, you seem like a cool guy, but yeah, your stories weren't that good. You just gotta sprinkle some dead hookers in there next time. Dead hookers make everything like better. Oh, yeah, he's, he's and very specific. I think he's cool. No, he. I'm not. I'm not hey, judging him as a person. Yeah. It's just his stories were kind of boring. You know, so it's. I'm not judging you as a person. I'm not saying you're not a cool dude. I'm not saying you, you don't. You may have something really interesting to say, but you got to get to it. Like how how long was that segment? Uh, one second. Let me check. I don't know. Like, I fell asleep. Thirty so. plus minutes at least. <laughs> well, look, the chat have spoken. Um, okay. Thank Let's God do some Q and A. We have another guest, yeah. right? Yeah, we got another guest. Um. <clears throat> Right. One second. Right. Uh, one Question from Rick Cedar 2015. He says, if a woman gets legitimately raped and the police fail to find enough evidence to pursue the case, what would you ask her to do? Rape often produces very little evidence, so a lack of a police report isn't enough to conclude a rape accusation is false. What do you say to women? To, sorry, what do you say to those women who tried to get a police report? Do you mind uh, if I? Uh, oh yeah, you go ahead, DDJ. Okay. Uh, first and foremost, if a woman is forcibly raped, there is evidence. Anybody who says that there is not evidence 
is full of shit. Okay? When a woman is forcibly raped, and, and let me be explicit here, she, you know, there might be some vaginal tearing, there'll definitely be some physical evidence, the, uh, there'll be, you know, there'll be the, the cum if the guy went in and raw-dogged her. There's gonna, there's, there's definitely gonna be evidence, and you know, she can go to the emergency room. They can do a rape kit, even if he's wearing a condom. There's going to be evidence, um, you know, whether it's pubic hair or whatever. There's, there's going to be some evidence. If she struggled, there's going to be evidence of a struggle. There's going to be defensive wounds. There's going to, you know, if obviously, if she, even if she was held at knife point, for example, the guy's gonna grip her hand, or he's gonna, he's gonna force her. And there's going to be bruises. Women bruise very, very easily. And there's very few women that don't. So any time that, that a man tries to manhandle a woman, unless, you know, she's a monster and like, you know, 500 pounds or some shit, there's going to be marks and there's going to be some kind of physical evidence. And, and here's the thing. The only time that you're ever going to see a situation where the cops, they take a police report and they're not going to do an investigation, it's when there's no fucking evidence at all all you know she waits two weeks or she waits three weeks or she waits a month and a half that kind of shit and then you know or if her story is inconsistent when they're taking the report but the reality is this you know we're, we're 50 years into feminism and girls who are in elementary school are taught what they need to do when they are sexually assaulted this shit is everywhere it is it is like baseball to the united states everybody knows it you know you call the police you go to the doctor you have the the doctors and the physicians you have them do a rape kit you have them take the pictures you have them collect the evidence the doctor's testimony is there you file your police report and then you figure out if you can identify a potential perpetrator and i'll tell you what's going to happen is, is that they're going to pull that person in and they're going to question them and they're going to grill them. And if there's any evidence that any kind of sex of anything has happened, they're going to arrest him and they're going to put him on bail. And this happens a lot. Like you see this. And I saw this when I researched my book in the United States. A lot of guys do get arrested for uh, rape allegations because there's some kind of physical evidence. Now, sometimes it's, it's consensual sex. Sometimes she likes it rough. But again... Sometimes those are questions for prosecutors. They're not questions for law enforcement. All law enforcement's trying to do is to make sure that there's legitimate evidence. But if this is like one of those Me Too bullshit things where there's no evidence at all, then, you know, obviously that's a problem. Now, I also will say that, like, I don't know, maybe she's camping in the fucking mountains and it takes her a day to get out of wherever she's camping from. And, you know, that's a potential issue. But again, there's still going to be some kind of evidence for it. So, and it's no disrespect to the person asking the question, but... I've seen a lot of these types of cases in family law and you know, you can look at the cases and you can kind of peruse and see what the evidence looks like and read the police report and look at the medical reports and realize many times and go, Oh, that case is legitimate or that case is potentially legitimate. And that case is bullshit. And I say this for, for those in case, you know, there's people who are, who are new here. I say this as a father of a sexual assault victim and as a man who's been falsely accused so i've been on both sides of this fence personally and i've seen it a lot in family law and i can tell you right now though if there is a actual rape there will be physical evidence it, it, unless you have a micro penis there, right. there's, there's physical evidence well and i think the problem is the definition of rape has changed so drastically you know like you're talking about being force fucked behind a dumpster at knife point 
obviously there's going to be physical evidence. There's no way there couldn't, there would be, there's no way you could be force fucked and not have any physical, especially we're talking in the age of CSI where they could like test fibers and shit like that. We're not talking like the 1800s when if there were no witnesses, there was no way to verify anything. We have scientific forensic evidence. They will find evidence. Now here's the problem. Not, now, when you're not talking about being force-fucked at knife point, we're just talking about a woman who had sex she regretted and kind of like, eh, I didn't really want... Or like she has a boyfriend. is like, oh, I, didn't, I don't want him to dump me. I'll just cry rape. Uh, yeah, that there's not going to be any fucking evidence because you weren't fucking raped. So this whole, like, uh, what about legit rape? Well, the, the definition of rape has changed. If you're being force-fucked, which I define as actual rape, rape-rape, if you will... Uh, yeah, that's gonna. There's no way that's not gonna leave evidence in our modern CSI world. But if you're talking about regret rape and all these other new definitions of rape, those aren't legit rapes. So th your question of what if a woman's legit rape and there's no evidence is a contradiction. Unless you're talking about this new broadened definition of regret rape bullshit, which yeah, there's not, there's not going to be any evidence because it was consensual. Like there are cases where. A man and a woman, there's a videotape. Like, the man is videotaping the sex to basically, in case she cries rape. She, they videotape the sex. She's begging for the dick. She's loving the dick. She cries rape the next day, and she claims that she was too scared to say no. So, yeah, so, but she was clearly into the sex. And there are people who will be like, oh, well, she was raped. Oh, even there was video of her taking the dick, loving it, wanting it hard and deep and thrusting continual. Oh, but no, but she she was just too scared to say no. When you're talking about that level of fucking bullshit, there's nothing you can do. Like, there's no evidence the man could possibly produce to prove his innocence at that point. And if a woman is into rough sex, unfortunately, like, I've had, I've had girls tell me to choke them, and I refuse to. Because I was cognizant of the fact that if I, even though you're into it, if you cry rape tomorrow, I'm fucked. Because that's going to be used as evidence against me. So if, if you like, if you're into rough sex and she's into rough sex, I, I don't have to tell you. Don't do it. Even if, even if you're into it. I mean, APOC, he's been on the show a few weeks ago talking about this. He was in the BDSM community. And he knew a guy who his sub and him broke up. And she accused him of domestic violence and rape. He, they had consent forms where she consented to everything because they were in a BDSM relationship. He's in prison right now because all that physical evidence was used against him, even though he had consent forms. doesn't fucking matter. So if, you're, if you like rough sex and she's telling you to choke her, don't. Don't choke her. Do you mind, do you, do you mind if I add something on, that, on top of that? Go ahead. There's a news article that just came out. I don't know if TFM is going to cover it on the 420 show or not. But a guy was falsely accused of sexual assault. And he thought, oh, well, you know, I've, I've got the facts on my side and everything will be okay. They were going to prosecute the shit out of him. The only reason that they didn't is because they changed prosecutors midstream to a prosecutor that just wasn't a feminist witch hunter. That prosecutor gave him a bunch of emails that, that exonerated him. The emails that the police department had, they were emails the prosecutor's department had. Everybody knew that it was a bullshit case, and they knew they had evidence there, and they actively suppressed it. They actively hid it from him and his attorney. So if you think that just because you have the facts on your side that that you know you could withstand a false rape allegation, you should probably think again, because I'll tell you what, they'll do everything in their power to try to wrongfully convict you. Yep. 
Okay. <coughs> Sorry. Alright, uh, next question is from... Ramen Noodle Cup. He says, TFM, does race matter? Or is it culture that has other races... Well, Wait, I'll... that has... Other races have higher or lower IQ. Well, yeah, Sorry, it's it's not writing. it's not one or the other. There's a feedback loop. Your genetics play a role in your environment. So, for example, if you're fair skinned, you're not going to settle along the equator because you're going to die of you know skin cancer. And if you're dark skinned, you're not going to go too far north or too far south because if you don't get a proper amount of sunlight, you're going to get like rickets and bone disease. So your race is going to determine your environment, or your genetics are going to determine your environment, but then your environment is going to determine your genetics because of survival of the fittest and natural selection. So there's a constant feedback loop. Um, the People who say, oh, is it nature or is it nurture? It's never one or the other. It's always both. It just determines is like which is more important. I favor on environment being slightly more uh, important than genetics, and I'll explain why. So we're talking about countries and you know which one's better and which one's this let me ask you a question where would you rather live would you rather live in the roman empire which was very ethnically and racially diverse you had italians you had people from north africa you had people from the middle east who were all part of the roman empire they were culturally yeah, in that well, well hold on look, that there was there was the overall roman culture mm -hmm. and right know, right the I, i'm gonna i'm gonna present a roman citizen right i'm gonna present two let me finish the analogy. So on, on, on one side, on one side we have the Roman Empire, which was culturally homogenous but ethnically diverse. Then during the Dark and Middle Ages, we had Europe, which was ethnically monolithic. Everybody was white in Europe, but they all had different cultures. The Irish, the Scottish, the English, the Germans, the Spanish. They all spoke different languages. They had different kingdoms. They had different religions. And they all were killing each other all the time. There was nothing but war between all these different... And everyone was white. So you, you, everyone was white, but they were all killing each other constantly. And then in Rome, you had a monoculture. Everybody was Roman, but they were ethnically diverse. Where would you rather live? Would you rather live in Europe, in the Dark Ages, where everybody's the same race, but everybody's different cultures, and there's constant war? Or would you rather live in Rome, where people mm, are ethnically diverse, but have a... I, 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 I think you're simplifying the issue, though. I Why am. Drink Rome well? I, it, it lasted for a thousand years. It Why lasted did it... for a thousand years, but towards the end, right. you know that they handed out citizenship to everyone. At, when it came to the end times, people were more comfortable with living outside of the Roman Empire than living inside the Roman, Roman Empire. Are you aware of that? Right. Well, I'm talking about, like, the, during the... I mean, nothing lasts forever. I'm, I'm talking well, about last forever, but why do you think what what do you think led to the end of the Roman Empire was the Romans it was a welfare state? Yeah, exactly. It was, it was the Romans were paying for useless people. That's what right. happened. Right. No. But, but the well, but okay. My point is though, I'm trying to distill things down into historical examples to their bare minimum. Racial purity is no recipe for success without a monoculture, because in Europe everybody was white. But they all had different cultures, and they were constantly killing each other. In Rome, they had a monoculture, but you had ethnic diversity. Culture, a mono, like mono, what's the opposite of multicultural? Monoculturalism? I don't know. 
but something like that. Yeah. It's yeah. more it's yeah. more important to have it's more important to have a monoculture than it is to have ethnic purity. Ethnic purity is kind of meaningless and actually leads to inbreeding, which is bad. But as long as you have the same culture, everything's fine. So this that's the problem. The problem with the the whole white nationalist Dave's fault movement is they identify the problem, but they come up with the wrong remedy. The The solution isn't kick all the brown people out and have a, a white ethnostate. The solution is have a monoculture. And for God's sakes, take your women's rights away so they start having babies again. Th- those solve your problems. If you had a monoculture and your if your society was growing and you were having kids, your culture would spread. Instead of other cultures spreading into you as your culture retreats and dies, you'd be spreading out into other cultures. Which is what Britain used to do. Like, remember the British Empire? They were colonizing. Hmm, isn't that crazy? Now, imagine if the British Empire had the fertility rate that it has now. There'd be no way they, would call, they wouldn't be colonizing shit. Because they wouldn't have the people. When, you, when you're growing, when your fertility rate is positive and you're on the ascension, you can then spread your culture throughout the world. When your fertility rate is dog shit... Other cultures are going to be assimil- are co- going to come into your culture, and they're not going to assimilate, and they're going to take over, and your society's fucked. The- and it's not their fault. the The reason why you know Africans and everything have all these kids is because they keep their fucking pimp hands strong. That's why they have all these kids. You could be having ha- those kids too. If white people were having the same amount of kids that they do in Africa, we wouldn't be talking about white genocide because white people would have th- they'd be growing too. They'd be pushing back. They wouldn't be need like, oh, we need a white ethno state. They just they would have a white ethno state because there'd be no reason to import people from Africa if white people were having their own kids. So take your goddamn women's rights away. Stop blaming fucking brown people. It's your women. Take their rights away. That's the problem. But it, you fucking cucks. You're talking about, oh no, it's 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 the Jews. It's the black people. No, it's your women, and you're the one. And if you won't take their rights away, you're fucked. That is the problem. I have identified the root problem. If you refuse to act on that, you are fucked. doesn't matter. You kick the Jews out, kick the brown people. That's what Japan's doing. Japan is fucking xenophobic as shit. And they're, they're dying anyway. And once they sufficiently shrink down because of their shitty fertility rate, they're going to get conquered. And that's the end of Japan. And I know Black Pigeon Speaks, there's a lot of other guys who have moved to Japan. Sing the praises of Japan. If you're population isn't stable if other cultures are growing and you're shrinking it's only a matter of time before you're done it demographics are destiny it doesn't matter how many fucking robots you build if you're outnumbered 100 to 1 because you're not having kids and they are it's just a matter of time so if you want if you truly believe in your race and your culture then show it take your women's rights away and save your culture otherwise you're fucked and you know what? White people are the ones who gave women rights in the first place. And then impose other countries and other cultures to give their women rights. So, you know what? It's, this is kind of like you made your bed, and now you're going to sleep in it. So either fix your shit, or you frankly deserve to go extinct. Because you're the one who gave women rights to begin with. You're the one who fucked it up for everyone. Goddamn okay. white devil crackers. I'm, 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 I'm not going <laughs> to... I'm not gonna get into any any. I'm you know I'm not gonna argue a point. I'm just gonna. There we go. Listen, I know, I, Kat, I know you don't want to get into that, but I also know that you've probably gotten into a few white women, so that's okay. There you go. 
Don't, don't, no. See, <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. Right, right. <laughs> it's not tuna. White women love cats. They do. They love cats. <laughs> right. Older yeah. white women. Um. Right, next question is from... Uh, Real Vadad. He says, um... How do you explain high IQ men having good rational force on a big variety of topics, but when it comes to women, they turn into cocks <laughs> right. and lose all their rationality? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I call that the gynocentric blind spot. Um, it's, it's fucking amazing to see it happening. But yeah, it, it's a real thing. Like in, I've I've seen it with these these traditionalists and these these conservatives. Where when you're talking about economics, they're, they're they'll they'll be right there with you. You talk about you know, hey, if if a comp if a country has shitty laws that make it really hard to start a business, people aren't going to start businesses. And like, oh yeah, I totally understand. Fucking government, man, with all these shitty laws keeping their foot on the neck of businesses and not cre oh it's really hurt the economy yeah great now replace the word business with family and replace you know business owners with fathers and you basically have the reason why people aren't getting married and people aren't having kids and they're like oh but you gotta have kids what my white babies what about my white babies who's gonna have my white babies <laughs> it's, it's like look stupid you need to fix the shit like if people stopped creating businesses because the fucking government was wouldn't get off their fucking neck, you would understand it. You wouldn't blame the businesses. Like, you're going to create jobs. If there's no jobs, what's going to happen? So, yeah, even though the government is shit, you just need to create jobs. Just do it. Oh, you go, where are the jobs going to come from? But then <laughs> when you're talking about family, they just lose their fucking mind. Like, just just take the same principles and just apply them to a different situation. And it, it's it's the same goddamn thing. The government made this shitty, this shitty environment where men, just like business owners, like if you try to start a business in North Korea and the government just comes down and seizes all your shit and makes you a slave, that's basically what the family courts are. It's like trying to start a business in North Korea. It's fucking stupid. You don't start a business in North Korea. You, you fucking get the fuck out of North Korea and you start a business somewhere else. And that's what MGTOW is. Basically, the West has become North Korea as far as marriage and family are concerned. And it's fucking suicide to try to start a family. That's, that's not MGTOW's fault. That's the government. That's the system. And unfortunately, we can't fix the goddamn system because women vote. And they'll never vote for the fucking... Like, women are just solipsistic. They don't care about the society. They don't care about Western civilization. All these things are abstract. And they've done, they've done scientific tests women's brains are terrible at abstract thought men are just vastly better at abstract thoughts so you're talking about these abstract concepts like freedom and justice and nation these are all abstract concepts women don't understand abstract concepts you have to personalize everything and you can't personalize these virtuous concepts so women just don't get it they don't give a shit all they all they hear is you're taking my rights away i'm gonna they don't give a shit about like if we don't you know society's gonna collapse they don't give a fuck so you don't don't even try to talk to them. Just fucking do it. It's, it's that or we hit the wall at full speed and they lose their rights anyway. There's no scenario where like they, they have a matriarchy and we all become bonobos. That's fucking retarded. That's not going to happen. We don't live in a closed system. Okay. <clears throat> um, next question. 
we've got a lot of questions tonight. Anyway, question from uh, Lemniscate underscore AO. It says, TFM, I am thinking about investing in rental properties. Two bedroom, one both types. Uh, okay. Long term investing and using profits to buy more. What do you think? That's what do that's, you think? No, right, no, that's fine. Here's the thing, though. That's a that's a job. That's not an investment. You know, and I consider an investment something that you just put your money in, and your money works hard, and then you just get money back, and you, you don't have to do anything. It just like money just happens. That's yeah, an investment. It works for you. When you're yeah. talking, what you're talking about is becoming a landlord. <laughs> so yeah, that's a job. Um, that's not like you're going to have to retire from your investment eventually if you want to actually have a retirement. So that's fine. If you know what you're doing, but here's the thing about real estate. Real estate, if you know what you're doing, is very profitable. But you have it. All real estate markets are local. Don't even like you can't open up a newspaper and see how the real estate market's doing. There's no index for real estate. Even if you look at REITs, th those are nationwide. They don't tell you shit. The real estate market is always local, so you have to know your local real estate market. You have to basically, you have to know what you're doing, and it's a full-time job. So if you're very passionate about real estate, and you know what you're doing, and you're willing to educate, and you're willing to like be, absorb knowledge from people who've been in the industry for a while, it's a great thing if you're passionate about it. But if you think this is some kind of get-rich-quick, easy money, you're not going to succeed because it's a business. You don't just start a business half-cocked without a plan. Um, and running real estate properties and being a landlord is a business. So the fact that you're calling it an investment concerns me because it's really not as much as an investment as it is a job. But if you go in with the right mindset and you realize you're not, this isn't an investment, you're starting a business, you, might, you should do well as long as you go in with that mindset. Just don't go into it thinking you're just going to put some money down, buy some rental properties, rent them out, and then just kick back and enjoy the rental income. I got bad news for you. It's not gonna. It's not gonna work out the way you think it is. It may for a while, but shit's gonna. Once the property taxes and the the damages, once you get like a <coughs> shitty tenant or two who fucking trashes your house, and you have to file insurance claims and you have to make repairs, you're gonna find out real quick just what a pain in the fucking ass it is to run a real estate, you know, venture. So just be aware. So I'm saying. Oh, yeah. I've got a friend that run a. Uh, run a real estate venture and uh they had a bunch of properties in wales and um there was this one guy that was a tenant and he turned out he got addicted to crack and um the, my mate couldn't get him out could not get this guy out right um oh yeah he, oh. he ended up paying like nine thousand worth of there um, are some fucking shitty laws yeah. where there was there was a guy um, basically this woman convinced him to let her stay at his house for three days. And then because of the law in that state, he couldn't kick her out. And then she waited for him to go to work because he, he tried to call the cops and have her evicted. Cause he's like, I just let her stay here for a couple days. And now she, she thinks she, I can't kick her out. It's my fucking house. And the cop was like, actually, according to the law, um, even though, you know, cause she offered like 20 bucks and he took the money. So because he accepted oh money, she, she's now a tenant, and now she's entitled for like 30 days notice before she's evicted. So he basically said, fuck it, I'm, i got to go to work. And then she robbed him blind and took off. So <laughs> this is, yeah, and the thing is, when you live in a state like that, you, again, 
he wasn't thinking. He think he thought he was being a nice guy, helping someone out, and then she just basically used the law against him and robbed him. So that's the real estate laws. Depending on where you know, again, it's all local. the The real estate market is local. The laws are local. You need to know the laws. You need to know the market. You need to know the business. Otherwise, you can get really burned. Yeah. Anyway, um, one second. A couple more questions, and then we'll move on to the next guest. All right. Right. Question from Slayer PVM. He says, uh, A story today broke out about how Gloria Alred and her daughter had a scheme to pay off one of Trump's accusers. $750,000, even though the woman herself admitted that Trump did nothing. How has Gloria not been charged with malpractice and illegal practice? And why did Trump not go after Gloria Arred? Um, I mean, do you want, do you want yeah, me to touch on that, or do you want? DDJ has been doing research on this, so he probably knows yeah, more about I, it than I, I do. I don't even know who. This okay, so, is, so so here's the thing: is it you know Gloria Arred has actually made a career out of dragging these women out of the woodwork and um, soliciting them to accuse rich and successful men of sexual assault of a variety of kind. I mean, you know. You got Bill Cosby, you've got Weinstein, you've got all these other people. Lisa Bloom is doing the same thing. We talked about this last night a little bit on the uh, Tommy Sotomayor show, and I actually did a video about Gloria Allred um, that I released, I believe it was Monday of this last week. And people are actually calling, to, to, to directly respond to the question, people are actually calling for her to, to have her bar card taken from her, and they're calling for criminal charges and for her to be arrested. Because she's committing crimes. I mean, this is witness tampering, and witness tampering is a is a federal crime, and it is a uh, a state crime in every state in the United States. And in addition to that, there's numerous, and I and I go in my video about it. You can look at it if you want to. But there's there's numerous uh, ethical violations for the um, as an attorney that that basically create problems. The issue that with with Lisa Bloom that I see is that. She's actually soliciting business for profit. She's basically partnering with her client to get money from like news outlets to take the story. And there, and I mean, not only is that one lady she got to seven hundred fifty thousand dollars, but there was another woman who got a thirty thousand dollar mortgage paid off. Another woman who got uh, part of her her kid's college tuition paid for. And they're like, oh well, they're donations and this. No, it's a business because Lisa Bloom is getting money for it, and I'll put money on it that. What they found, because the evidence they found was a combination of contracts, uh, emails, text messages, and then they've interviewed the people about it as well. And they basically, they have them dead to rights. And I wouldn't be surprised if what they caught Lisa Bloom doing is the same program that Gloria Allred has been running. Because again, one of the things I've been talking about for months is these women have attorneys, these women have publicists, these women... You know, they've got everything paid for and covered for them. Where's all the money coming from? That's That was my question, and, and I've been asking it. And, and you could see it's from all these feminist organizations and Democratic donors. I think that, that there's enough evidence there that there should be some kind of investigation, and they should be looking at all of it. Do I think it's going to happen? Absolutely not, because we live in a gynocentric society. You know, we have, we have gynocentric judges. We've got gynocentric police departments. 
nobody gives a shit nobody gives a shit so unless unless something drastically changes this is the world we live in and this is and, and i'll tell you that's a great reason to go migtow and to stay the fuck away from these women yep okay uh tfm do you have anything to add to that uh, I mean, yeah, T- I mean, DDJ is the expert when it comes to legal stuff, so I think that's really what he says. I really just concur with what he says. Um, okay. You see what's happening with the, you know, Gloria Allred was right there with the Cosby accusers, who were absolutely full of shit. And as long as, here's the thing, as long as these broke women can be, there's no consequences to them, because, you know, worst case scenario, they get sued for defamation, but they're broke. They don't have any fucking money. But the lawyers are protected. The organizations are protected. As long as that's the case, th- this shit's never going to stop. So the only thing that's going to... Like, until these women who are, are... Until people like Gloria Allred and these feminist organizations, these political organizations can be sued into bankruptcy, and until these false rape accusers can be arrested and charged with criminal crimes and actually serve prison sentences, that's the only thing that's going to stop this. Okay. Right, guys, I think it's time for our last guest of the show. Drum roll. Okay. I should really get a drum roll, shouldn't I? I you yeah, I've, I've mentioned the drum roll sound effect before. They did not. They did. did not. Have I did. <laughs> drum roll. Because we were, we were going to do giveaways. And I said, drum roll, what? and like, you get a drum roll sound effect, cat, and you're like, oh yeah, I'll get a drum roll, and then you don't. Didn't, <laughs> nope, didn't happen. I was framed. Right. 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 <clears throat> Goes by the name of Snake. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he says, uh, I would like to talk about my father getting divorced by my stepmom, and how it ruined his life and messed up his relationship with me and my brother. So I'm going to bring him on now. Hey, Snake. You there, dude? Yeah, I'm here. What's up? Ten seconds, oh, no. Snake. No, he, he's, he's here. What's up, man? <laughs> uh, can you hear us, dude? Yep. I Sweet. can hear you guys, dude. Welcome uh, to the me, TFM show. Yeah, hold on, let me turn you up. You're a little quiet. Okay, you should be Damn. good now. Hey, what's up, guys? Well, you know, just playing a little Doki Doki Literature Club. My favorite type of game. <laughs> good to know. Anyway, um, Snake, do you want to start from the beginning with regard to your story? Yeah, um... Let's start from the beginning. It started off probably what I'm on here to talk about is my dad separating from my stepmom and how she basically screwed him over really bad. And right. I know we talked a lot about people getting divorced on here, and I thought it'd be interesting to give perspective from someone looking from the outside in. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah, it um. It started back in about 2010. You know, he he used to work like highway construction stuff like that. And then one day he had a workplace accident, and he was put out of the job for like eight months. Okay. So when he was out of the job, 
she had to go out and get a job as a cleaner, and she didn't make a whole lot of money, so she got mad about that. Dad basically became a stay. He basically became a stay-at-home dad. So, and he started doing stuff to annoy her, like he became her gamer, and he wouldn't do the stuff he was supposed to do. So they secretly both were mad at each other. Okay. Later on, I started talking to him, like, after the fact they got divorced, like, why do you stay with her? I had a little brother, he's about 12 now, and he told me the only reason he, she was, he was staying with her is because she trapped him with a kid. Yep. Okay. So, how it first starts off, uh, one night, we don't hear from her till 2, 3 a.m., so what dad decides to do was load us up all in the truck and try to find her. Somehow, he probably knew, knew about her cheating, so he goes to uh, his friend's house and sees her car out there, so he already knows what's going on. Okay. He goes into the house. I think there's a fight. He comes back a little bloodied up and, like, goes back. And about an hour later, she comes, and, oh, my God, it was horrible argument. Okay. Okay, so your mom cheated on your dad. No, uh, my step... I'm sorry, my stepmom did. Okay. Okay, so your stepmom cheated on your dad. So, where was your mom? My mom, uh, she lives about a state away. When I go see my dad, it's on the weekends. They had already okay. divorced back in 2003. Okay. You know, because they didn't have a good relationship. Okay. Okay, so, all right, so your dad's been divorced, and now his his new wife cheated on him with his friend. So I assume they got divorced after this. Well, the thing was, they were never really divorced, and this was something that made her mad. She always wanted like an actual wedding, but he didn't trust her enough to, like, because he didn't want to get right away half the stuff to her. But I guess the common law marriage laws applied because they were together for like eleven years. In okay. South Carolina, so. But I think since because they weren't actually married, she got primary custody of them, like over my brother, so he didn't get to see my dad at all. So after the dad, he um started getting really depressed because he felt like he he lost his wife and his son. So every weekend he'd beg me to come down, and you know I was fine with this. I, I wanted to go see my dad. But then he started to like come even more depressed. He started drinking, and he started doing drugs. You know, I didn't want to believe that he did, but you know, I'd find a bowl of weed on the porch. Wait, and then this part, I thought he was unemployed. Where is he getting the money for drugs? Well, like he was unemployed, but like he worked side jobs. Oh, so he's a drug dealer. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, there so this go. is what scared me. All right. One day, my stepmom allows my brother to come over to the house. So my brother and his friend are at the house, and he tells me about Dad's new gun, and I'm really suspicious. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, it's up there in that drawer, like in his bedroom. So I know, like, I know firearms, so I'm like, well, I got to unload this or something. I can't let him have this in here. So I look in the drawer... And to my surprise, I found a Crown Royal bottle, like, you know, the little 
uh, you know right. what I'm talking about? Yeah, liquor. Okay. So I opened it up, and I see a fucking bag of meth in there. And I'm like, what the shit? Oh, so God. I freak out. <laughs> and I call my mom, and I'm like, pick me up now. This is getting too scary. Okay. So, all right, so did you... Was that it between you and your drug dealer dad, or did you go well, back? No, it wasn't. I went back a few times, but I've not. I've only seen him twice since like last December. We have a horrible relationship. Okay. My point of it was is him losing his uh, wife, and I guess losing both his sons made him feel like he lost his purpose. Right. And he, he didn't find it at the bottom of fucking meth lab. No, he like, I guess he tried to run away from the truth or either that or some sort of midlife crisis. Okay. He started getting like really reckless. He would drive drunk. He drove, he drove drunk with me one time. He did oh drugs. He would get, How old were he, you when that happened? Sorry. If you don't remember. 12. Okay. Okay, so, so now why were you – did you tell anybody? Because here's the thing. Like, you know, we get a lot of horror stories about, you know, kids being abused by their mom or by mom's boyfriend. But here we have a father who's a drug dealer who's driving drunk with his kid in the car. I, I can't imagine the courts turning a blind eye to this or had had you spoken up. So why didn't you speak up? Well, the thing was I really didn't want to speak up. I told my mom about this, and she she tried to sympathize with my dad. She's like, well, we can bring this to court, and we can get him locked up, you know. And I started crying, like, well, I don't want to get my dad locked up. You know, I'd be the biggest asshole ever. Well, if he killed so you, always, if he crashed his car because he was driving drunk and killed you or ran over a family, I mean, like, I mean, he's clearly well, he needs he needs help. But, okay, go ahead. Yeah, he, he really does need help. This is still a problem. This started back in 2014. All the drugs and shit. Okay. But right now, now is he is he got is he gotten help since then? Is he still doing this? Yeah, he's he's still doing this. Like yeah, he used to be. This how, is what, how how old are you? I'm 16. Okay. Do you still visit him? Um. No, I saw him at like I see him at like Christmas time at another family at my grandparents' house. I don't ever go to his house because of this. Okay. I'm afraid we're all going to get shot up by some drug dealer he didn't pay back. Right. That's not, that's not a an unrealistic fear. Like, a lot of these, these women, like, they date drug dealers because they got money, and then they get shot up in a drive-by. I mean, yeah, I, I didn't feel safe there, so I stopped going. Okay. So you're, you're smart. Okay, so now, I mean, is there a... So I get I get the story. Your dad basically um, kind of lost his purpose. He he turned to drugs and alcohol. He ruined his life. All right. So I mean, is that the story? Is there a question or a moral or anything you want to share about this story? Yeah, my, my moral would probably be for men: don't put all your eggs in one basket. I mean, I know you love men will love their families and their kids, but don't have that be your life purpose, because it can be taken away from you in an instance, like find something that gives you purpose like if religion's your thing, do that I mean, you can find something that you can't just give up when it gets hard right, 
know, I've talked about this like my earliest videos. You know, your your identity as a man can't be tied up with something that's outside of you. Even your your being a husband or a father, those are external because those can be taken away. And if that's your identity, then that's all you're going to identify as. And if that's taken away from you, you're going to feel like, you know, everything's been taken away from you. Yeah. So, yeah, um, but and if, if, if that happens, if you lose your meaning and your purpose, don't turn to drugs and alcohol. Don't become a drug dealer. Like, oh, my God, like you're just compound. You're adding problems. You're not solving problems. I mean, yeah, I, I try to help him, you know, and guess what he does? He finds another woman. But get this. She has two kids. Well, because and if he's, ma he's making that sweet drug dealer money. I, I guess he feels like that her kids are his kids because we won't go see him. Okay, well, yeah, he, unfortunately, yeah, his, he's kind of fucked, and... Oh man! I mean, you basically at this point you got to worry about yourself, and it sucks that your dad ruined his life, but it's his life, and don't let his fuck up spill over into your life and ruin your life too. So you're unfortunately, I have I have kind of a, a mentality where when people fuck their life up that much, that you have to let them hit hit their rock bottom. And pull themselves out of out of their whatever hell they're, they've dug for themselves. And once they pull themselves out, then you can reestablish a relationship. But if they're going to just stay there forever and they're never going to change, they're never going to hit their rock bottom, you just got to let them go. And for some people, at, you know, like you're, you, let's say there's a drive-by or a drug deal gone south and he gets shot or he goes to prison. He might find Jesus in prison. And then once he gets out of prison, he'll clean his life up and, you know, then you guys can be a family again and you can whatever. Some people, their rock bottom is six feet under. And you have to just accept and, I mean, that it, it's their life. There's nothing you can do. You can't live their life for them. You can't make decisions for them. You have to let them, let them know, like, look, I can't be part of your life while you're selling drugs and doing this stupid shit. So when you get your shit together, let me know. And then just, that's it. And he'll either get his shit together or that'll be the end of it. Up until now, he didn't really know why I stopped them. He's like, son, I've stopped drinking. And I'm like, do you think I'm retarded? I know about the drugs. And he denied it and denied it and denied it. And then well, finally, yeah. he broke down. He's like, I failed you, son. My dad didn't do this. Uh, and blah, 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 yeah. bullshit. Yeah, and you know, if, if the first thing out of your mouth is someone else did this and someone else did yeah. that, you're not taking response. No. You know I'm big on responsibility. That's kind of like my thing. So yeah. he needs to take some responsibility for himself. I get he was in a dark place. His marriage fell apart. He lost his family. He obviously turned to drugs and alcohol to kind of like help him forget the pain because he didn't want to face his life. I get that. But, I mean, it's how many years has it been? It's It's been about three since it's all went downhill. Okay, so it's been three years. It's time to fucking... You need to turn off... The pity party's over. It's time to turn the lights back on, clean up your shit, and get your life back together. Because, I mean, how old is your dad? 42. So he's got a couple decades. He's not a, he's not a geriatric old man. He's got a couple decades. He could live a good, happy life if he gets his shit straight. But he needs the thing to is, he's stop like, being a drug dealer. He's burned all his bridges. Like, you know how many times my grandparents have given him a place to stay? 
right. or gave him money. I mean, sometimes when he didn't have a phone, my grandmother would give him hers. And no, stuff. I, I, no. I, listen, your dad is like my mom. Every time my mom would get kicked out or something like that or things would go south, my grandma would always let her come back there. And the problem is that actually all these – because my mom knew she had like a safe place to land, it actually made her do stupid shit even more because she knew that – it's like being like one of these banks that's too big to fail. You can be as reckless as you want because if you fuck up, the government's going to bail you out. And, it, you know, if you fuck up – your family's going to bail you out. And that's a problem because then you're not regulating your own behavior. You're just being a piece of shit and other people are picking up your mess. So unfortunately, the the, the thing you have to do to those people is you got to cut them loose. You got to tell them you're going to sink or swim. We're not going to fucking help you anymore. And no safety net. There's no safety net. And the thing is, he's either going to die or he's going to fucking find his come to Jesus moment he's going to get his shit straight and get his life back together he's going to he has to hit his rock bottom everybody has to hit their rock bottom all drugs and alcohol does is it numbs you from facing your bottom if you want to come out the other end and become a self-actualized man you have to walk through that valley and you got to face yourself you got to face every dark demon that you want to run from and want to hide and you never want to face. And you got to look it square in the eye and you got to confront it. And drugs and alcohol just allow you to numb yourself to that so you don't have to face those fears. And only by facing those fears can you come out the other end. And right now he's been sitting in that valley for three years numbing himself because he doesn't want to face his fears. And that's, that's on him. He's a man. He needs to fucking pull his head out of his ass. I mean, yeah, he's on a bad path, and I don't want to just say fuck him because he's well, my no, dad. No, I you want don't, him to. You don't, you don't just say fuck him, like don't ever talk to me again. You're dead to me. What you do is say, look, you have some shit to work out, and if you want to have a relationship with me, and I want to have a relationship with you, you have to change. And right now, you are still denying, and you're still avoiding responsibility, and you're still running from. It. And the thing is, you can spot someone who's full of shit, who hasn't really changed because they always blame someone else and they always make promises they know they can't keep. You could smell it on them. Well, that's so, what he did. He always, like, when I confront about his drugs, like, I've had a hard life. My yeah, dad wasn't you, there for me. And Jasmine, or my, your stepmom's making up lies about me. Okay. It's not true. And I'm like, listen, you weigh 250 you, do you pounds. Mind? Yes. Do you mind if I interject? No, I don't mind. You no. go ahead. Okay. I was actually talking to TFM, but that, I appreciate no, yeah, that. Go ahead. Well. I'm sorry. I... Uh, yeah. No, no, you're good. You're good. So here's the thing. Look, I'm a father and I'm a grandfather and I've been married twice. I've been divorced twice. You know, you have to take personal responsibility for what you do. And, but the thing is too, is you as a son, you're 16. You're going to be, you graduate in high school soon. You're going to be thinking about what you're going to be doing after high school. And you very clearly love your father. And, and that's important. But the thing you want to remember is this. You can't sacrifice your own future. And you can't sacrifice your life. And your emotional stability. For him if he is not willing to invest that in return. You can't love somebody more than they love themselves. And you can't invest in them more than they are going to invest in you. If he's not capable of it because he's addicted to drugs, 
there isn't dog shit you can do about that. And I know this sounds shitty, and I and I know it sounds rough. And and again, I agree with TFM completely. Don't abandon your father. Let him know what the program is, but stay out of that environment as long as it remains unhealthy. Because it's like TFM says, you know, if he's drunk driving or if he's on meth or whatever, you're, you're never going to know what he's going to do. And if he has a drug addicted uh, psychological break where he becomes psychotic, he, he's not the man yeah. that you knew is your father. And, that, and that's the problem with a lot of these drugs is that these drugs will, and, and this is for anybody who's listening, these drugs will change your psychological makeup. They will change who you are. They will change your personality. And if, if a person is doing drugs long enough, that change is permanent. And the person that, that you knew no longer exists. So with that in mind, I would just say, you know, while you love your father and while you want to be around him, you, you got to make sure you take care of yourself. You're 16 years old. You're getting ready to, to basically graduate in a year or two. And, you know, you've got opportunities ahead of you. And and, it, and you've suffered a horrible tragedy, obviously. Um, and it sounds like, you know, you at least have some support from your mom. And, you know, your family at least discusses this. The thing that I would say is, again, just, you know, focus on yourself. Try to get yourself squared away. Make sure that you do talk to your father, just like TFM says. But your father has to do it. He can't just talk it. And, and he has to be at a point where he can't be fucking blaming everybody else. For the challenges because you know what everything he says could be completely true it could be completely legitimate but it doesn't mean anything if he's not willing to take the cards he's been dealt and make something better of himself yeah I, he's i agree totally with what you're saying i i don't feel safe around him let me give you a little bit of that story he was in the marine corps he's really buff and when he does these drugs I've seen him like just go outside, take his pistol, and shoot at nothing. And I'm scared that one day I'll be in the house and he'll think I'm a burglar and he'll like stab me or kill me. That's why I don't go. He's too capable, and the drugs they they change the person. He's way too reckless with his life and my life, which is really sad because from when I was a little kid up until they divorced, he was perfect dad. Didn't drink. He like smoked and dipped. Um, no drugs, no nothing. It was just afterward when he started all this. So I really, between those times, fortunately I did have a good father figure though. I don't live with my mom alone. She has a step, uh, she remarried and I have a stepdad. And he's a great person. I mean, he's, he's like my, my dad. He, um, you know, he taught me how to hunt and fish and he's treated me like his own son. Even though he has a son, he treats me like a son, too, and I really appreciate that. So I'm not, like, totally lost. I've got a father figure to look up to, like a, a good father figure. Uh, you know, that's, I mean, that's good, but, yeah. Here's the thing, you know, when you're an adult, you, you have your life to live, and they have their life. And so you, you kind of just, you, you treat someone like an adult. And I don't have this whole, like, blood is thicker than water attitude. Even if we're related, even if you're my mom or my dad, if you fuck me over, I you know, that I'm not just going to let that go. And you shouldn't. I mean, they're just like any other person. Right. So my, my point is, though, is you have this father figure. 
um, you, but you still have a father. And I would, I'd still maintain contact with him and let him know your feelings and the changes he has to make and encourage him. But you can't live his life for him. And you don't want, and you also don't give him a, don't give him a bailout. Don't give him, don't give him a second chance until he's actually changed. Because, you know, that'll save his life. If you can help him change, that'll save his life. But if he doesn't want to change, if that change is too painful, then that's his choice. He's an adult. There's nothing you, you can know, do about that. You know how many times he's told me? said, Snake, I'm, you know, I've stopped drinking. And, you know, I'm, I've changed. Probably about six times I fell for that. And yeah. all six times he's disappointed me. So yeah. I'm about done with it. Yeah, well, you say, you know, I'm seeing a lot of talk, but I'm not seeing a lot in, you know, like... Action. Right. So it's... Yeah, I mean, sometimes people... Like I said, people have to hit the rock bottom. And for some people, that... It, it takes... Like, there are some fat people who they will not diet and exercise until they have a heart attack. It is when they have a heart attack and the doctor says, if you don't diet and exercise, you are going to die. And they're like, oh, I should diet and exercise. Like, it, it takes them almost dying of a heart attack for them to get their head out of their fucking ass. And for other people, it, it takes something that serious before they actually turn their life around. But it, it happens. So don't completely write him off. But you need to, like, just let him go, live his life. If he pulls his head out of his ass, great. If not, oh well. I mean, yeah, I don't want him to, like, overdose or nothing, but... I can't just I can't sit here and be the victim just because right. he wants me to be there. Right. It, well, yeah. There you go. You should also consider like how how that's going to affect the community. I mean, if he's on meth and he's doing all these things and he's not right in his head, maybe somebody needs to know about it before he hurts somebody else. Well, I don't really live down there in the community. For reference, um, where we I live in the Carolinas. And he's across the border. He's in South Carolina. So I don't really get the... It, it's really trashy down there. Is all I'm going to say. He, it, It's a really bad environment. He hangs out with... All right, so this is the weird thing. My stepmom hated me. But after um, I had to fall in out with dad, she's been getting in contact with me. And the only reason why is because I've not seen my brother really in a few years. And now that I've got my license, she's wanting me to go hang out with him because he doesn't he's he's really antisocial. This is what my dad told me when I saw him at Thanksgiving. And I mean that's the only other I saw him twice this year. That's the only other time. He said when I was at their house that they would put on a show. Like during the week there was constant arguing, stuff got broken. And they said that that traumatized Caden, and they both blamed the other person for it. She blames him, and he blames her. But they're both acting really shitty. I mean, they were... I, I'm not going to say she was on drugs. I don't know. But, like, when he caught her cheating, she was, like, extremely high. So I think it was... It was from both sides. Probably not the same extent that he was on, but they're horrible parents. Wait, so your stepmom's a drug addict as well? It, yep. Well, yeah, I mean, 
That's usually why people hook up with drug dealers. Right. So yeah. Apparently, they've had Jerry, this. You're a Jerry Springer episode in the making. Yeah. <laughs> he's had this problem for a while. From so I talked to my mother and my stepdad, which sounds weird, but um, this is what my stepdad told me in confidence. My um, my uncle works for him in his construction company, and he's like, "Also, I'm gonna tell you something that your uncle told me." And I'm like, "Okay." And he's like, "Back when you were born, about 2002, after you were born, uh, Chris told me that your dad flagged him down the side of the road because my my uncle he used to be a drug addict, and he said that my uncle and my dad smoked meth together. So apparently, this isn't." just starting now this has been a problem but apparently when they had my baby brother they cleaned up for a long time and like there was no drinking no drugs that i could see it was perfect it was just afterward when these old bad habits started coming back out because they needed something to lean on they were like dependent on it yep well, yeah, I mean, this, what can you do? You know, just I, don't follow, don't follow in their footsteps, I guess, is the best advice. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry, I won't. All right. All right, dude. Um, yeah. Is there anything you want to finish up on? Do you want to the last word before we, we move on? Um, Just to any men out there watching a stream don't fall into the same trap if you get screwed over by your wife and family don't let it ruin your life find something else that means a lot to you i mean that sounds really shallow but i mean what else can you do right sweet all right so thank thanks for coming on the show mate oh yeah you're very mm -hmm. welcome guys i'm i was really happy to be on the show all right, man. Sweet. Take care. Need a bit. All right, thanks. There you go. Man, that was a downer. I need, like, a good cuck story to lighten the mood now. Oh, no cuck stories, dude. Please, no cuck stories. Like, you know, it, I feel like the cuck stories really bring down the quality of the shows. I don't know. We should ask the audience if they like a cuck story. <laughs> Well, I've asked the audience. They want cuck stories, but the problem is, is that go. if you have, well, no, what do you mean? There you go. If you have cuck stories <laughs> on all the time, it's just it, it, it cuts out all the really interesting conversations. I feel. Fair enough. Grizzly Mctar says, "Cat, you're on crack." <laughs> <laughs> Tell him, Grizzly. There are no cat cuck stories, dude. Anyway, um, I really want to get through these questions. There's quite a few of them, but I want to get through them all. Or Sounds good. Shall I? I mean, we're four hours into the show, so. Uh, one second. Let's do this. Right. Question from Taz the MGTOW. He says, will the Saturday show still be the same time for the next two weeks? Uh, I guess. Yeah. 
there may be a few changes to the actual format um but there will be shows next week don't worry there you go why would the All why right. would the schedule change I don't know. Maybe people think that we, you know, we're going to go off and do our own things and just never be seen. Maybe you know? that's that'll be it. We, we had a, we had, yeah. we had a good run, but it's it's you know all good things must come to an end. Yeah. Yep. We're gonna pass the meth pipe. There you go. Yeah. Hold up a second. I've got it in my hand right now. There you go. Didn't you learn anything from our last guest, Cat? <laughs> Can't. You got, you got to, what, you know, what, 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 for the next guess, what? Puff, you got to give. You got to put out. You got to <laughs> right, put that. Right. Put away the crack before the crack puts you away. Right. Uh, perfect. Oh, I'm gonna let the pipe go cold. Yeah, no, you like, won't. Anyway, no, I won't. Right. <laughs> Ask to mouth to cock says, has anyone ever seen any white men spouted IQ stats ever put up their IQ tests? Um, I haven't, and I actually have a theory, because you notice a, lo- a lot of racists tend to be the lowest IQ dipshits of the, the given population. <laughs> and you know, it's, it's, it's so funny you say that. You remember that time when we we done a show, we jumped into the mosh pit, and there was there was a guy go spouting off about IQ, and he, you were just yep. like, dude, have you tested your IQ? And he was like, what? And he was like, get what? tested, bro. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because here's here's the thing i I really think it has to do with reproduction so when because women are hypergamous so if you're on the low end of the bell curve your women are going to look outside for better men and so as part of a mating strategy if you can restrict you know your women from from dating outside of your race that gives you more of an opportunity to reproduce so you look at a lot of these you know these these men who are like oh we got to keep the race pure you know, I got to do this and that. It, like they tend to be the the lower on the bell curve people. They're not the smart people. Smart people like women want to fuck them regardless. You know, they have money. They're successful. But the the low IQ dipshits, they're the ones who are like, oh, we, they're the ones who want government to to save them. Because like I've I've talked about this many times. You know, socialism and communism, all these ideologies, they're the ideologies of losers. They can't compete in a free market, so they want the government to make everything fair. So if you – like fascism is a collectivist socialist ideology. So people who espouse fascism are losers. People who espouse communism are losers. You can't compete in a free market. You want the government to take shit away and give it to you because you fucking suck. And you know throwing racism on top of that doesn't change that. You're still a fucking loser. So yeah. Yeah, and it's – yeah. Yeah. You know, TFM, I, I know you're nuanced about this, and your subtlety is is there. I just wanted to thank you for that. You know, I, I sometimes you, you don't want to just force feed it to them. You want to kind of like spoon feed it to them a little bit so that it goes down easier. Right. But you're yeah. fucking loser. I, I like fucking right. loser. I like it when they go down piece easier. Of shit. That's all I'm saying. Stop it. Get help. Right. <laughs> Get tested. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Next question. Next question from Rex Cedar 2015. He says, I read a possibly fake story on Reddit about a man who decided to feed his girlfriend a morning after pill to get off of child support. 
get out of child support. Right. Do you think this is immoral? I think it's morally okay, given that men can't opt out of parenthood. Right. No, I, again, I've, I've made this point before. I just want consistency. I just want consistency. If a woman can sperm jack a man and get herself pregnant, and it's just part, it's just part of her body. Just, it's not a baby. It's just, it's a, it's a part of my body. Oh, then you have no basis to say, oh, I choose to keep this baby. Give me child support, because that's just a part of your body. It's not a human being. It's just, it just just happens to be some tissue. Now, if it's your baby, like if you and a woman have a baby and she's pregnant with your child, she does not have the right to have an abortion without your consent, because you're the father. It's jointly your baby so this bullshit where it's it's my body if i want to murder the baby but it's our baby if i want to keep it and you have to pay child support that's what's bullshit so if you want to have abortion fine men should be able to say fuck you i don't want to be a father raise the kid your damn self and you don't get one red cent of child support or it's a baby we both jointly have this baby it's not a part of your body it's our baby thus you cannot terminate this baby without my consent because even if you don't want the kid that's my kid too but this bullshit where this double standard where it's it's a fetus if the woman wants to have an abortion but it's a baby like that guy who gave his 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 girlfriend the morning after pill he's being charged with murder now a woman if she were to kill that baby herself not even a crime. That this again, I've made this point before. When a man does it, it's a crime. When a woman does it, it's not a crime. Just the it's not just like women getting shorter sentences than men. It's not even a crime when they do it. When a woman murders a baby, it's just oh, she's just you know, this is tissue, it's part of her body. But when the man doesn't want to be a father, he's being trapped with a baby, tricks the girl into taking a morning after pill, he's being charged with murder. That is complete fucking bullshit. But this is gynocentrism. Now here's the thing. Honestly, she wins. You know, he, he's going to go to jail. She's just going to she's going to find another man to trap. If you're going to go to jail for murder, you might as well fucking earn it. Well, you know, oh, morning after pill murder. Fuck that shit. Eyeball thumbs in the eyeballs murder. At least I'm going to jail for murder that I actually deserve to go to jail for. Not feeding you a goddamn morning after pill. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go find 25 to life for giving you a morning after pill. No, I'm gonna fuck. If I'm gonna go to jail for murder, I'm gonna be wearing your entrails as a fucking boa. I'm gonna be like fucking. I'm gonna I'm just, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna I earn it. If I'm going to prison for murder, I'm not going to. I'm gonna earn it. I'm gonna make sure that like I make the news. Okay. Um. Question from Rexy the twenty fifteen again. Uh, dudes, man, you got a lot of questions. He says, oh, for the panel, Celestina's oh, got something to say. Yep. Yo, we all want uh, Snake Celestina. back and for a short story. Mm, I think Snake's gone. Snake. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I can't do the sound effect for Metal Gear. You know what I'm talking oh, no, about. I couldn't do it. You know what I'm talking about. You know what's up. Yeah. Anyway. Um... I'm just laying low and not drawing fire. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Question from Rexy to... Um, 2015. He says, I can own... Wait. No, we've... Sorry. That was the question. Had that one. Uh, Rexy to 2015. He said, for the panel, what are some... Un Unknown 
or underrated games that you really enjoyed and would like to t- and would like to take this time to give a shout out to right i tried to get tfm interested in this game called uh domino and i was i i tried to get him to bring onto mm-hmm. the show right um you know bring in the viewership so they can vote on certain aspects of um you know his choices in the game, but he, he didn't want that. He said no. It was ten dollars, and it was. Like I want to a... play a game where some wife who stabs herself to death, mm-hmm. right? And that's more interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hold on, so speaking of waifus, no, Hess still here. Pull him back into the live show for his short story. Mm, no, I mean. We hit, we pretty much. I don't think his stories he's are like. Here. Yeah, was she? No, named, let's the, he's not here. His story. Yeah, he was. I mean, we we pretty much. What what else needs to be he's said? Cool, yeah. Like I think we covered it all. I mean, you'll have to tune into Jerry Springer to hear the rest of his story. I guess. He he. Listen, guys. If if he wants to come on the show at a later date, he can do that. That that's fine. But we are four hours and eleven minutes into the show, so that's not going to happen. Oh my goodness. Snake. 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 <laughs> that was much less dramatic than I was expecting. Yeah. Yeah. I you should have, you know, yeah. added a few more A's, I think. Well, no, well she didn't she didn't read it dramatically. That's the problem with these text speech engines. They don't do the uh, inflection. But uh there you go. You did it. Right. Um, next question uh, from Dickus Maximus for feeding the cat. Since the U.S. military is slowly becoming shit, how is the U.K. military from your perspective? From my perspective, I mean, obviously, I, I've got a couple of friends in the military, and they're saying that uh, because of the U.S. military, um, they've received a lot of cutbacks, and they're still receiving cutbacks. Um, because they're facing a different type of war machine in uh, terrorism. So uh, it's less boots on the ground and it's more um, MI5, MI6. Hold on. You will uh, pick up a turd by the clean end sooner than you will find consistency in a woman. There you go. That's a good good saying. Inappropriate. That's a good... Anyway... Continue, cat. Sorry. <clears throat> yeah. So um, it's more MI5, MI6, GCHQ, um, more intelligence services. Um, I don't know how that's going to affect the military in the long run, but um, yeah, I mean, I mean, NATO's still a thing. I don't know how long that's going to be a thing for, considering that the European. Oh my goodness. And just the price of a minute and a half. Snake could provide plus one humors in his final story if brought back in. No, no, Snake's not coming back. He's been replaced by Raiden. So yeah, yeah, it was it was a big switcheroonie. So yeah, Raiden's doing naked backflips right now. He's gonna take his place on the show. But it's yeah. all a, it's all a simulation. That's the big spoiler. If you Literally. don't get if you don't get the reference, it's because you're you're not a true fan. 
Someone out there gets the reference. I know it. At least one person. I get the reference. What, knows what I'm talking oh, I about. get the reference. I played the games, dude. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I just want to get off the whole snake. Uh, yeah, I don't... Issue. Stop, I just want to stop, move stop, on. Stop, tr stop trying to turn yeah. snake into a meme. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Um... DDJ, do you have any games that you want to mention, or um, um, you, you know, think? obviously, I, I I really like Wildlands. Um, I've been playing Division a little bit. It's not as great a game, but it's I mean, it's fun enough. Um, but you know, I mean, I don't know. I like Wildlands. Yeah. Um, cat. I don't think it, I don't think it translates very well to uh, to the stream just because it, it requires a lot of. Uh, coordination or more coordination anyway yeah. but maybe on easy mode it doesn't but yeah uh capped um tfm is playing a video game right now dude yeah um i'm not i don't play video games on the stream because i've got to keep an eye on the chats and um move people in discord and respond to private messages of people whining at me about certain things specifically the women whining whining at me things the guys are okay anyway <coughs> um next question is from uh damn one second get rid of those question from red robin 3500 can you upload this segment this current segment on YouTube. Yes, we can. We can upload everything. Yeah, we upload the entire um, podcast. Yeah. Welcome to the internet. From, what a silly yeah. question. Next question. I'm just, listen, I'm just reading verbatim. Anyway, question from Trooping Grimori. Have you, have you ever read just another book niggas ain't gonna read? It's a self-help book written by Marcus A. Brown. Yeah, I'm subscribed no, to it. That is actually a book. I've heard I, of it. That yeah. is actually a book. Right. I have not I've not read it. As, yeah, as read I'm it sure either. he has also not read The Doll on My Balls. <laughs> right. Right. Has Which he read is high quality literature. literature. I read it. I read it too. It, it was good, wasn't it? Wait, what which book are you talking about? I, I said I read the feminist lie. I didn't read your book. Oh, dude, you should have read. You should remind. It's only fourteen goddamn pages. I, like dude, it's such a chore. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. You know what? I've been. I swear to God, I've been busy. I have. Oh, I've, I've been busy. It takes like pages. it takes like five pages. minutes. Five minutes yeah. to read. You don't have five minutes. You could read it right now. You could read it literally right now on the air. You'll be finished with it before the end of the show. There you go. I'm sorry, TFM. I'm truly sorry. Yeah, you know, your Next insincere question. British apologies I, I aren't it. doing it for me. Yeah. <laughs> Do I not sound sincere enough? No. Not at all. I know that it's more no? your, 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 I thought, your... I thought, I thought I sounded sincere. I, right, I, well, you know, but I, I know... Your heart was bleeding. Right. Did you see yeah, the blood right. all over my can, keyboard? I can see through that your bullshit. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, um... Grizzly MGTOW says, uh, question for TFM, what's worse, 
this or the government having control of the internet and regulating it regulating it like any other utility well again regulating it as any other utility is just going to it's going to end in regulatory capture which is what you've seen that's why this fucking apple pie guy was put in charge of the fcc it's regulatory capture it happens every fucking time the only thing that actually will create a pro-consumer environment is free market competition so what you do is you just the, the government needs to basically uh promote competition possibly even break up some of these large tech companies because i mean you have like these companies own too much shit you have like these media companies that have like dozens and dozens of subsidiaries that just they own too much they're too big you need to just break them up and just like look just you, you own too much shit so you know be free that 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 you know fostering competition will actually create a a pro-consumer environment empowering a body like the fcc is just going to result in regulatory capture okay um question from rexy to 2015 he says tfm do you play any visual novel what visual novel series do you like if so uh, no I, I you know when i was younger i, I tried out some hentai visual novel kind of games but yeah, they never were my thing I, the only reason why i'm playing this is it was free and it's 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 an interesting i mean i like psychological horror so it's like a psychological horror visual novel dating sim so i, I like that aspect of it but I, i'm not generally into visual novels but uh yeah you okay. know porn's always always you know yeah porn porn makes everything better honestly can't go wrong okay sweet uh rexida you got a lot of questions here so i am i'm gonna start regulating your questions specifically because you they're all over the place no i mean i, I love your questions dude but we've got to get other people's questions in as well so i'll choose your best questions anyway um Question from Red Ruzzigal. He says, since debt won't come under control during the Trump administration, do you think China will simply continue buying American Fed bonds? No, nobody's really buying. The Fed is buying the bonds. You know, other governments don't really buy U.S. bonds anymore. Um, the, the biggest holder of U.S. debt is the Fed, which is the government. The purpose of the Fed is to create this illusion that the government isn't simply printing money by using the Fed as an intermediary between the Treasury and the government. But it's it's the same thing. It's an illusion. If the government was just printing money for itself, then people would dump the dollar. But they use the Fed as like – it's like a, a launderer. That's all it is. But honestly, the, the Fed will never stop borrowing bonds because that's their whole purpose. Um, but China doesn't really own – that many bonds like privately held bonds are, are a very small piece of the pie compared to what the fed has now yeah eventually though the uh, hold on celestine has got something to say sweet corn doll on my balls oh wait snake there you go i hope that was worth five dollars you got all the memes all the memes in one comment you did it 
Ja. Right, um, next question from JD. Now, I took this question okay. because it was a retarded question, and oh I God. then asked not JD, to ban I'm, JD. I've, you know, honestly, for, her, her questions have gotten so bad, I've actually stopped responding oh, to her. Listen. In the oh, comment you, section, this is, a, this is this is a complete potato question. Oh god! But, um, not JD, to, you, can, you can you you, you can were stop muting you were supposed now. to be the chosen one, <laughs> right? You were supposed to join the logic, not destroy it. There you go. What? I don't know. She she seemed she seemed yes, smart. Sorry. She seemed like a, a rational woman that could form a cogent argument. And she's crazy. It was all a lie. She's, she's crazy. It was all. It was a lie the whole time. I got into a conversation with her um, on YouTube on another person's video, another person's channel, and it was an interesting conversation. Well, no, it wasn't interesting. It, it, she went complete potato. Complete. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what she was actually saying, um, but she was retarded. But yes, uh, not to. Um, Please don't ban her again because I want everyone to shit on her. Wow. But you're such, you're such a gentleman. Is, I know I'm yeah. a gentleman. Okay, yeah. question. Yeah. If women will if women will never care about men, as TFM said yesterday, then how do you explain the fact that I, the woman, am the only one and she puts in brackets out of me, DDJ, Cat, and TFM. I mean she's going on like like we're we're a team with her, right. if you know what I'm. If you know right, what I mean. we're all we're all for the fabulous foursome. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Out of me, DDJ, Cat, and TFM, who feel sorry for the men who Cat humiliates during the show. What the fuck? Oh, she's talking. About, okay, what? here's here's the thing. All right, so I've actually JD has this weird obsession with the movie Carrie. Um, you know where the girl gets the pig's blood dumped on her, and she goes on a yeah, fucking a psychic killing spree. Telekinetic, yeah, telekinetic, right. telekinetic killing spree. I haven't, seen the, I haven't seen the new one actually. And ahead, the, the new one is shit. Anyway, but here's the is thing. It? Yeah, thanks here's for a, ruining it. I know. Spoiler alert: It's shit. Most yeah. remakes are. <laughs> um, anyway, here, here's the thing. You know, getting the pig's blood dumped on her was it was a shitty thing to do, but a lot of the people that she killed were just people who laughed. Now, if you saw someone get pig's blood dumped on her, you would laugh. Just like if you saw someone trip or their pants split or they, you know, whatever. When something embarrassing happens to people, you laugh. It doesn't mean you're part of the assault. It just means something happened and it's kind of funny. You know, it's like seeing like that chick getting slapped on the subway was funny. <laughs> she, she hit this guy. He turned around and booked and slapped her in the back to the thought dimension. That was hilarious. Now... She interprets that as, like, that's the same level of cruelty as, you know, like, um, that guy who, who was white knighting and got thrown off a bridge. Basically, I need to have empathy for white knight who got thrown off a bridge after basically starting shit with the boyfriend. But then she thinks it's justified that if you laugh at a girl who got pig's blood dumped on her, you deserve to die. Because she's, you know, it's just, there's no consistency. Consistency, people. So, so, so JD wants to murder me then. She wants to murder me well, in my sleep. I, I'm just saying. me with a pillow. No. I think she probably secretly wishes she had telekinetic <laughs> yeah. powers. 
Yeah, telekinetic. Yeah, telekinetic. Like I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna have Darth Vader powers. She's gonna have Carrie powers, and we're gonna have like a Harry Potter standoff where we're like making shit faces at each other from across the room, where we're using our telekinesis to try to like kill each so other. So she, she'll say, she'll saying that she wants to, um, she wants to uh, use a, te- a telekinetic energies to murder me and uh, I don't know about that well, no, in my ass. But, but she has this okay here's Probably. the thing the reason why people get yeah. flushed is because they're boring and they're bad for the show yeah. it doesn't and we're not listen, we're not judging how many not, times how many how many TFM how many times have I flushed people just off my own back just because yeah, you, you I, don't. I don't like them no yeah it, it's not when when someone gets flushed there's a reason for it now I'm not judging them as a person I'm not saying you're a piece yeah. of shit and you should kill yourself I'm saying you're boring and you're bad for the show or you're crazy like we have another global man or some guy talking about fucking HIV doesn't cause AIDS or some some stupid shit. Like, yeah, you need to go. Like, cause you're you're clearly insane. Yeah. Uh, now, now, I'm I'm gonna say the reason why I flush is because obviously not. I mean, TF, TFM is never. I mean, actually, there was one guy that you were just like going shh. shh. Oh yeah, I was. God, shh. I, but um, every other guest. The reason they've been flush is because the viewership has demanded it. They said, cat, flush, flush, flush. And when I start seeing people saying flush, why isn't cat flushing? That's when I think, okay, we need to move on. We need to either move on or, um, yeah, flush. Yeah. And also, yep. I, I, you know, um, JD keeps going back to this. Uh, the, the Remember that segment, Married and in Denial? Oh, where you laugh? Yeah, where I laugh. And I think that triggers her. That, that, well, because that no, again, her. because she's obsessed with the movie Carrie, so the joy yeah. of others triggers a murderous response in her. She wants to lash out with her psychic powers every time she hears any kind of joy or laughter. But you know what? I've, right. What I've always said let's, to her. Tell you what, wait, let's let's move on to the next question. Yeah, I know. Let's move on. Okay. But yeah, you yeah. know, I've always said to her. I said, listen, remember my laugh from Married and Red Pill. Remember it now. Think of that. As you talk to me, and I'm laughing at you, yeah, and yeah. that usually shuts her up. So, JD, think of my laugh when you think of me. <laughs> there you go. All right. Next question. One second. Uh, keeping it simple, one says: By the time the collapse happens, do you fear that you may be too old to defend yourself? It could happen in ten years. It could happen in thirty years. Yeah, I mean, um, my. You have to have a backup plan. So I'm preparing for retirement. I'm I'm repair I'm preparing for retirement on the chance that the collapse doesn't happen in my life. I could live a, a to a ripe old age and retire, and I'll be fine. Or the collapse could happen tomorrow. You know, so like you don't know. So it's kind of best to kind of cover your bases. Now, if I'm too old and the collapse happens and I'm dead. Well, then I'm too old. The collapse happens and I'm dead. I mean, what am I going to do? Unless I have like some kind of robot body I can like put my brain into. I mean, I'm fucked. But, you know, there's nothing I can do about that. So, you know, if if there's nothing I can do to affect it, there's no point worrying about it. So, if you don't mind me asking, um, what generation do you feel is going to be ripe for when the collapse happens? You know what? I don't even worry about that. Like people always ask me, "Oh, what year is the collapse going to happen?" When the nature of chaos is that it's unpredictable. Uh. 
So you, you want to have a general kind of all-purpose plan in place. You want to have maybe a couple backup and contingency plans, and that's about it. That way, when, when the time comes, you know what to do. That's what's important, is knowing what to do when it happens, not trying to predict what year it'll happen. That's stupid. That's a speculation. Okay. Um, question from Arkham Knight Triple One says uh for tfm when are you going to finish your survival prep series with rot dog yeah we have well i mean i've been super busy probably after the holidays we have three more episodes we were planning on doing but it's just been a matter of i mean because we do we've been doing the shows with tommy uh just busy shit you know honestly i've been a lot more busy than i thought i would be so it's just one of those things. It'll it'll happen. Just gotta be patient. Let it happen. Okay. Question from Austin Alfterkirk. He says, "TFM, would you invest in student loan asset-backed securities?" Pseudo, what are those? Pseudo known asset backed securities? I've heard no, of. You didn't hear me. No, no, you didn't hear me, dude. Okay. Sorry. Let me repeat the question. Um, what? Would you invest in student loan asset-backed securities? Oh, oh, God, no, God, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, here's let me tell you about these securities. So, the student loans you can't file bankruptcy to get out of them. But here's the thing: the government is going to forgive them because they have to. Because the government does. They, in the UK, they forgive them after when you when you hit yeah. forty and then lower interest so, anyways. Right, so let me, let me ask Go you a ahead. question. Imagine you invested, in air quotes, in student loan-backed securities, and then the government forgives the student loans. What happened to your money? What do you, what do you think happened to your money when the government forgave the student loans? There you go. That's, ex that's exactly what happened to your money. So do, do yeah. not invest anything in student loan-backed securities. That is the government trying to pass on the bullshit to you. They're going to forgive the debts because they care more about votes than economics. They don't have an economic self-interest to be good stewards of the economy. They're just trying to get reelected. And giving away free shit is a very easy way to get reelected. And a lot of millennials, the millennial generation is bigger than the baby boomers. Now, they're, they're only starting to get politically active, but they are in so much fucking debt because of colleges and student loans. The government is going to forgive their debts if only just to buy their votes. And you can kiss your student loan-backed securities goodbye when that happens. So don't yep. put shit in student loan-backed securities. That is the fucking stupid... You might as well just fucking wipe your ass with it and set it on fire. You're going to get more better return on your invest. You might as well invest in Bitcoin if you're going to invest in some shit to try to get a return. <laughs> so I, so I you're, would, you're coming out to say it now. Yeah, invest in Bitcoin. Invest in Bitcoin if, it, if it's a choice between student loan-backed securities and Bitcoin, Bitcoin all the way. There you go. Okay. TFM promotes Bitcoin. Confirmed. Let it not. Let it not be said. <laughs> right. Um. Question from Austin after cock. Um. Is was there any legit evidence against Turner Brock? Are you talking about Brock Turner? Didn't he finger a Turner chick Brock. while she was? 
I think talking about Brock Turner. Wasn't he? He didn't he finger a chick while she was passed out. I I I don't know who. Wait, who, I think who, Brock Turner. Turner. I think Brock Turner was a guy that got convicted and he ended up like getting a super short sentence. Yeah, because he didn't he because he fingered a chick while she was passed out or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I yeah. forget. Yeah, I don't. Wait, and then that. and then what did they say? What, what outside of trouble or something outside of bar? I don't no, remember what was. She I just was, remember that he got convicted and they like gave him like probation or some shit. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they out. gave him they gave him a short sentence. So all these feminists were fucking, fucking start, ready to start a riot because oh my god, he was convicted and you know whatever. It, the judge basically gave him a, a lenient sentence because he was literally like you know some college freshman scared out of his mind and he was like you know his life was going to be over. And he, you know, so the judge kind of took pity on him, and they were like, "Oh my God, this is uh, what a miscarriage!" Now it doesn't matter that women can stab a motherfucker with a knife and get probation. Oh, you know, that—that's just you know whatever. But oh God, a guy fingered a chick and didn't go to jail forever and get his shit pushed in. Oh, that's—it's—it's a—it's the patriarchy. It's a travesty, clearly. Yeah. So next, there you go. Next question. Next question <laughs> is from. Uh, Tyler Durden he says uh, for TFM they're kicking men out of school out of jobs and out of the family what will men be kicked out of next uh, basically everything except the things that women can't do so the dirty dangerous jobs the military those are things women can't do I don't do. even think that I think they're going to they're going to be kicked out of their inheritance next um, you know if they're part of a wealthy family, they're going to lose it all. Yeah, everything goes to women. Money like, passed, it, yeah. money passed down from families is going to be taken and it's going to be absorbed into the government or it's going to be given away to you know a bunch of women that didn't do nothing. Right. Well, again, just going back to this Canadian thing where they're going after the, the grandparents for child support. That's fucking stupid. But if that if that happens, if the Canadian government says, "Oh yeah, go after the grandparents," the floodgates are open. Basically, nobody's safe. Some fucking like random single mom that you're like second cousins to is going to come after you for child support because you're the only living relative, and she's someone's got to take. Yeah. It's like there's like a video clip of some someone's single pay mom. For these, all so, these kids. Who's gonna Who's gonna pay for all these kids? Someone go. <laughs> someone's gonna put me out. Like you. Don't fucking have kids you can't afford, you dumb bitch. Right. Like, it, you're not entitled to other people's money because you were irresponsible. But that's that's the, that's the gynocentrism, is women just hold their hand out and someone's going to pay because I'm just a child. But I can vote because reasons. Yeah. Right, question from Jin Tonin. He says, for DDJ, could you please explain convict conditioning yeah hold, convict hold, conditioning hold on hold on, is hold on. Hold please on, let on, snake back on the show for just a minute he really wanted to tell it no what is this is this like supposed to be like a new meme yeah. stop it no it's snake snake had his story he's gone let it go right in his new star convict conditioning yeah. is a body weight training exercise regimen um, back before people lifted weights all the time, like went to the gym, they got strong by lift doing body weight exercises to get strong. So you developed a lot more functional strength 
than like gym strength. It makes sense. It's kind of like, you know, there's that thing, the total gym that Chuck Norris used to shill. Yeah. Where basically it was like a, a pulley system where you just laid on a board with wheels on it and used your body weight. And you could do all kinds of exercises just using your body weight. Right. Right. Yeah. In the convict conditioning, you don't actually need equipment for it. I mean, you can do it pretty much anywhere. And uh, the guy who wrote the book is actually like, you know, I guess he, I don't know where the fuck he learned it, but like. It, he, the the techniques that he uses are like the stuff that old like old school strongmen used to use. So I mean, the stuff works; it's great. Um, I think that if anybody uses convict conditioning, they should probably use it in conjunction with like uh, a good stretching regimen and maybe yoga or something like that. Um, calisthenics, maybe dumbbells, but it's it's a good program. There you go. Okay. Um, question for. TFM from Dark Knight 1872 he says for TFM any possibility for a top 10 TFM flush uh, top 10 TFM show flushes video for the new year I, I would have to, here's the problem I would have to go through I'd have to download all my podcast first of all I have to remember every podcast where we flush someone yeah. I'd have to download all of them I'd have to isolate the clip and then I would have to create this compilation. That is way too much work. Yeah. Now, here, here, now here, I will say this. I will say this. I've People are free to download and mirror my videos. If someone else wants to do that and create a compilation video of the greatest flushes or the greatest rants or the greatest hyena laughs, whatever... Uh, whatever compilation you want to make. about my laugh, TFM. Or, or, I laugh like hyena. Anyone's Damn. laugh. Anyone's laugh. <laughs> um, no, if you guys, if you guys want to download any of my videos and make any sort of derivative work, go ahead and do it. I'm not going to copyright claim them. Knock yourself out. There are programs that let you download YouTube videos. So go nuts. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there you go. But I, I, I don't have the time. Same, same. Yeah, alternatively, send me a top 10 flushes, and I will forward it to TFM. Right. Like, I don't even have time to do my own time codes. Yeah. Like, Oslo MGTOW exactly. does those for me. So, yeah, I just don't have time. If if uh, if I had infinite time, yeah, sure, but I don't. I got the same 24 as everyone else. Yeah. Right, next question from... I'm speaking the devil. Uh, Oslo MGTOW, he says, Trivia question for TFM and DDJ. Following the two streams, you guys had back-to-back -back with Tommy Sotomayor. Was just wondering, after what collaboration stream or an own video, did you notice a significant growth spike or drop in your subscribers? Um, you know, the first stream we did with Tommy, I had a huge spike. Like, I, I think I had 7,000 new subs that month, which is like several times more than I'm used to. It's a huge spike. Uh, the second stream, like last week, eh, it's up. It's up a little bit, but not crazy. Nothing crazy. But like, the, the, I think what it was was the people who, a lot of the people didn't know who I was. So the first stream we did with Tommy, they were introduced to me, 
and then people subscribed if they liked me. But I think those people have kind of already subscribed. So now when I when I do anything with Tommy, most people already know who I am. So you're not going to get the same impact every time. It's like diminishing returns. But yeah, no, there are spikes. And in fact, the that that stream where Tommy was on the, the uh, dumpster fire and I was playing Fortnite, that was my highest grossing video for that month. So it's, you know, it, it, it's, it's a legit thing. I mean, because Tommy's got a huge audience. He's got over 300,000 subs. So he's got a, he's got a big mark. He's got a big audience. He's got a lot of people. And so you talk to them. If they like you, they'll subscribe to you. So. You know, I, you know, I, I do it. I really like Tommy, but I just don't like his audience. I, I just really don't. It's just too many potatoes. Wait, it's like a, it's well, like a farm of well, potatoes. You gotta remember the one percent rule. You gotta have the, when you have a one percent of people are batshit well, insane. So you have a hundred people, you're gonna have one person who's batshit insane. When you have three hundred thousand people, you're talking about three thousand people that are batshit insane. That's just the law of averages. No, I, I, I disagree. I, TFM might disagree, and I think Tommy would disagree too, because the amount of absolute retards that are on his stream, <laughs> and, even, and Tommy calls it out as well. He, you know, he, he he's got no. Listen, the thing with someone like Tommy, he doesn't suffer fools easily, and you see that in the people that you know. You see that in the in the way he deals with people. You know, he just he, he can't put up with someone trying to spin him bullshit, and I, I totally agree with where he come where he comes from. But yeah. obviously. In, if you're in the comment section and you're dealing with these fucking potatoes, it's just like, well, why'd you bother? You get burnt out. It's right. like, okay, is, is this the, is this a sum of, you know, the audience? If that, if that's the case, then why do I bother? I don't, you know? I don't, you know, I don't know. He does his thing, I do mine. There yeah. you go. Next but question. Anyway. <clears throat> um, question from... Theodosius the Fist. He says, "Cat, why do you bother with questions from women? They are only women, and as such, are not worth the time." What? Well, well I'll I'll answer that. I know that was that was addressed to you, but here's the thing: sometimes it's actually good to use women as an example that we're not just pulling shit out of our ass. When we talk about female nature. I mean, we could talk about female nature all day long. But when women can demonstrate female nature, how much more powerful is that? Like, I, yeah. I did a show. One of the early shows we did was, uh, remember Tanya? She mm -hmm. had this whole, like, um, I called this segment Single Mother Solipsism. And that segment was, like, over an hour. And she was... It's one of my favorite segments. Right. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. If you, if you took the segment at face value, it was too long. She talked too much. She was cutting me off. I wasn't holding her feet to the fire. I got a lot of shit for that segment because people were like, oh my gosh, Stephen, you let her talk over you and interrupt you and blah, blah, blah. But I let her basically – she was demonstrating female nature. I, cu I couldn't have planned a better demonstration of female nature. You'll learn more from that segment than you will from 10 you know, MGTOW videos explaining female nature to you because it's, it's one thing to, to hear it explained to you. It's another thing to see it in front of you and that's why like you know i, I get migtow's a male space uh, and i'm not saying like except women who are like oh i'm 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 a migtow groupie let me in fuck you but uh yeah i, I want you to be i want to interact with you because you are a textbook example like you are exhibit a I, I i want you to i want to point at you and be like behold exhibit a 
I present JD, yeah. a feminist that actually is somewhat less retarded than the average feminist. And yet, no. look at her. She still says retarded things. Still this retarded. is this is the best. She's like the cream of the crop, and it's still it's like it's like the smartest kid with Down syndrome. It's like you're still you still have Down syndrome at the end of the day. But you know, God bless you. you know, you're trying your best. Well, you know, you know what? Yeah, you know what they say. They say if you're running a race with somebody like that. Uh, I'm sorry. No, it's it, running a race with somebody like that is like competing in the Special Olympics. Even if they win, they're still retarded. Right. Yeah. Let's want to say this. Go ahead. Well, let me say this. Okay, so I, I know I've been picking on JD a bit, but she actually is one of the smarter women that I've talked to. She actually does form arguments. She actually does cite sources, and, and that's 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 the saddest part. That that's really the the, the takeaway I'm trying to demonstrate. Smart woman. Smart woman. Asterisk. Right. Well, it's kind of like it's like these female athletes. Like there was this woman, uh, or she wasn't even a woman. She's like a, a like a teenager. There's this big headline. She's like the world's strongest teenager, and it's like a girl, and she's like breaking records. Oh, she's got this world record. You know, she's she's only strong for a girl. Hold on, Celestine looks something. Snake has waited years to be on the show. This isn't a meme. This is what us the fans want. Hashtag do it for Snake. Okay. Anyway. See, I don't, I don't even know what's Me happening. Matter. Right now, going back to the actual Next. question, um, the only reason why I asked uh, Jay's question on the show to be answered is because it was a complete potato question. And I mean, it was just well, it, she always um, asked potato questions, but this one was especially egregious and. I've, I, you know, I just thought that it needed to be, it needed to be dealt with. Um, right. Before that, I, I listen. I and a lot of people in the know will, will tell you that I refuse to ask JD's questions on this show. Um, I, TFM, I, I, have you heard? Have yeah. you heard from the uh, great one? The great I refuse one? to ask her questions. Oh, I, I don't great know. Brian. Oh no! Anyway, I mean, yeah, you remember whatever. Well, but yeah, yeah she, she, but she she emails me and she'll leave comments on my videos, and I generally respond to them. But I've noticed like her, her comments and her questions and her points have become worse over time. I think she's running out of arguments, so it's yep. like she's she's being worn down. So. I, I don't know. She's, trying to she's ready for some patriarchy. Is that what you're saying? I I, I don't know. I, I don't know if, if that's a good sign or a bad sign. Like I don't want her to like. I don't want her. I don't want her to stop being her. I don't want her to like give up on life. But you need to kind of step it up. Come on, you know I expect you more go. from you, JD. You're you're a smart person. Come on, you gotta gotta keep your steel sharp and steel. You don't you gotta you gotta come here. You gotta bring your A game. This is the big. This is the big leagues. There you go. Yeah, I mean, if you want to just you know f fucking argue with some dipshits, there's plenty of other places you can go. But you come on here, you know that we're not gonna we're not gonna treat you with kid gloves. Yeah, they're not stupid questions. They won't get answered. Yeah, simples. Um. Right. Question from Shadow Ranger. He says, TFM, why did you stop being religious? And how are your current views on religious stuff? Uh, I'm still open. Here's the thing is the... 
there are too many inconsistencies and basically the whole, oh, you just have to have faith, just it never sat with me. I was willing to let it go for a while, but then after a while, it was just like, every time there was an inconsistency, you just had to accept it because faith. And that that's dumb. And then, like, I did notice that the church was very gynocentric, and it was all about the women's, and they would blatantly ignore scripture when it talked about male authority. So I just kind of like, okay, I realized, I realized the organized religion part was bullshit. But then when you get into the, like, the actual scriptures and the actual, like, book and everything like that, everything's just faith. And, but then when you read the book, you're like, okay, well, the, you know, in, in Moses, they saw miracles. Moses did all these things. And then in Jesus, he did all these miracles and saw all these things. Like, but, oh, no, we just have to, it's all by faith now. We, there's no alternative. Just their faith, faith, faith. So it's just dumb. It's like, isn't that convenient? That all the all the well, important faith, stuff faith, happened. Faith, save these hoes. Faith, faith, faith. Right. So isn't it convenient that like everything? Oh, everything in the book. All these amazing things happen in the book that you don't get to see and can't verify. But then now that you know, like you can actually test things. Oh, now we have to live by one hundred percent faith. No evidence needed. No evidence provided. Just faith, faith, faith. So it's just like ah, this is bullshit. Now, because, you know, there, there are holes in science, too. Science doesn't have all the answers yet. They're still trying to, like, discover things and figure out how things work. Um, so I was willing to kind of believe that, okay, look, things that science couldn't explain could be explained by religion. But now I'm, I'm just agnostic to it. I'm just like, okay, we don't know where that, we don't know why or what or how. But the answer will come eventually, and it's probably not going to be a sky genie. Whatever the answer is of why, where, and how, it's not going to be some white guy with a beard spoke and shit happened. I'm just going out on a limb. So that was that. It was this kind of. It was kind of a slow. Basically, I was like, I was looking for some kind of verification, and there just wasn't one. And I just got kind of. I just realized it was bullshit. You know, it's kind of like you know you believe in Santa Claus, and then one day you just kind of realize. No, it doesn't make any fucking sense. And then you stop. It was like that. It wasn't like, you know, a fucking, I had a dream or anything. It just, I just realized it was bullshit. But I, I'm open-minded to it. If Jesus comes back, you know, hovers above the ground, teleports around, starts raising people from the dead. Like, legit raising people. Not like, oh, you're asleep and you, you wake up. I'm talking, there's like a skeleton on the ground. And the skeleton, like, wakes up and, like fucking flesh and blood just like appears on the skeleton and he becomes he goes from skeleton to a living person if i saw that shit yeah i'm gonna hear what you have to say mister we're gonna have a conversation and i my, i'm all ears but okay. this whole waving a book in my face and saying faith 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 no you can go fuck yourself okay sweet so with that said i think we can wrap this show up guys um I think that's uh, that's it. That's it. It's all she wrote. Yeah. All right. Okay, hold on. So I gotta get the the credits ready. Sweet. All right. Okay. Well, we'll do the uh, we'll do the commercials, and then we'll do the um, we'll do the outro after the commercials. Um, check out Doll My Balls. Makes a great gift for the holidays. Check out uh, the Feminist Live by DDJ. 
and support our sponsors, The Dollhouse and Anchors Away. So, all right, I hope you guys enjoyed the show, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. See ya. I'm Celestina, Instagram model and sex doll correspondent for TFM News, here to tell you about The Dollhouse. The Dollhouse is an official distributor of high-quality lifelike love dolls like me. You may have seen pictures or articles on the internet designed to make dolls look unappealing and creepy. Do you think I look creepy? Don't you think I look real? You don't have to deal with meatbag women anymore. You don't have to kiss the ass of women who use and abuse you anymore. You can have the girl of your dreams in your arms, and she'll always be there for you. You can even buy me. Or, you can pick among the dozens of pre-selected dolls or hundreds of customizable combinations at the dollhouse. You don't have to choose between risking your freedom and denying your biological need for love and sex. You can have the best of both worlds. Click on the link in the description of this video, and get started today.